to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and David Fellerman. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. The Pulp of Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you. It's Monday. July 23rd, 6.01 p.m. Pacific. Thank you for listening. It is another great show ahead. Can't wait. A couple of incredible co-hosts in studio, everybody. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be a fun time. All right? Thanks to BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension Engines, Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Star Cross 5, Maxima USA, FMF, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Brace, W Wheels, Guts Racing, Get Data, Pro Filter, Honda World Downey, Ride Engineering, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com for coming on. Aaron Plessinger will be on. Aaron Plessinger, everybody, just won. Millville crushed it again. He has now gone 1-1-1-1 through four motos uh, and uh, absolutely uh, dominating the 250 MX class. He will be on the night. Looking forward to that. JGR Suzuki Team Manager. Jeremy Albrecht will be on. J-Bone will be on tonight. Looking forward to that. And a friend of the show, Jimmy Albertson. Top Jimmy will be back on the show. And uh, looking forward to that. Jimmy has been off the grid for a little bit, but he is coming on to tell us what's up with him, what's happening, what's new, what's exciting. And uh, that'll be be a good time. So uh, we'll have the BTOsports.com tweet at Talon segment. We will have the X-Brand goggle tear-off. We will have the Gear Alloy uh, cold call. Perhaps it'll be a Gear Alloy cold visit. Uh, we'll have the Race Tech rant as well coming up. And again, supplied by You Jerky. So thank you for that. Appreciate it. Looking forward to a great show. First up, in studio, he's back. He's an AMA Supercross winner. He is an AMA Motocross winner. He's a former factory rider. He has won GPs. He's the Cobra. What's up? How are you? David Villeman. Hanging out. How's Pookie? It's flat good. Pookie. Yeah. It's good. USA hat and flat Pookie. I'm not sure which one is weirder. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you were at Millville. You're yeah. working with Dylan Ferrandez. So lots to talk about when it comes to what's going on with you. You're in Vegas. Your daughter has a basketball tournament, and you made some time for us to come on by. Yeah, exactly. Are you going to bring it tonight? I sense low energy for you from you. I'm tired, boy. Well, we we need you to, you know, bring it. Been gone since Friday. Listen to me. We need you to bring it. Race of stuff. Uh-huh. Walk okay. up at 4 o'clock this morning. Well, it's okay. Bring the, you need Red Bull? You need a Monster? Anything? Uh, a Monster, no. Okay, we can get your Monster. I can't say uh, Yeah, the other that's brand. fine. No, it's fine. Uh, also in studio, uh, he's been here a bunch before. He was on the Fly Race and Moto 60 show the other day and uh, former pro rider as well. And uh, now the 100% uh, brand manager. No, national sales manager. That's it. Uh, Charles Castle. What's up, Charles? How are you, man? I'm good, Steve. Thanks. Thanks for coming by. Yeah, no problem. Uh, appreciate I don't, it. Don't have quite the intro the DV had, but, you know. Well, did you have a good point? No. Never got a point? No. Close? Can, yeah. can, can we get some free shades? Yeah, yeah. Oh, we can do that. 
Yeah, yeah, because yeah, Dylan Ferrandez wears 100, yeah. so it works out nicely. DV's French, yeah. it all DV's works. French and it all works. <laughs> any French racer, <laughs> anything they want from 100. Uh, uh, thanks for coming by. I appreciate yeah, no it. Uh, we'll talk about Millville and, and much more on the show. And uh, 702-586-7857. If uh, if you want to call and talk about Millville, talk about anything, uh, taking your calls, handling everything. He is back in. Talon Lone Wolf, what's up? Oh, turn your mic on. You got to turn that red thing. There you go. Travis is sabotaging me already. Already. Welcome back. back though. Yeah, I even managed to get us on Facebook Live. So, Oh, yeah. Race, 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 race Facebook Live, everybody. What's up? Um, So for people who don't know, Talon here, Lone Wolf. Ow! We had a shootout for a producer between Marks and Talon. Uh, when Gibbs left, uh, we were going through Marks and Talon, and we, we brought you both in twice, right? I think. Or Two three. or three times. I can't remember. We couldn't make up our mind. Marks won out in a close vote, Talon. So I don't, I don't know how your life has gone since you lost the producer vote, but is it okay? It's gone completely downhill <laughs> since then. You tore your ACL. Tore my ACL. Had surgery on it a week ago Friday, yeah. so a week and a couple days. Are you still desert guy right now? Yeah. I, Are you, like, but not obviously now with the ACL, but I mean, is that what you're doing? Yeah, yeah, racing uh, best you, in desert this year and trying to race Heron Hounds next year if I'm ready to. Really? Yeah. You can bring that mic closer to you. It's like, yeah, like, well, the whole arm and everything. Just pull oh, okay. it. Yeah, there you go. Um, so you're probably going to make some mistakes tonight. We might yell at you. Yeah, it's I, right. I mean, it's been two years. You should know exactly what you're doing. Got to be better in games, right? <laughs> Ouch. Um, uh, but no, man, that's cool. Thank you for coming in. Uh, tits is out. Who knows what Tits is doing? And you answered the call, man. Yeah, Travis so, is uh, still upset over the Jason Ellis thing, or? Yeah, so. He, well, Ellis talked about it on his show this week. Ellis devoted like 30 minutes to – he apologized to me on Twitter for saying he was super rude. And uh, then he talked about it on his show with Marks and his chick when when he, Ellis was going to bang her, but he never did. And then he said he's changed his ways, Ellis has. It's quite quite a bit about – and then he goes into more details about the Marks situation. And, he, and he, he gets the name of this show wrong, and he gets my name wrong. But he, we get the general drift of what he's saying. So we're going to play that next week. Because Markson needs to be here for that. But, yeah, it was – Ellis is – yeah, get the phone. Uh, it's good. <laughs> Ellis is uh, Ellis has been talking about us, so maybe our ratings will go up. Who's that? Jason Dude, Ellis? He's lost. No idea what that is. Uh, he's, uh, he's, he rides moto. He's an ex-pro skater. Right? I don't know. He's from Australia, yeah. He's got a Sirius XM show, very popular so, show on Sirius XM. So. I've never listened. But who does, I know who it is. Who, who has Sirius XM? Uh, well, I do. I am. Yeah, I, I do. I think it's but pretty it came popular. free with my truck. I think. Um, but uh, yeah, so. if you don't get it free, you don't have it. <laughs> no, I right. actually pay for it. I really do. Um, so yeah, looking forward to. Um, um, all right, looking forward to the show tonight. J Bone, Plessinger, Jimmy Albertson, all on tonight. Uh, Dylan Ferrandez, DV. He has uh, had a good season since back from injury. Uh, it's been very good for him. I think you said go after Redbud. He would be what third in points. If, but you said if the series started, nah, what was it? Was, it? Uh, after Red Bull, he would have been second. Second in points. So he's yeah. been very good. Millville was not his best uh, weekend, though. What happened? Um, good question. Uh, crashing the first uh, couple laps, first few laps of the first moto. Um, before that, the start was actually pretty good. He kind of let off a little bit on the first turn, got passed. He was maybe 7-8. Uh-huh. Run there, and then he crashed and lost like uh, uh, five, six position maybe. Yep. I don't know. 
So came back 11, and he had a tough time to pass. It's uh, not an easy track to pass on. Yeah, everybody thinks so, but no, it's actually pretty... But it's a very narrow track, yeah. if you look at it. Yep. Um, and then second moto started like crap, and then he was like 20th on the first lap, and tough to get back, mm -hmm. you know, but he got eighth. But uh, not, um, do you not ride uh, very well, mm -hmm. as fast as it, um, we've seen, and um, tough to pass, and then uh, uh, he did not find the way, uh, you know, other guys could to pass, actually. actually was talking about this before the show, but yeah. Blessinger uh, started just behind him in the first moto. So yep. maybe if, um, what did eight, you just, nine. Did he just tip run. over, or what did he did he just? Yeah, he, he crashed at the bottom in that turn. Uh, oh, okay. The bottom of the big, the big one. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And uh, but that was his third, second or third lap or something like that. And um, Blessinger ended the the first lap in fourth. So you know. Yep. He did pass people. Yep. didn't stay where he was, and yep. then he crashed. It was a tough day. It was uh, he was really bummed out um, because he's you know since he came back he went four two one three. Yeah, yeah, he's been good, man. He's yeah. been really good. So it was kind of like uh, a bummer. Um, he surprised me, Charles. Ferrandez has surprised me yeah. with how good he's been. Right? Yeah, he was like pretty good last year, but yeah, definitely this year it seems to kind of taking it up another yeah. notch and, and i have to say dv you've done a good job with his fitness because he late in the races he's been good it's that's it's how he, he he did it basically because uh uh it's not the stars obviously he hasn't had a, no. a very good start maybe muddy creek he started like maybe third or fourth one time mm -hmm. but if other ones it's like it's well, been kind of horrible you know okay i don't think it's any any debate that the yz250 motor on that star bike is the best one in the class. I'll, I'll say so, yes. So what's he doing off the start? What's going on? Uh, same with Nichols, though. You can start either. Yeah. But uh, uh, those two, like Justin Cooper and yep. Aaron, yep. they usually start pretty good. Yeah. Um, AP, Charles, unreal down the hills this weekend. And, I mean, look, I'm on the troll train. I invented the damn troll train. But on the track that Alex grew up on that he's killed it at before, Aaron had he had nothing for Aaron, yeah. nothing. When we we did your fly racing Moto sixty show last week, um, you know the talk that we had was that it was a must do one one for Martin at his home track yeah. against against Aaron. He had to maximize had to those rounds that are his you know, his tracks literally, mm -hmm. um, and he just didn't do it. I mean Aaron was just better. Yeah, I don't think it's that as big of a deal of being his track. It's never the same it's, condition. Yeah, condition right. yeah. on a race day. It's not the same lines. But he's had good results there always. He's always top three. Yeah, obviously. You know. but even, he's, he's a good rider. But I don't think because it's his track, he should win. It's not. I guess you know. more to rephrase, I guess he, he knows the tracks that he's better at. I guess the conditions he excels at. So those tracks, you got to kind of circle on the calendar and say, I need to maximize points here. Whereas yeah. I know Aaron's going to be good at Ironman and Aaron's going to be good at high, high point. point. Yeah. Um, so I have to really take advantage of where I kind of succeed with Southwick is one for Amart, which he left a lot of points on the table. Yeah. Yeah. Um and then this weekend same same story um, a little bit. I mean I think like Amart rides good on all pack track for some reason. Everybody thinks he's like a soft track rider. Well but he's won he's, Southwick and motos and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I know, but when I see him ride like on even Engtown yeah. and 
And even Washugo, he's very good in small yep. ruts and everything. Yep. He, he rolls the stone very well. He's good at Washugo, yeah. yeah. This weekend, he'll be good. So I think he's actually a, a very good um, outback tire. Uh, outback. Hardback uh, guy. Track. Yeah. Yeah, rider. So. Um, what's what's been it like uh you know like you're working with dylan and that's your guy and uh, he's certainly doing good like we talked about but have you been around aaron much have you noticed things he's his attitude how he does how he acts i mean how to me we were talking in our review show like every time you ask him a question he laughs like there's like a little laugh in there somewhere like he's pretty cool uh he doesn't seem like he has a huge ego like, he doesn't seem like he's a total bike setup kind of guy. Like, what's he like underneath the tent, as far as you can tell? Yeah, I, mean, I don't I don't really interact with him. Right. But he's always, like, kind of joking around. And he's kind of, like, happy to be there. Yeah. And then um, even when he doesn't have, like, a, the best results, mm-hmm. he's always the same. He, he never changed. And same goes with his training and riding during the mm-hmm. week. I don't know what he does in training. But um, as far as riding, they follow pretty much the same program all yep. the time. And, uh, you know, they do a good job, obviously, with uh, on, the pool and no, everything. Hold on, though. My sources tell me that you don't have Dylan show up at Glen Helen until 2 later on. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah, we did some uh, experiment oh, okay. at one point because... Um, Nobody wants uh, to ride Glen Helen at 2 no. o'clock on a Thursday. <laughs> Yeah, side but, by sides, and but that's kind of like quads, you, and that's where you you learn, you know. Yeah. So, yep. um, but I think Dylan needs now to ride on uh, smooth and fast tracks because he's been um, doing not so good in in time practice. Yeah. Because he's not um, used to do that on like a flat track, and then on. A, taking outside wide open and stuff. So it's more like technique, playing with the bumps, and mm-hmm. we've been, you know, working on that. Plus fitness, plus uh, thorough control. Uh, there's a lot of advantage to show up at the track when everybody is home. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then... Uh, Secret DV training. There's, there's less people on the track. and uh, But it sucks. Some of them, some of the tracks, they close, you know. Sometimes we're at Pala, and then, you know, we show up at... 12, 12, 31, and then they close at 3. So it's tough to do the program like yeah. all the way. If something happened, you know, yeah. if you get a flat or you yeah, know, yeah. the bike is not good, you need to change do something. Do so. you simulate the amount of rest you'd get in between motos at a national? Yeah, we, have, like, we do half. Oh, okay. Yeah, we do half. Half, rest. Charles. EV, Apollo Training Factory. Yeah. Two oh. motos, only 20 minutes in between. Uh, why I never got a point, apparently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shouldn't have been sitting back there just for relaxing, an hour. right? No, yeah, the absolutely. thing is, you got you to gotta show up at the race. Like, Dylan's been really good this year, fitness-wise. Uh-huh. But it's not. He has been. No. There's so much more than doing motos at a track. He actually hasn't done motos in you know, a couple of weeks, maybe. You know, mm-hmm. we worked on different things all the time to, to change it up. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of doing motos every time you ride. Uh, they ride already a lot. You yeah. know, might as well make it um, challenging and then uh, walking like uh, technique and you know take different lines. Yeah. And all. I don't believe in doing thirty minute models in the same lines. Yeah, just I can because vouch, I can vouch for that because I was on your team and you never did a lot of laps. Yeah. You did sprints. You did sections. You did. 
Yeah, he did obviously that. you have to do more those, yeah. and then he does. Obviously he does because I think he's. Yeah, I would no, say he's I, the fittest one in the class. Uh, yeah, and it's not because I train him, but it's because I see and we've seen since he came back, and mm -hmm. he's been really strong after, you know, at the end of the models. Right. Um, <clears throat> but he's he's worked really hard, like off the bike too, something yeah. like different stuff. And uh, how do you like being back at the races? I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I do not like it. It's this East Coast. I don't like it because it's weird. Um, Dylan is does a hundred percent what I say during the week. Yeah, a hundred percent, which is rare. If I tell you him to go ninety k on a on a bicycle, uh -huh. he does ninety k. He doesn't do eighty five. This is why the DV follow you know, thing is working. You know, <laughs> if I tell him to go run, you know. 75 minutes he's going yep. to run 75 minutes and it he does everything to the t even if i'm not there at the gym i put the weights i put the, <laughs> everything on the program yeah he does it you know um at the race it doesn't you know he doesn't do everything it's maybe like there's mm, stuff around is the or, girlfriend distracting him because no. I, I would understand that <laughs> have you seen no. Uh -huh. No, it's. I don't think so. I think it's okay. maybe the pressure. Or, you know, um, I'm I told him all day, like a few sections. It was easy fix, mm -hmm. and he couldn't do it all. You know, all day. What I was asking, and if I say that at the track during the week, yeah, and then I stop him and I give him three three uh, sections where he needs to be better, yeah. what to do, and where to go. You know, the next lap, those three He's things, doing they're fixed. Yeah. But at the races, there's something going on where it doesn't. There's, I told him a few things this weekend. Do not do it. Uh, From practice to... I have a rebellion here. Yeah. It's weird because during the week, I have seriously, I have nothing to say about Dylan because he does everything, yeah. everything. If I tell him, go, oh, yeah. you know, 20 laps, he does 20 laps, 25, he does 25, this, that, everything is done. To, he followed the program. I sent okay. him an Excel file on but, Sunday, okay, and then he follows it. Besides that, how do you like being back at the races? Yeah, it's cool, but you know, I'd rather be at the races like you, like a tourist. You know, like <laughs> I'm working. Yeah, but you're working, but you you don't have to focus on one guy. No, no. you know me. I do not. See I focus on where the lunch is, like yeah. who's you know coffee yeah. machines, coffee. I don't see see the last couple of races. Right. So I was in uh, where was I? Redbud, and uh, the last two, Redbud and uh, Melville. Um, Melville. The 450, I have, I didn't see crap. I saw, uh -huh. I didn't see any practices. I saw the first few laps of the first moto and second moto I saw yeah. on TV. You just focused on Dylan. Yeah, yeah. because it's so much, and then it goes so quick with the one-day format. Mm -hmm. yeah, I, I didn't does. even see Marvin this weekend. I didn't even say hi. I didn't right. see him. Right. I didn't have no time to go right. and say hi. You know, so it's kind of really tough when you do this. If you kind of like you, like you have to kind of like check everything, it'd yep. be easier almost. Um, yeah, no, that's that's a good point. Um, has any fans been like, Cobra? Yeah, the Wood Monster brought me like a rubber <laughs> Cobra this weekend. <laughs> and then they put, they brought, brought it to the Star Truck. And um, 
I guess somebody put in a wheel on locker. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. then when you open it, you got scared. Yeah. <laughs> it was right there. <laughs> what about fun. other normal fans that don't dress in camo and have a chainsaw? Yeah. People are like, hey, do yeah, you yeah. Like, I saw a few guys. Oh, I love you on pulp and stuff. They oh, okay. Talk about pulp a lot. Yeah. Ah, yeah. So that's what people want to hear from DV. Uh, let's go to line one. Scotty, what's up, man? How are you? What's happening, guys? What's going on? Going on, man. First time caller, long time listener. Thank you. Appreciate you guys, it. You guys make you guys make my Monday night. Ah, uh, we we appreciate that, man. Well, maybe <laughs> Villaman made you call. Made you call. Well, no, no. Well, I got. I got. I, I have to say one thing about TV, and then I got a question and a and a heartfelt story, if you don't mind. Okay. Um, the first thing about TV is, dude, you were the best part of the reality of speed show. Absolutely, <laughs> he best was part ever. <laughs> Not the best. No, he really was. He was. He really was. Lucky Nichols doesn't can, think so. Can, but. We, can we? Can we? Can I come on the show one time and not talk about this? No. Era? <laughs> no, no. But I'm gonna, listen, listen, dude. I'm I'm from New, like I live right oh. by New York City, so I'm straight up like. Uh, when, wait, uh, Charles. What you you have an idea? Show four hundred. Reality of Speed, whole cast, the whole right reunion. Uh. L- Lucky, <laughs> Holligan, Vadim. What was Lucky Son's name? Uh, no, the best. Kid. No, the best part is when he had to uh, remember they had to spray paint the fenders in the number place. No, oh, I don't remember that. that. I don't yeah, remember. They had to spray, no, they had to spray paint them black because they couldn't get the uh, right fenders and stuff in time. Uh, I don't know, so, but, DV- but that was good because there's so many people uh, uh, talking about this show. You know, like it was, and it's it been a, yeah, big, you know a big following. It's a long time ago. Yeah, They're still talking. Yeah, but he, twelve yeah, years but ago. You know yeah. what? Even bad press is good press. You know what I mean? But yeah, no, he he no, he was good. The other thing is, um, I live literally five minutes from E-Town. Um, that's my track. Yep. Since I was a little kid. Um, and obviously, you know, they tore it down and they moved it across the street. Yeah. Um, but, is, like, a couple of weeks ago, you were talking about Bud Street being gone. That's that the word. That's, yeah, that's the word. That's but a definite thing? No, I don't think so. Dude, it's been, this is the last year of Bud's Creek for, like, four years now, so... Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I, I don't think yeah. it's official. But, yes, I think there will be a national at the track across the street at E-Town, and Buds will be gone next year. I think, yeah. but I don't know that. Is that because okay. of a, the taxes thing or something? I, I don't know. I don't think so. That's Jonathan's own deal. But Yeah, well, no, BT's yeah. always been like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I weren't they, like, doing there. a GoFundMe uh, thing let, just to pay taxes? I something? don't know. Beasley is out yeah. there, bro. He is out yeah, there. Yeah, you think? Yes, he is. And then, the la- no, the last thing I wanted to tell you yeah. is, uh, I I mean, I'm 46 years old now. Um, I'm an old guy. Uh-huh. I was, I was RM Army, so there you go. Nice. Um, <laughs> but... I uh, I got my pro license when I was 18 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you know, I, I I never. I mean, I I finished five spots from qualifying at Buds, but whatever. Yeah, know? I mean, yeah, it is what it is. But um, long story short, back in 2002, I got a I got a chance to uh, join a. Ba- I'm a drummer. Okay. I got a chance to join a MTV band, so I did it. Um, you know, I, I left motocross or whatever. And I was playing and doing all this, but long story short, I, I got back, back into racing like 2009. Um, and, you know, I was doing the vet class, 25 plus, 30 plus, you know, whatever. And District 6 here is kind of rough. Like E Town, the old E Town track was yeah. rough. No matter what anybody says, it was rough. Um, Scotty, where are we going with this, Scotty? We got to bring no, this. No, no, okay. listen, no. Listen, last, last, no, last week I saw a post on Vital. Um, some guy put up about, you know, midlife crisis. I don't like my bike. I don't like this. I don't like that. 
So I put a post. I said, you know what? I had to sell my bike last year because my mom died and had no life insurance. And I had to pay for the funeral, which I didn't know about. And um, when I put the post up, the response on Vital was insane. So all I wanted to say is, you know, the motocross community is very tight knit. And, the, 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 you know, the support. I had guys texting me going, hey, come meet me and ride my bike. Oh, cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I just wanted to kind of bring some kind of positive. Like, you know, we have a tight knit yeah. group. I'd agree. And yeah, I, I would totally agree. That's cool. All these people bitching and complaining about, you know, I don't have the best gear. I don't have the best bike. Yeah. You know, at least you're riding. You know, not many guys can go and spend 10, 10 grand on a Honda right now. You yeah. Know, they can't do it. So. No, I hear you, that's man. All I wanted, no. you know, that's all I wanted to say, you know. Like, yep. I, I miss it. And, and, you know, hopefully this, this year I'll get another bike, but... You know, I'm sorry to waste your time. I just wanted to No, say, you didn't you know, waste my like, time. No, that's cool. That's a cool story, man. I'm glad. You know, I'm like glad. I got I got a ton of calls. Like, you know, I got two bikes. Meet me at E-Town. You could ride one. And, oh, that's awesome. Like, some guys I don't even know. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, and, yeah. So. Yeah, no, that's, I know. I think you this guys a, are doing a great job. It's a big and, part um, of the Pulp Nation. People, you know, it kind of brings everybody together. I think people no, really. Great. Yeah. It's great. And uh, hopefully I'll meet Pookie one day. But, you know. Easy, bro. Easy on that. <laughs> Thanks for calling. Thanks for calling, Scott. I appreciate it. I appreciate it, man. Keep it going, all right? Thank Thank you. you. Uh, Question for DV from Paul. Paul, what's your question for the great David Villeman? Hey, so I was listening to ReviewPod, and Weed was talking about how Valandrian got a license to race the GPs through the Netherlands because it was easier than getting one through South Africa. Mm -hmm. So I was just wondering why that would be, why it would be harder to get a license through one country than another. No idea. He doesn't know. Okay. Um, well, have a great night. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate <laughs> I it. Know. I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, I heard that, and I was wondering too. I yeah, I think there's just uh, you got to get your federation to sign off on you. You got to get blood work done. You got to get all that you know done to get a license. <clears throat> and maybe the South African MS there's is no, just in there's dis- no blood work. To get don't a you license? have to do some sort of um, biological passport for water guys for the GPs? Uh, so can you just pick a country then? If you don't like the yeah. way you your country, there, you gotta, no, no, you yeah. can pick whatever country to get your your pro license, whatever you want. It doesn't matter. Um, so like, yeah, look, uh, Gauthier Poling he write, uh, writes for Monaco. He doesn't write for. He, he doesn't have a French license. He has a license. For taxes? No, it has nothing to do with it. It's okay. Because the the club in Monaco uh, is one of his sponsors, giving money or whatever. Yep. That's it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, back in the day, like Champus Parker wrote for. Italy and uh, San Marino. Remember this country called, country called San Marino? Yeah. Had that's, some guys. That's Italy. Yeah. This same, um, yeah. uh, Jean, you got a question for DV? Jean, you there? Hello. Jean? Or Jean? Jean. Jean. I don't know. Uh, David Villeman, Charles Caslu on the Pulp of Mexico, presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Uh, DV is here, sort of on a surprise. So this will be the Gear Alloy Cold Show Up. Yeah, we usually cold call someone, but DV's here, but and that's you, a surprise for everybody. You've known for a while, but no. I didn't know if I was going to make it. Yeah, you didn't know if you were coming I'm in. Like I'll, I'll be in Vegas, right, for a basketball thing, right. But I didn't know the time of the games. And are everything. we going out tonight? After like, are we going to hit some clubs? Uh, no, I'm too old for this. Sorry. All right, I was thinking of different kind of clubs with girls, but that's okay. I uh, are you too old for that, <laughs> dude. I'm I'm sharing a room with my ex-wife tonight. What? Oh, is it? That's good, huh? You guys share rooms? Uh, we have the kids. We came here. Like she wasn't supposed to be here. She was supposed wow. to 
to leave tonight, uh-huh. and then we got a room for like three days. So like we staying as a family, you know, in a room. Huh. Wow. <laughs> wow. Weird. I have a lot of questions. Yeah, but anyways, okay. uh, Gear Alloy, uh, get your get your trucking gear with the folks at Gear Alloy. Go to SoCalSuperTrucks.com and uh, punch in pump of it. Pulp18 is the code to save on wheel sizes. Whatever kind of truck you drive, Gear Alloy can get your trucking gear, uh, whether it's 18-inch, 20-inch, uh, 22, whatever, 24. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the RMATV KTM team with Baggett and Bloss. There's a display in the pits. There's a Gear Alloy uh, Jeep in there as well in the pits. Uh, so you can look at the wheels, you can touch, feel them, and then you can go to SoCalSuperTrucks.com and buy them with the uh, code PULP18. So thanks to DV. It's a gear alloy. Surprise cold show up. Let's do that. Uh, Jean, you there? Gene? Jean? Yeah. What's up? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, I just, uh, nice to talk to you, Steve, and, and you too, DV. I just had a question to DV about um, working with riders, and I know he's worked with, obviously, Dylan, and then he worked with Christian in the past. And I'm just, and this isn't like a trolling question. I'm just curious. Does is it different working with an American rider versus a European rider in in the uh, the way you approach them and and what you talk about with them? Do they do they um, I don't know. Do they follow your instruction differently, or is there any difference to it? Um, I think it's pretty close. It's pretty much the same. They're all riders, you know. I think nationality is not a big deal. Um, uh, I feel a little closer to Dylan because I do his uh, all his training also. Um, uh, with Christian, I was only the the bike guy, so only yeah. you know, um, only the track. So with Dylan, I'm I'm there when he runs. I'm at the gym, so we get closer, you know, and I I can uh, um, affect all aspect of his program. Other, yeah. rather than with Christian, for example, I was doing only the bike. So training wise, you know, I was kind of like disconnected a little bit. But um, which, you know, I don't think that's a good idea to have like too many people around and you know giving advice or their opinion or you know I think you have yeah. to stick to one guy. Uh, it's already difficult to you know to listen to improve if you have to listen to so many people. It's um, it's not very good, but um, yeah. I did some work with Chisholm. Um, he was actually good too. He listened to. We did some training, some riding. Uh, um, I worked with Gauthier Paulin just after I retired. Um, so yeah, they were all good actually. You know, they were yeah. pretty. Uh, you know, nothing bad to to say about Christian. Um, he was uh, doing what I was telling him to do, also oh, yeah. on the bike and everything. So, no, pretty much the same. But closer to the guys that you do the training also with, because you spend obviously more time with them. Right, and those just like you were saying, you were looking at sections and you're telling them to change sections and stuff. Do you? So, are you there? Like, do you go to Washougal this weekend with them and and, and watch that? Uh, Washugo, I don't think I'm going. I might, okay. but um, I got to be a dad at one point too. So oh yeah, no, I, kinda, I got you. <laughs> I kind of go to all I the got races. Too, yeah. Um, so I've done a few already uh, uh, this year, but um, yeah, I wish I could go to all the races and you know, but you know, I have kids. You can stuff. probably text them too, right? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of. Um, it's good because sometimes just a little bit help, you know, like a few details can make a big difference. So it's always good if I'm there, I can see. 
Um, but like I said at the beginning of the show, um, we didn't listen 100% during the week, and sometimes I have a tough time to have him do some you just know, start e- yelling at easy him. stuff. Start yelling I actually him. don't yell. I'm really calm. You know, uh, It's not me. You know, I yell if I'm really like... Uh, um, I'm not really uh, emotional about this relationship, kind of. You know, I do oh, it no. like, because, but if I'm um, in it or if it's more me, yes, I get pissed because I want it to be better. But, you know, Dylan has to realize I'm not racing, you know. Right. I want him to win, but yeah. he has to want it. He has to start in front. Right. I cannot do that. You know, it's not the coach's yeah. fault. You know, uh, he has to oh, deliver no. at one point. Hey, Gene, you, uh, you got a bike? Yeah, I do. Do you want a Maxima oil kit or do you want a Pro Filter kit for your bike? What do you want? Oh, you pick. Oh, I'll take a Maxima oil kit. Yeah, I'll do the Maxima. Okay, all right. Stay on hold, man. Thanks to Maxima USA, you win that kit. All right. All right. Thanks, you guys. No, thanks pr- a lot. No problem. Uh, all right. First up on the show tonight, uh, he is the manager of the JGR Suzuki team. He's brought to you by RoostMX.net, the official graphics of the Pulp MX show. Use the code ARay91. Uh, to save money at pulp, uh, RoostMX.net. There's a whole Pulp Nation section on there. And the official graphics for Cobra, uh, official merchandise for Cobra stuff, and uh, custom number plates, custom graphics, uh, uh, pitch shirts, wraps, whatever you need. RoostMX can uh, do it for you. And they got some T-shirts and lots of cool stuff from those folks. Uh, a big part of the Cycle Trader team, of course, with Heartraft and... Um, uh, Mel Ross right now and uh, and others and we thank Roost MX for being a sponsor and they bring on our first guest Jeremy Albrecht J Bone what's up man how are you what's up guys how are you uh we're good man thanks for coming on you got it no problem um we're listening to uh, DV talk about working with Ferrandis so yeah I was I was listening a little bit there when I was on hold I could hear DV talking Right. Well, Fernandez hasn't listened to him on race days, J Bone. I, I imagine you you never have that. <laughs> I problem. See, you're taking you're taking stuff out of the context again. No, I was just making yeah, a joke. J Bone said he knows that he knows the problem. This weekend, this, this weekend, weekend is I didn't say the problem. I just said that happens. I know the feeling sometimes. You don't always want to listen. Depends right. on the day. Yeah, exactly. Right. We don't all want to listen either. I don't always listen either. No, I get it. I know. I hear you. Um, uh, hey, thanks for coming on. So, uh, Millville, uh, Weston Pike, obviously we know he's dealing with a hand injury, something that he's mentioned to me that will need surgery. Uh, but he had a nice yeah. Millville. you got to be happy with it. Yeah, he wrote good. I was I was happy. He, he's definitely a fighter. He doesn't uh, always do it the prettiest way, but he makes it happen. He was yeah, he's pinning it down the hill. He mm-hmm. was fighting for positions. I was yeah, super super happy with his effort for sure. And uh, I thought Justin Hill's first moto was great. Like man, he came from way actually, back. Yeah, both motos. Second moto is actually even better. Yeah, he just he really needs uh, better starts and just a little more intensity at the beginning. And I mean, honestly, he could he could podium if he got a start. He right. just isn't going to do anything back there. Um, Charles, you you play Pulpamex Fantasy and, and enjoy it, and as do I. And Here we go. don't you? F- <laughs> Don't you feel like Justin Hill's no? But if I told you, Charles, hey, Justin Hill got a podium this weekend, you'd be like, all right. And if I said, Charles, Justin Hill got 15th this weekend, you'd be like, all right. Yeah, okay. like, yeah you don't know. He's definitely a little all over the place. That's he's what I mean. I yeah. Will say, yeah, like he. Yeah, uh, you, don't, you don't go in knowing he's going to be on the box. No, no. But if, but if things work out, he could absolutely be yeah. on the box. Yeah. Um, yeah. So is that frustrating, J Bone? Sometimes, or are you working with him on that kind of stuff? Yeah. No, he's he's actually one of the coolest guys that I've ever worked with. Like attitude, super nice, super respectful, listens. Um, he is listening. 
It's like all of them, though. They gotta, you know, they have to do it. They have to want it. It doesn't matter how bad how bad anybody else wants it. Mm-hmm. So they gotta they gotta want to make some changes, and then they were willing to listen. And yeah, he's to that point. I mean, once we put him on the 450, he obviously yeah got more excited, and he's he's learning a lot for next year. Really, is what we're what our goal was. See where you're at, and uh, hindsight there's always room to improve. Yeah, hindsight is fifty fifty, but. Do you wish you had just signed signed him to a 450 deal outright for the whole year? No, I don't because okay. I had to. Like I told him from the beginning, so this is the first year we've done a 250 team. So I needed him to ride it and try to do good in Super Supercross was the goal. I needed him to do good in Supercross. I told him I didn't care about outdoor, which is probably what I shouldn't have told him, but uh-huh. I did. <laughs> I told him that right up from the beginning. We made a deal in the contract. If he didn't want to ride outdoor, we had it all set up. How much money we were going to get back it was all set. Okay. Because I knew he didn't. I knew he didn't always do well outdoor. Whether it was because he didn't like it or whatever, I didn't know. He told me from the beginning, straight up. The reason we were talking is he didn't want to ride a two fifty anymore. Right. So he was calling us for a four fifty ride, and I said, "Well, I need a favor from you. I need a. We're starting a two fifty team." And I need someone to ride it that could try to win some races. Uh-huh. And I feel like you have a shot at that. So if you could do that, then I'll give you your 450 ride the next year. So that's what we agreed on. And he just said, like, outdoor, for him, his riding style, he doesn't rev the bike and ride it super hard like you have to in that class. Mm-hmm. He's more of a mellow, which I do watch him on a 450. He looks mellow, looks yep. like he's not trying that hard. Just his effort level looks low, but he's, yeah. he's going fast. You yeah. just can't tell. Yeah, it's a real low RPM. Exactly he's how you super, want someone super to ride. Low, super low it. RPM, man. He was coming by the yeah, mechanics like the area, floating down the yeah. hill. Yeah, you can barely hear it. Yeah. Like corner speed is good. So he might be right, but every rider tells you they're better on a 450 or whatever bike you're riding. Yes. They tell you that's the bike they're better on. Yes, they sell you whatever you want to, whatever they want to say when it's contract time. <laughs> right, right. But you know, he he might. There might be something there in the. You know, 250 class right now is is stacked. Like it really is. Yeah, it's it's deep field. So, yeah, definitely. You know, obviously looking at now, yeah, I should have put him on a 450 right yeah. when Vogel uh, wasn't coming back. Yep. But I look. I did. He'll yeah. ask me that, and I'm like, yeah, but who am I going to have in the 250 class? Like, and, and he won a race. He won a I race. Know so that, you know, that's that's yeah. And he was on the podium and won. Like, obviously, yes. The funny thing is, when he rode the bike the first time, he goes. I could win on this bike. Mm-hmm. I should ask him how many, because he did win on it. He was right. <laughs> <laughs> next time I'll ask how many can you win. That's going to be next time a guy rides. Yeah. Yeah, next time, to how many can you win exactly? What exactly are we talking yeah. about here? Yeah. Um, he was right, though. He won a race. Yeah. So. No, absolutely. And that's what I needed. Like, honestly, you know, we had three guys on the team in the 250 class get on the podium, which really, like, our first year, you know, we didn't. We kind of started late, so I, I was happy. I thought they all did did great, and obviously we want to keep improving and get mm-hmm. more consistent. But it's really hard to start a by you know. Yeah. The the two fifty was new for us. People didn't know what we could do with it. So. Yep. Yeah, we're we're we try to improve every year. That's right. all you can do. Yeah. No. And absolutely. I hope the riders feel the same way. That's their job too. And the 19 RMZ uh, 250 is is improved. It looks better. It's got the modern bodywork, a little bit different style, and then the motor's a little different. So, like, yeah. Suzuki put some some effort and some work into it, and it'll be a better bike. I don't know if it'll challenge a Yamaha for motor-wise, but it'll be a better bike. Yeah, it will. 
It'll 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 be good. We've we've actually had had one already, so we're working on it. We're right. already starting Supercross testing next week. Oh wow! Check you guys out for next year. Jeez. So we're actually ahead of last year. We tested in September, arrived last national for uh-huh. two weeks on the new 450, and that was the earliest we ever started Supercross testing ever that I've been doing it. And then this year they <laughs> it's even earlier. They're all the engineers are coming over next week. Oh, good job. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and Justin Bogle, um, the starts are there. Five hole shots, yep. I think, since he's been back. Maybe four. Yeah. Um, but it hasn't gone well. This weekend was better, though. Are you getting somewhere? Do you feel like this is a step in the right direction? Yeah, it, it was for sure better. It's it's tough. You know, he's he's struggling on being comfortable and being able to hang it out. And in the rough stuff, like, feel good to go for it. It's, it's down the hills. He struggled this weekend. Now, he was pretty good everywhere, but down the hill. He was real cautious down the hill. Mm-hmm. So just trying to work on getting him comfortable and making some changes. And Yeah, he didn't really get to ride the bike a lot in Supercross. He only did three rounds. Mm-hmm. So he's been out a long time. And I think it's tough coming back from injury, tougher than they all think. And he actually did pretty good the first uh, practice. And then the second one, he crashed. And I think that kind of got him. Yeah, yeah. Got him thinking about it again. Sure. No, I, I wouldn't say scared's a word. You, you just get you thinking and and mm-hmm. not wanting to crash. You have to be willing to crash to ride those things fast. Do you agree with that? If DB? you're not willing to crash, <laughs> you you shouldn't ride it. You're gonna crash at some point. Yeah, obviously, you know, you gotta huh. overcome uh, all those things. You know, if you stop being scared of something, crash on the stall, crash down the hill, or you know, you might as well go play ping pong. You know. Oh. So, <laughs> uh, 702-586-PULP. you got a question for J-Bone, JGR Suzuki's team manager. Give us a call. Brought to you by RoostMX.net. Uh, and so, um, J-Bone, uh, funny, funny moment. You gave me a ride out to the rental car lot this weekend. And thank you for that, by the way. And Jimmy Dakotas was walking out. And you said, hey, Jimmy, do you want to get in to the, for a ride? And Jimmy was like, no, nah, 16th walks it out, J-Bone. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. Good job, good job, Jimmy D. I even checked out on the way back. I'm like, you still don't want to ride? He goes, nope, I still don't deserve a ride. Right, <laughs> all right. right. Um, but how, how's it? How's he been uh, since he's been back? We got we got a 12th at Muddy Creek and uh, a better weekend, a better race this weekend. Yeah, it was. He struggled this weekend just because he was sick all week, so mm-hmm. he was throwing up in between motos. So that was kind of a bummer. Yeah. Same thing though. I mean, he's come back from broken back, which is to me is. Definitely one of the most serious injuries. So, you know, he's in the same boat, being able to hang it out in that class and go all out and not be thinking about it. It's pretty mm-hmm. tough. Yeah. So yep. He's he's trying his best. He's obviously frustrated, would like to do better. Um, he wants to prove himself because he hasn't ridden outdoors in a long time. Yeah. But he wants to show that he can do outdoor, but it's not going to plan for him. So he's he's definitely – you know, like like everyone gets. If you're not doing good, it's not what anybody wants. No, but no. You know, turning it around is what where you find out who who can do it and who can't. Not well, everyone can race, and not everyone can turn it around and have a good attitude about it. So it's a grind too, man. Like we'll every, every, it's a grind every week. Like you don't have a lot of time to dwell and improve during the week when the nationals are back to back to back. You know. Yeah, and then the hard part, you you're, you do bad. And if you aren't able to move forward, you do bad again and again and again, yep. and you don't have time to change much. Yep. Except the off season. Yep. So yep. you're you're in it. Yeah. And and some guys spin out and can't handle it. 
Some can do it. Some are like Hill that don't let anything bother them. I don't know how the dude does it. <laughs> like sometimes you want them to go, all right, come on. You, you need a little more intensity or you need to be mad. Yeah. But he's always, you know, he's the opposite. We always so make, we always make that uh, joke on our show. Like Hill can just put in a DVD of Tampa and just be like, yeah, hey, check this out. Check this out. This is what I can do. This is what I can do for you guys right here. Tampa. Heat race. Yeah. You know? So. Uh, yeah, Tampa was awesome for sure. Yeah. You know, obviously, you wish he would have been a little more patient, but that's that's what he learned. Yeah. You, you need to be patient. Yep. Good uh, point. I mean, there's times you got you to gotta go for it and strike, but yeah, it, it, in, in the end, I'm happy I let him ride the 450 so we know what to expect for next year, even him, like all of us. We all need to know where we're at. So that's who I have signed, you know. If for next year and uh-huh. so yeah, who do you have next uh, year? Good. Who do you uh, have? Hill's the only one signed at the moment. What what's a um, full team? Obviously I know we're talking to Pike, but yeah, um, yeah. And then we're working on two fifty stuff as well. Four, three four fifties at some point, and two two fifties, and kind of bounced around. What what do you consider a full full team? Yeah, what do you want to have? I think he wants uh, Tomac. We're supposed he to have two of each. I think he, he wants Tomac. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Messenger. M- Muskang or Roxanne. Yeah, super good, too. And yeah. then. Uh, That's right. All the guys and, that win, and, that's and what we want. Yeah. Yeah, I was just curious. <laughs> two 450, two 250. All right. Wait, you, you would yeah, only the have. Goal, the, goal, okay. the goal is uh, two at each class. And then both. And so this year, this year we did two 450, two East Coast, two West Coast, and then only two were going to go outdoor. That was how we set it up. And that's a lot of work. That's, a lot. <laughs> that's why Buddy Antonis yeah. is there, hanging out, working on 250 guys. Um, yeah, it's been it's been a lot, and you know, new model on the 450. Mm-hmm. You know, now new model 250 this year. It's going to be. Yeah, everyone's putting in a lot of work, and they're all doing a good job. It's, well, we're pretty sure we're pretty sure Alex Martin will be one 250 guy. Everybody, so just FYI, J Bone can't say anything, but we're all pretty sure on that. Yes, thank. We'll uh, find out. Okay. Um, <laughs> what about hey? What about Lopes? I like this kid. We had him on the show like a hey, month ago. Can, can we stop what? saying Lopes? That's not his name. He says it's Lopes. It's Lopez. Lopez. He, he says it's Lopes, but he says it's he Lopez. Says it's not, I'm, you know what? I'm Portuguese. You're going to tell the Brazilian no, guy no. on how to pronounce do his know, name. Do you know I'm half Portuguese, right? No, <laughs> no. I'm half nobody knows that, DV. Okay. So, <laughs> if it's Spanish, Lopez will be with a Z. Yeah, that's what he said. Lopez will be with a yeah, Z, he okay? Said, he said in Spanish, it's with a Z. It's and then Lopez. in Portuguese, it's with an S. My my mom is a Ro- Rodriguez. Like A-Rod, Rodriguez, yeah. but she's Portuguese. It's with, with an okay. S. All I can say it's, is, how do you say your name? You, and he you, says Lopes. You pronounce it because he's in the U.S. Guys, yeah, it's like I Brian Lopes. Bri- Brian Lopes is not yeah. Brian Lopes. He has, you know, Portuguese or Brazilian this is what gets him descent. Yeah. It's Lopez. Okay. That's it. If if you don't want your so name to I sound like, like Portuguese of of uh, or Spanish, okay. you right. say Lopes. Well, but we say DV's back. Everybody. We say Lopez. Lopez. His it. name is Lopez. It's Lopez. <laughs> okay, Mathis, you got that? It's Lopez. Yeah. Okay. Lopez. We had Lopez so on Lopez, the show. Okay. I like okay. the guy a lot. Yeah. He's a good dude. He is. He's awesome. He's you know it's again it's tough. It isn't an easy class. So I think he came in with higher expectations as well. And I would like him to do a little better, too. But I like his effort. I like his attitude. I'm giving him a chance to see if he can figure this out. Okay. Um, you know, he had a broken collarbone. He only rode probably two real days before that race because he wanted to rush back. For him, he wants to do it. I told He actually wanted to race the weekend before. I told him no. I want him to wait. Mm-hmm. 
Did you break his collarbone in eye point? Is that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I saw his. I saw his crash. I was right there. Yeah, he crashed. He was riding actually pretty good that day. He was coming up. He's he's trying super hard. It just hasn't worked for him. But he has really good, really good style. He'd really be he'd be good on a 450 actually. He's really like everybody else, right? <laughs> like everybody right. else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he actually would though. I I think with his style, he would ride a 450 great. But, yeah, but he's what 16. Yeah, we'll see. He's uh 18. 18. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, it was. Okay. He's a he's a good guy. We'll see. All right. I think he's definitely better than what we've seen. But how? Hey, Jay Bun. I was wondering. Yeah. How do we get guys like Pike? And that's between five and eight. Oh, you know, five and ten. To get on the podium, how do we do it? Well, I, I he the the crazy part to me is so he could get fifth. The first three rounds of Supercross, when everyone was healthy, he got fifth all yeah. three rounds. Yeah. Well, yeah then when... guys get hurt, and you think you would jump up to fourth, and then another <laughs> guy gets hurt, and you think you should be third. But with him, it's always fifth. I don't get it either. I'm like, how are we always fifth or sixth? Right. When you were fifth or sixth when everybody was in the class. Now Anderson's out. All these dudes are out, and we're still getting fifth. But he he needs to be more consistent. He's fast, but his hand's Middle of the moto, his hand goes numb, and you see him start shaking it out. So he can't really ride the whole moto strong. And then that's when, like, Barsha catches up and passes him. Mm -hmm. And there's some other guys that are riding, you know, a little better right now. So he needs to – it seems like we don't take advantage of the each moment. If he gets a good start, he doesn't stay up there long enough. But, I mean, when we look at – you know, you look at the lap times, and they're, they're getting what spot they should be in. By how fast they're going, right? Let's go a little faster, right? Right. He's the fifth fastest guy. I I wish he was the third fastest guy. Uh, we got a call for you from James. James, uh, welcome to the show. What's your question for Jeremy Albrecht? Yes, sir, Jay Bone. So I know that Suzuki for a while has been keeping their bikes pretty traditional as far as like not going with just because everybody's going air forks or just because everybody's going electric start. So from a race perspective, when you start off with that eighteen bike or that nineteen bike without those things, what are some of the things that the team does to kind of you know, say, hey, our bikes are powerful, our bikes are ready for the tracks, and our bikes can, you know, run with the, the bikes that may have the new technology starting out whenever you're building bikes for the season. Well, uh, yeah, James, a good question. Actually, people are going away from Air Forks. Almost everybody is now, you know. Yeah, it's, it, yeah. it's, it's honestly some, some guys love them and some guys really hate them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think in the end, like for us, like you start testing, we test different forks, and then whichever one you work on the most is the one that ends up to be better. So okay. it's kind of it's kind of tricky because the team almost picks it for you most of the time because it's the one they work on the most or the one they steer it toward, I would say. Um, a lot of times, like some of the teams at the beginning, you'll, you'll uh, test maybe KYB versus Showa and figure out which, which one you want. And sometimes those guys are pushing a Air Force maybe because that's a new thing or it's kind of driven by what they want also. Okay. So it's kind of hard to say, but like yeah. the shock this year, so the 450 that came out, no one knew much about that BFRC shock on the Suzuki. It's been around, but nobody's brought it out in production. So it's right. pretty new to us. So we didn't run it for a little while. We started running it in the middle of Supercross. Malcolm actually did all the testing, and Malcolm started running it first, and then all our guys switched to it. But and then the outdoor, we went back to the traditional shock, 
and then we'll start working when we have more time with the DFRC again. But okay, cool. Yeah, that's uh, cool. Thanks for the there's call. A lot of different things you can do, but obviously motors. You always, you know, you can dyno motors, so we can compare back when we rode Yamaha or any any customer bikes or anything. We can compare all that stuff easy. The dyno okay, stuff. Cool. We'll try to get the same power. Thanks, James. More. Yep. You get. Um. Hey, J-Bone, uh, big week for JGR yeah. uh, right now. you got the whole RM Army amateur crew going down there. What's happening with that? What's the deal? Yeah, we did. Uh, it's the first time doing it. Um, you know, Ricky does a thing before Minios where all the, I think, top 10 contingency from each class goes down there. And then we just want to do something different uh, where Buddy kind of does like a little, kind of like what he does for our guys during the week, just, let them come ride our track, show them what, mm-hmm. show them our shop. Just try to do something cool and different and see how it how it works and build off it and just try to add something to Suzuki really is what our thought was and kind of bridge the gap. Like I don't know many of these amateur kids either. Uh-huh. So, you know, hopefully the goal of these kids turn into the 250 riders down the road and we can start building it. How uh, how many kids are going going to be there? There's uh there's ten kids actually eleven kids one kid's here that got hurt uh, last week so he came anyway oh yeah he broke his arm but yeah there's there's eleven kids here oh wow that's yeah. cool that's cool little alliance you guys have going on Chris Wheeler and the guys at Suzuki and and you guys obviously have been Suzuki for a couple of years but it seems like from the outside that everything's working smoothly and you guys have really helped Suzuki with their program and you've been you know greatly appreciated by them and and it's a sharing of information you have. Things are working well between JGR and Suzuki, huh? Yeah, I think it's a two-way street. Like, you know, I think the ship, your your, your uh, future ones get better. So we mm-hmm. learn some things that we should have did better before, and we want to be good partners, but they treat us with respect and treat us really good. So, yeah, yeah we return a favor, and they do extra things for us. We do extra things for them. It's uh, right. pretty cool. Right. Um, any questions, Charles, for J-Bone? You're not going to let him off the phone without talking about Phil, are you? I mean, I... Oh, that's right. <laughs> Phil. I mean, I kind of was, Yeah, but... I know. Everyone gave me a hard time. Like, I got, we got rid of Phil. We didn't get rid of Phil. Phil left. Phil, Phil spread his wings. In the end, like, like the, the, the way the deal was, like I said earlier, we're doing two, two, and two. Yeah. So, we didn't have a spot for Phil. I had a Supercross 250 deal for Phil. His strong suit. And then suit. I told him it could be a fill-in for outdoor. Right. And he... Obviously, didn't want that. So I said, how about we, we just stop it at the end of Supercross and we'll talk about it. So I gave him a contract till the end of Supercross. And then Bogle was still hurt. So I said, Bogle's hurt. He's probably going to be out more than I thought. So, you know, you can race probably five or six rounds. And mm-hmm. if you want to do that, you can. I said, you don't have to sign a contract. You can just yeah. ride them. And if you get something better, no problem. Yep. Like, I'm cool with it. Because you're helping me, I'll help you if you find something. So anyway, it started getting to where Bogle was getting ready to come back. This Husky deal popped up, and it was a good opportunity for him. And it was something where he could race the whole rest of the year. And it was we just got it worked out to where he could do the rest of the year with us. But I couldn't have paid him, and it sounds like they could pay him. So I said, if it's better for you to do that, go do it. No problem. And and We're it's not, buddies. Like, and it's, it's yeah. There's there's no hard feelings. Uh, no. But you're happy you don't have to talk about Phil anymore with, with me and media and fans. Yeah, you gave me a hard time all the time. Right. Let Phil ride. But yes. Yeah, we, we like him. He's, I mean, I got a ride to the track with him a couple weeks ago. 
<laughs> right, yeah. I gave him a free exchange pass so he can get a get a free ticket. <laughs> you know him. He likes anything free. So yes, he does. He'll probably give me a ride next time I ask. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, right? Yeah, no, he's uh, – yeah, Phil's awesome. I mean, just like he's on the show, he's real, he's a normal person. Yep. Like, he, he came in my office, he called Buddy and I and said he hadn't talked to us, and, you know, I obviously, if it's better for him, I support yeah. it. I, this sport is – it's tough, and – you got to do what's best for you. We all we all want everyone to be loyal to us mm-hmm. as much as, but it's hard. It's not always that way. We can't always be as loyal as I want to be, and they can't either. They got to do what they got to do. It's a short span of racing, so yeah, I'm It's a good opportunity for him, you know. Yeah. You know, yeah, what he has, and so my prediction is Phil rides for JGR again before he hangs it up. At some point, Phil comes back home. I don't it know. will. I 2019. You, I you said that. Yeah. 2019. I don't know what class or what bike or anything, but Phil comes back home. JGR has a lot of <laughs> a lot of repeat riders, so they do. Yes, they do. Brayton. Yeah, I guess I'm a sucker or something. I don't know. <laughs> when yeah. Stu coming back? Yeah, yeah we need Stu, Stu and coming. Bam Bam, man. We're good. Yeah, yeah. Get Stu and Bam Bam in 19, J Bone. There we go. That, that would be fantastic. Yeah. Um, well, hey, thank you for your time. Appreciate it. Uh, tell Coy I said, it. tell Coy I said hi. I'm sure he'll really miss me. Right, yeah, I'll see him on Wednesday. We're doing yeah, we're doing a tour with these amateur kids on Wednesday to show them what, what right. we have and hopefully what their future looks like and just try to get people excited about the RM Army. I hope it's better than tour he gave me where he told that Coy know every room that we did a tour. He opened the, the the door and said, "Hey, this guy's an idiot. I'm giving him a tour." Yeah, he did. I remember that. Right, right. Every <laughs> single guy, and then he'd be like, "This guy's a moron," and the guy at JGR. And then they'd and both. They, they loved it, right? And they everybody loved it. And I'm just like, this is the weirdest <laughs> tour ever. <laughs> uh, but that is he's Corey not Bo- really a media guy. No, guy. he is not. Uh, well, thanks, J Bone. Thanks for coming on. Always appreciate it. We'll see you this weekend in Washougal, man. Thank you. All right, see you guys. Yep. Uh, see you. See you, DV. See, see you. Bye. That's uh, Jeremy Albrecht brought to you by RoostMX.net. Let's take this call before we go to commercial. Slaymaker, what's up, bro? Yes. What's up? I don't know how it happened. I don't know how it happened, Mathis, but somehow I ended up with a Ridgeline and an R- RM. So no way. Welcome. Congratulations. Welcome. Yeah. It goes. Yeah, it life. goes downhill from there. Great radio. <laughs> don't worry. Yeah. You, you have met- want to talk downhill? I I I broke my wrist on a friggin' mountain bike, so I'm I'm parked right now. See, I told you. Yep. Told you. Yeah. DV knows. Yeah. Um. Anyways, I watched last week's race and. These guys are hauling, and I just—I was just wondering if you pulled a bike off the showroom floor, how long would it last, and what would be the first thing to go on it? It would last. Don't worry. Fine. Yeah, I mean, suspensions would be really soft for and these that, guys. It'd be soft, but it doesn't yeah. break. No, it goes. Yeah, just with gas and yeah, just the ride the thing. There's a lot of these privateer oh. guys that need to ride more of the stock stuff. Yeah, yeah. They end up with just. Yeah. Bikes breaking and stupid stuff happening because yeah. they're messing with it. Right. Especially four fifty class, there's nothing yeah. to do. Just put a pipe and just fucking ride the thing. You know, okay. if you're like uh, over top twenty, or uh, dude, you, you have five seconds to, you know, <laughs> in, in in the rest. Right. And then you have maybe half a second in the bike. Right. What would you prefer? And the half a the- second to cost you, cost you like ten grand, and the the five second in the rest is free. What would you go? Yeah. What do you do? Uh, Charles, you had it in your wrist the whole time. <laughs> right? 
<laughs> Charles yeah. is looking at his wrist right now. Do you understand? So, you know. No, I totally get it. And yeah. I, I agree. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, the, you, you put Tomac on a stock bike yeah, against the, uh, the guy that's, you know, that went 23 and 25 this Tomac weekend. Tomac win on a stock bike? Uh, Marvin's pretty good. Good one. Good one. Uh, top get five? Top three. Yeah. Top three? Yeah. I'll get top three. Yeah. Bone, bone stock. Bone stock. Yeah, bone stock. Balls and everything. Right. <laughs> top three. I, just, I, look at, I look at what he does on it, and I'm like, that poor bike. Yeah. Yeah, he pushes yeah, it. Yeah, he was even worse at Red Bud. First moto, like, yeah. uh, dude, I was down the first. He, he, he hold it tight so much. It's insane. Yeah. Like, you can put whatever suspension on it. It's so strong that he, he keeps it. Yep. Like, if anybody else, like, not as strong as him, does the same thing, they'll die. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanks, Slaymaker. Thanks for the call, man. Yeah, later. Bye. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, we're going to take our first commercial break of the night. Lone Wolf, how's it going so far? How are we at? How are we doing? Uh, is show's that, still running, so that's good, okay. right? Is that his last name, Lone Wolf? Uh, no, it's Talon Ta- Taylor. 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 Yeah. Talon Taylor? Named after Talon Boland, so I got the Lone Wolf nickname with yeah. that. Ah, I like that. Yeah, there we go. All right, first commercial break of the night. We'll be back with Jimmy Albertson, Charles Castellou, and the great David Villeman. Stay tuned. right back after this. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen i want to tell you about my two favorite things in life van halen and fly racing Flyracing.com. they make much more than just moto gear mountain bike gear snowmobile gear hard parts they've got it Flyracing.com. the f2 carbon helmet it's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Everybody knows Racetech is the number one place to go for your suspension. Everybody knows that if you go Pulp MX 17, you get a discount at Racetech.com. But besides that, did you know Racetech? They are now the home of engines as well. Racetech suspension and engines, great guys. They've done a lot of great work for the, uh, a lot of privateers and, and different riders in the pits with their motor work. Precision engine services are dyno, flow bench, and then track tested to provide maximum performance and reliability. The Racetech engine services use the industry's most desired state-of-the-art equipment and a championship-proven experienced team. They're really pushing their engines, and they're really doing a good job down there, those people. What, think about how many years they've been doing incredible suspension. Well, they've added engine work to their program with guys that have been around the sport for a long time. Pulp MX 17 gets you a discount on their engine services. Whatever it is, rebuilds, performance, they can do it. Got four-stroke motor problems? Racetech.com, everybody. Check them out. 
Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Live in 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Hey, it's Mathis. RoostMX.net have been a big part of us, our show for a number of years, and we love those guys. A whole Pulp Nation section on their website. Pulp Nation code saves you 20% on there. They can make custom pulp graphics for you. Uh, they can also do shirts and hats of uh, anything you want. They can make custom graphics for your bike if you don't like pulp. And why? I mean, maybe you don't. Uh, they're also the official team sponsor for the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. And we have Alex Ray here in studio. Alex, uh, you love these guys. Yeah, love them. Shirts, hats, pit shirts, car wraps, yeah. everything. If you take some Cycle Trader uh, graphics off your motorcycle, will they stick to almost anything? They will stick to everything, bro. The best quality graphic out there. A-Ray 91 is the code to save, and we thank those guys. And again, check them out for the whole custom line. And uh, Alex Ray, you got one more thing to say? A-Ray 91 is the code, and if you don't use Rooster Max, then f*** you. I'm lost in Hi, Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the listeners for voting us as Pulpy Award winner for Best Sponsored Commercial for 2017. Dude, that's so fun. <laughs> I hope the Pulp Nation likes this year's commercial even more, and I'd like to share some information on our newest product for sport touring riders. That's old news, right? Actually, no. We still offer the Michelin Power RS for sport bike riders that we introduced in 2017. What I'm talking about is the all-new Michelin Road 5 tire. It features our latest patented technologies and is the new benchmark for wet grip in sport touring tires and provides maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. Visit MichelinMotorcycle.com for complete product information and third-party independent test results. Documentation. Proving that Michelin Road 5 tires outperform its major competitors in wet grip performance. Simply put, it's another innovative, industry-leading product from Michelin. I just want to hear the motocross stuff. Uh, thanks, Gringo, for interrupting me, just like Mathis does his guests. Uh, I just wanted the Pulp Show listeners to know that in addition to the Michelin Starcross 5 tires, that Michelin also makes quality, performance products regardless of what type motorcycle you ride. 
from cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, adventure touring motorcycles. You're bringing the ruckus to that. Whoa, easy, gringo. Yes, Michelin even makes tires for the Honda Ruckus, as well as many other scooter applications. I'm certain the Pulp MX Show listeners know the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and how they're specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain and are available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions because there's one thing for sure. If you want something to get out, you tell Mathis. In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the Michelin Starcross 5 tires feature a bead profile that makes them easier to install. In fact, there's a very high chanceability that you can install a new Michelin Starcross 5 tire in less time than it takes for a pizza to be delivered to your house. Easier mounting is always a good feature. True. Basically, even a retired racer who almost won a championship can almost install them himself, if he just would. Thanks again to the Pulp MX show listeners who've purchased the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and given great feedback on them. If you're still thinking, I don't know, just ask a rider who has Michelin Starcross 5 tires on their bike. Follow us on Instagram on at Michelin Motorcycle and visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase Michelin Starcross 5 tires. Thanks, and I hope you enjoyed our new commercial. That wasn't good or or awesome. Well, I definitely was not going to let you sing. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Chad Reed and Cooper Webb on the factory Yamaha Supercross team at Rocka Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 to get 40% off your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex Athlete Support Team for 2017. For more information, call 800-440-3559 or visit VortexRacing.com. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brole. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a Defender Roost Guard or Guardian Body Armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride.
WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts. They all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8-lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. Back in 1989, Works Connection owner Eric Phipps was trying to find a skid plate for his own bike, but he couldn't find one that was as cool as the ones he had seen on the factory bikes. They say that necessity is the mother of invention, so he decided to build his own, and as they say, the rest is history. 29 years later and still located in Northern California, Eric and his crew are still supplying factory-level racing parts to race teams, pro riders, amateurs, and everyday riders who demand the best. Tested and trusted by JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Moto Concepts, Babbitt's Kawasaki, and Hep Racing are just some of the teams that rely on work connection for their racing needs. From their Prolaunch start devices, radiator braces, hour meters, and of course, skid plates, along with a ton of other cool products, Works Connection has you covered. Check out their all-new website for 2018 at worksconnection.com. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. 
Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National, and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. So much money on my bike is out of sight. Yeah. Black rims, gold hubs, and the carbon pipes. Damn. Got my pike looking loud, nah, it ain't polite. Ooh. When I pull up to the track, I got the best bike. bike. Looking hard as fuck, I call this shit a Western pike. Bike. When I Instagram it, yeah, I'm getting hella likes. Yeah. Spend more money on my bike than you gon' make it till you die. die. You probably gonna tell your friends your bike is tight as mine. mine. Ain't nobody's bike is tight as mine. No, no, no. Ain't nobody's bike is tight as mine. To the track one more time now. 42. Hop up in the Ridgey, pull the bike out. Bike out. 18 on 18, new whips is what I like. On my Michael Lessie shit, believe the hype. Like, like. Just wait till I pull up and you see my bike. Ooh. You gon' see the double trouble carbon PC pipes. Bike, bike, you gon' be like, damn, bitch, what's the price? I'ma tell you, fucking swipe. You need a pipe. Let's go. Let's you go. ain't gonna come, cause of what I got on my bike. I got unobtainium, this all the stuff you can't buy. You can look, but you just can't touch. Nope, nope. You can see my factory recluse clutch. Damn, damn. You a rook and you don't know much. Tell when you first pulled up Just by the way that you unloaded out your truck You ain't bring a stand, that's what get a one-on-one Track. Do you, do you see the man? <laughs> oh, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. When you see the seven dudes, do you add it up? Add it yeah, up. I'm a 
it's the lit kit and I know it's up. Come to the track if you ain't got a setup. I don't mess around, I'm about the checks and the envelopes. Every time I show up to the track, yeah, I'm pro. You gon' wonder why, you gon' wonder why, though. I'ma sound so damn fly, I get paid by fly. Making money cause I fly, and my bike's so fly. Why you think I keep it deck? Why you think I keep it right? I'ma ride till I die. So much money on my bike, it's out of sight Black rims, gold hubs, and the carbon pipes Got my bike looking loud, nah, it ain't polite When I pull up to the track, I got the best bike Looking hard as fuck, I call that shit a Western Pike When I Instagram it, yeah, I'm getting hella likes Spend more money on my bike than you gon' make until you die You probably gonna tell your friends your bike is tight as mine Ain't nobody's bike is tight as mine Ain't nobody's bike is tight as mine Welcome back, everybody. That is the Seven Deuce Deuces new video. Ain't nobody's bike as tight as mine. Ain't nobody's bike as tight as mine. Ain't nobody's bike as tight as mine. Buy that on iTunes, everybody. There's yet to do a song with Pulp MX or um, Mathis in it, which really pisses me off, but hopefully soon. Um, thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. Thanks to uh, BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. And the folks at Vortex and the folks at the Race Tech Suspension Gear, Alloy, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Starcross 5, Maxima USA, FMF Works Connection, Atlas Neck Brace, W Wheels, Guts Racing, Get Data, Pro Filter, Honda World, Downey Ride Engineering, and MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Uh, you talked to, or you heard us talking to uh, Gene uh, on the phone earlier, and he wanted a Maxima Oil Kit. Well... Maxima Racing Oil is created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive them to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. Monster Energy Pro Circuit, Monster Energy uh, Kawasaki, use Maxima, voted year after year as the number one aftermarket oil in American power sports. They didn't buy their way, people. They got there by being the best. Visit MaximaUSA.com. Uh, for more from those guys. Also, too, Pro Filter. Did you know there's a real option for riders to not have to clean an air filter ever again? Imagine a good option that eliminates the time and chemicals required to clean and oil your air, your oil filter or air filter. Uh, go through a Power Sports dealers nationwide. Pick up a pre-oiled, ready-to-use air filter or high-quality premium air filter for your uh, next service. Pulp MX35 code at checkout. Go to Maxima USA. Go to the Pro Filter section and uh, uh, get it... Uh, Maxima website USA. Pulp MX35, save at Pro Filter. Love those guys and thanks for them for coming on. Thank you people for coming on and listening. Jeremy Albrecht was on. Jimmy Albertson coming up right away. Aaron Plessinger later. In studio from uh, right, uh, 100% goggles and apparel. It's Charles Castlew and David Villeman as well. Villeman, um, what about you like Tomac this weekend? What about that? 1-1. One, one. His second moto ride, and we're going to touch on it in a little bit here. Before, because we're going to I just so beat some PCs. That's it. Charles, how do you go that fast late in that moto and make up those seconds? If I knew, I'd you would have a lot more still money be racing? to yeah. You'd still be racing? <laughs> Maybe not still racing, but. Unbelievable. Um, yeah, I mean, the speed has never been really an issue or, or a question with right. Eli. Hang on. Yeah, there we go. Um. 
it's the consistency of doing it week in and week out and not having the big mistake. Um, I mean, you can't credit him with the mistake at Redbud in the first moto, but the cert- second moto yeah. is certainly very... Yeah. Um, Once things start going south for him, sometimes he right. can't stop that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the but, second moto last week, it was or at Redbud, it was it was just unraveling and he couldn't do anything about it. Yeah. It was It's hard to watch sometimes, but he... Um, on the flip side, when he's on, he's on, and there's not many people in the the world that can touch him on it. When he takes his time, that's you know, is good. When he wants to do it too quick, or mm-hmm. you know, uh, make a gap too quick, or come back from a bad start too quick, that's you know, it's never good. But <clears throat> this year, the first I think eleven motos, he showed you know patience. It was good. He did not ride 100% most of the time. He took his time. Um, and I think that's great. When you uh, start rushing into things, that's where, like, he's it, not concentrated enough when he rides like that. Mm-hmm. And he makes stupid mistakes. You know, like the one in in Southwick, second moto, the first one, he yeah. crashed, he doesn't even know why. Yeah. Because he doesn't, uh, he's not careful enough sometimes you know he doesn't wait until his wheels are in a rut yeah, he's going too damn uh, fast <laughs> but he crashed for some in south week it's, yeah, yeah. it's not because of speed it's yeah. because the angle he went in and then his front end talked you know yeah so sometimes he, do, he doesn't uh he's not careful enough right um that's what happened a1 um a few few yeah, times yeah you know yeah. Um, but when he's on it and patient like, uh, he showed a lot of patience behind Roxon a few times this year when Roxon was leading mm-hmm. and he took his time. Van Helen. Yeah, and uh, also Colorado. Yeah. Rosmodo. And then he passed him after like 20, 25 minutes. And the next lap, he was three seconds faster. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's, it's, so. it's amazing. And uh, we'll talk more about Eli Tomac later on in the show because I want to find out from DV and Charles just exactly. How he goes and does that. But first up, Vertex Pistons. Did you know, DV, that every two-stroke KTM and Husky comes with a Vertex Piston stock? No. Did you know that Vertex Pistons was founded 65 years ago in a small technical workshop in Italy? Yes. Oh, rattled me there. Did you know that it's p- p- pronounced Lopez? Yes. Okay. Uh, today, because of the renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex is an OEM supplier to KTM Husky Beta, Gas Gas, TM, no matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex will have your engine performing better than new. Full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica high comp or GP style configurations. VertexPistons.com. Here's the best part. Pulp MX Show 2018 is the code to save at VertexPistons.com. Pulp MX Show 2018 to save 25% off a top end kit uh, from the folks at Vertex. Oh, I use Vertex in my 1998 YZ 25. 125. And look what happened to you. You propelled yourself to a career in stardom. Just in, like exactly. Seattle Supercross? Yeah, that was, yeah, one Seattle Supercross 98. Out of a U-Haul. But, uh, and right. then, uh, so Vertex is bringing I got you, second okay. in the World Championship right. and second in the West Coast okay. Supercross Championship. U-Haul. The, the same. Trying, yeah. trying to get to Top Jimmy. Jimmy. Alright, Top Jimmy Albertson brought to you by Vertex. What's up, Jimmy? How are you? Oh, I'm doing all right. Hanging in there. It's been a while since I got to talk to you guys. Yeah, long time no talk. Thank you for coming on. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, no problem. No problem at all. So, Freaking, uh, 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 are you riding? Definitely things are, things are, yeah, I'm doing a little bit of riding. 
Uh, okay. Not too much. Just kind of been kind of trying to stay busy, working on stuff around mm-hmm. in Oklahoma. I'm actually in California right now. So, but um, yeah, just riding whenever I can. It's so like it's crazy. I mean, I know you guys are probably talking about the moto guys a ton, just like the guys racing the circuit. But like going and riding in temperatures like this when it's for fun is just. It's not fun at all. Uh, I don't even like going from my car to inside wherever building I'm going. uh, Like, it's terrible. So, I like to imagine these guys riding in 100-degree heat 24-7 is just um, unbearable, or that I used to even do it. Charles, uh, you texted me today, uh, earlier, and your only comment was, it's hot here. Yes, very hot. (laughs) But then I looked at the the weather app, and it's damn near the same temperature back in Elsinore, Temecula area. That must be where Jimmy is right now. It's... Damn, it's hot. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Well, it's actually not. It's not bad out here. I'm in. Um, I'm kind of over by the coast more. It's like oh. nice, eighty degrees. But uh, freaking back in Oklahoma right now. I mean, it was like mm-hmm. straight up 105 degrees the other day without yeah. the heat index. Oh. Yeah. And newsflash, guys: in the summer, it's hot. In the winter, <laughs> it's cold. Thank you. Thank you. Got it. Um, yeah. Hey, so uh, do you have a bike? Do you have a Suzuki, or what do you what do you got laying around? Yeah, I just, yeah, I've been I've been riding my bike from last year, and then Suzuki's been helping me out with parts. Oh, cool! Um, I built a pretty badass RM two fifty two stroke, but um, I wanted to do a garage build on it a mm-hmm. while back, but I've just been waiting on a few parts on it to finish it up. But I mean, riding wise, I I I don't know. I've I'm st- been staying in shape, and I feel like I'm I can still ride as good as ever. So. I don't know. It's just kind of one of those things where you just, I don't know, after doing it so many years and getting hurt, you just don't feel like doing it anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think your buddy Trey Kennard reached that point. He's just like, yeah, don't want to do this anymore. That's it. Don't want to do it. You know? Um, it happens, for sure. Injuries injuries suck. Yeah. I think I just after that last one with my back and everything, it was just kind mm-hmm. of like to the point. It's It's one thing when you're putting yourself through the bullshit. But when you start dragging other people through it too, mm-hmm. like it's, it, I don't know, it can be hard on you. It's like you realize that some of the, you know, whether whether it was my wife at the time or or somebody else, one of my other friends, they're they're someone's always got to be there going through it with you. Yeah. And I tell you what, I know when I when Trey went through that back stuff, I mean it was it was just as hard going through it as it was going through it with him as it actually was having it happen to you yep so yeah it's, so it's not fun when you ride how is your back how's your injuries now how is the various things that you've done uh feel when you go riding i mean my back like my surgery lasted my surgery lasted like 11 hours which is really really long yeah. and had that spinal correction on it so i don't know if i'll ever get the feeling back in it but like other than that, other than just not having sensation in my back, mm-hmm. like I don't, it doesn't bother me at all. Like I've gotten used to it now; it feels normal when I lay down, like, and I can't feel my back. It's not, it's <laughs> not like a foreign feeling to me. It feels yeah. like, it feels like I, it, like it felt before the injury, you know. But yeah, even yeah. though it doesn't, right? It's just, it's, I don't think about it. So, yeah. and I don't notice it. Like honestly, the more I'm active. The worst thing that I can do with my back is sit down. Yeah, like, yeah. To sit down like and have bad posture is like by far the worst. So as long as I'm keeping everything straight, like I don't ever notice any any discomfort in it or right. any 
foot hindrance, which, which is pretty crazy because, like, you know, like, uh, let's see, um, Jesse Nelson had his back mm-hmm. fused and had six, he had six vertebrae. And that big metal piece that he took out of his back, well, mine's actually, I don't mean to be a top or anything. This isn't something I'm proud of, but <laughs> right, right, mine's, right. Eight, mine's eight, you know? Yeah. So mine's another another vertebrae down, like another two. So it's, it's I got a lot of metal back there. So Damn. to not notice it, like when I'm just doing regular activity is pretty awesome, I think. Yeah. Yeah, really, right? Real serious injury for people who don't know. You did a Daytona practice and, uh. Yeah, that was it. So, um, well, it's good to see you're still riding and everything and all that, right? Like, it's nice to get on a dirt. Like you said, like, you have no motivation right now because there's no racing and it's hot out and whatever, but you you, you still can ride your motorcycle. And, and and I imagine you can still ride it pretty good. So that's that's the, the bright side of it all. Yeah. You know what's crazy, though? Like, ever since I've, like, decided that, you know, it's not for me, like, I, yeah. I don't need to be racing anymore, it's always been kind of, I go to the track with this, I love to ride. Don't get me wrong. Like, and people who love to ride, I'm all for it. But like the people that are in it and trying to make something out of it that when you know, it's just not there. Sometimes you just like, I just get this like feeling in my gut over it. And like this bad nervous feeling, like someone needs to tell this person that (laughs) to just give it up, like to to just have fun and just give up the dream and quit spending their fucking money on this. Because it's, I mean, it's gnarly. Like, yeah. I, I look back at everything and how how good I felt like I was coming out of amateurs and coming into pros, and and which, you know, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't uh, Ryan Villapoto or someone mm-hmm. like that, but I was pretty good. And to go into the pro ranks and not establish myself really kind of ever, you know, I, I always made do and I always made mm-hmm. a living doing it, but, mm-hmm. like, to see somebody who's struggling even qualifying for Loretta's and they're still talking about how they're going to be yeah. you know, making a living in this sport is, is really tough. Yeah, it's. I agree. We see these guys out there racing pro and DV. You've you've, you've told Ronnie Stewart on our show a few years ago that stop racing. If you know, like you've been harsh on those guys chasing the dream that don't, it's not going to happen. You know, but like honestly, it's though, not, like, it's not like being, a guy like Ronnie, it's not a guy like mean. Ronnie Stewart. Uh, yeah, it's not being mean, and a, a guy like Ronnie Stewart, like I see where you're coming from, DV, but like he he is doing well. Like I mean, he can as long as somebody's there to support you doing it. It's the families that are like going completely broke and just banking on it to happen. Like yeah, you can tell that like they're like, oh man, like he's gonna make it one day, so yeah. we don't mind spending it. Like when obviously like they're not gonna make it. <laughs> I mean it's. It's, it's tough. such a yeah. crapshoot, you know. Especially nowadays, you got to have a ride when you're in the damn B class if you want to make it to, you know, yeah. <laughs> want to make a living doing out of it when you're younger. Yeah, so, absolutely. No, uh, it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's I agree. Um, so what's your what's your next plan? What's your next thing um, that you want to do? Do you want to get into the industry? Do you want to, you know, get a nine to five job in the industry? Go to the races? Are you okay with? Not going to the races? Like, what's the next thing for you? I don't know. I've just been kind of dabbling around with some, some mm-hmm. of the stuff my friends are in. Like, um, I've been helping my buddy Dayton out with his gear company, um, 365MX, and that's been fun doing that. And okay. Then, um, then I got a buddy down in Texas who has a company called Architecture that I've been kind of working together with. 
and um, they build custom dog homes. And oh, wow. It's been helping them out with some media stuff, and oh, and cool. um, that's actually what I'm out in California for right now. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just kind of like finding odd jobs here and there. I mean, I don't know. I've had offers to come work in the industry, and it's just like I don't think I'm ready yet. Right. I think there will be a point in time when I'm ready, but I'd rather just enjoy – I still really enjoy riding my dirt bike. And even even racing the odd-on race here, you know, here and there, like racing a, a oddball race mm-hmm. is fun for me. But, like, I'm just not ready to get involved with it like that, you know? Yeah, I I think, peop, you know, a lot of people liked you. Uh, they still like you. You're, you're an outgoing, personal guy. I think you made a lot of friends on the circuit. Like, I can see – you know, a company really benefiting from hiring you. Like, I think it'd be natural for you. You know, you're, you, you know, the game, you know, the drill, right, Charles? I mean, don't yeah, you see Jimmy, certainly. J- Jimmy stepping in somewhere? Yeah. And I was even going to ask him about, um, owning or running a team. Cause I know you, Jimmy, you did that and you had the superstore team and you, <clears throat> um, kind of, you had some other writers and, and it progressed really well. And you did a really good job for mm-hmm. the, the circumstances you were in, even before you had the, the title sponsorship, um, so that was one of my questions was, is that something you enjoyed or you kind of, you buried that, you're over it, you went through it or something you wanted? Man, I don't know. It was just one of those things where I really put all my time and effort into that. And like, I mean, it was probably hard on just my entire life. Like just, just from my relationship and everything, running that team and operating it, I was working like, it was to the point where I couldn't even really ride. Mm-hmm. And to get to that end goal that we were finally waiting to get at, which was kind of like, oh, I'll get a have factory support and do that, and then to kind of figure out what it entailed, it was just kind of like, I don't know. It was like one of those things where we started small and we wanted to grow, and then they kind of wanted us to switch everything up, and it just wasn't what I thought it'd be. And I know Superstore ended up you know, becoming like no more, but we, we had some, some other sponsors lined up to take that spot. Mm-hmm. And when it came down to it, it was like, you know, to take that Suzuki deal would have involved us getting rid of a two year contract with Josh Osby and, and also probably having to get rid of our engine builder at merge racing, Jim Lewis. And I mean, if it wasn't for Jim, I wouldn't have learned how all my organizational skills on the race team and all that stuff. So it's kind of one of those things where, like, if I couldn't do it with my group and my team, I didn't want to do it, and mm-hmm. it wasn't fun anymore. So instead of going and having to fire four guys, I decided it was probably just better off that we called it. But right. it was definitely hard, that's for sure. Uh, Jimmy Albertson, but, I'll pop a Oh, sorry. Sorry, Jimmy. Go ahead. But yeah, no, it was good. Everybody understood, though. Like you know, when you yep. explain it, to, when I explained it to the whole team, everybody like right away was on board and got it. But it was mm-hmm. just kind of one of those things. It's really hard at first to tell everybody you're just you're done. You know. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Jimmy Albertson on the uh, Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Brought to you by Vertex Pistons, everybody. Uh, top Jimmy on the show tonight. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. If you have a question for Top Jimmy Albertson, uh, Jimmy, so. What the hell happened to your marriage, Georgia Lindsay? Of course, friend of ours uh, from the show. We, we, you know, we, I know her well, and all you, you, you guys are married. Everything looked all right, and then no longer t- together. Um, that's got to suck for everybody. And DV, certainly, you've been down the road of divorce, so you understand this too. Um, 
not to pry too much, Jimmy, but yeah, how how are you doing with that, and what sort of happened? As much as you want to tell us. Well, I mean, DV will tell you there's nothing. There's nothing. There's no such thing as a good divorce. It's all ugly, and um, you know, obviously, there's still stuff that I have to go through with you know on a day to day basis, just of having to clear everything up. But I mean, at the end of the day, it just it ran its course. Um, you know, Georgia's an awesome girl, and she does a. I always believed in her as a, her talent as an announcer, and it was just it was time to be done. Mm-hmm. It was just you know you. I don't know how to say you, you just know when you've lost yeah. that feeling, and um, I I honestly I probably won't fully understand it for a while. So it's okay that nobody really understands it because I don't really understand it either. Sure, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tough deal. It's, for, it's for, gnarly. Yeah, tough deal because everybody liked you guys and you were so integral, integral at the races together and and you worked well together. And but yeah, shit happens. You know, that's that's what that's life. Yeah. No, I mean, I will say this: like she always was so good at taking care of me when I when I had my back injury and. And stuff, and it was almost like when things were really bad was when she was the best, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, our relationship was the best, and it was like she was forced to to have her have everything together. Um, but obviously, that's just you know we can go on talking for hours about it. You know, it's it's a it's a failed marriage. It it happens. Mm-hmm. You know, it happens to the majority of people nowadays, um, which is sad, but it sucks. Moving from England to Oklahoma, probably so similar for yeah, her. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. I hate Oklahoma, too. <laughs> I don't hate it. I take that back. Right. I don't hate Oklahoma. Oklahoma is great as long as you're, um, as long as you're riding all the time. And, 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 and for what I was doing, it was perfect. Right. Um, just in the grind. But other than riding, there's really not much of a social life or really, you know, Yep. especially middle of summer now and being on the other side of it, not riding, it's definitely not fun. I mean, it's hot and humid yeah. every day and you just, you know, I don't, <laughs> I don't like living here either. <laughs> you know, right now I wouldn't prefer, prefer it, but, um, right. but you know, luckily, luckily I'm kind of now just completely free and can do kind do of or go wherever I please. So, I don't know what the future is going to hold as far as that goes for me. Well, come to Vegas and be a Pulp Mech Show permanent co-host. There you go. Uh, permanent co-host. We, we, don't oh, pay, man. we don't pay a lot, but you can hang out anyways. Um, yeah, well, shoot. How's, uh, how's Greg doing? Right. How's your brother Greg doing? I haven't talked to him for a while. Everything good with him? Uh, he's doing all right. He's been, um, I think he's been making most of, like, most of the jobs he's been doing is he's been building tracks. Okay, like, cool. He operates, he operates heavy machinery really well. And I know that I know that he's you know talked about possibly moving to Florida before, and um, you know he never did and never has. I, I think he likes where he's at. Honestly, um, he works for a little local track too, kind of on and off. And he's got a, a deal that he's working on with another guy um, about starting some train facility stuff up. So mm-hmm. I don't know. He's always staying busy doing something. Cool. You know, he just something moto related he's all into it still and loves it so you know yep. so a lot of the times i deal with those kids coming up out of the amateur ranks through him training kids or, or working with kids and that's kind of you know 
right. what I see. You know, so yeah, yeah. I see it through him. He's still heavily involved. Well, you can tell. He Greg. actually got a new. He actually, yeah, he actually bought a new bike this year. Oh wow! He bought okay. a new YZ450, so he's all into riding. You can tell him thanks, but no thanks on the the fantasy motocross advice this weekend. Oh no! Or what? Chase Chase oh, Marquier is the road I went down, and it did not go well on Saturday. You know what, Chase? Chase can be a hell of a rider when he just I don't know. Not I, on I, Saturday. I, 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 yeah, not on Saturday, and that's the. I don't have to tell you anything, Charles. <laughs> You've freaking been through it yourself. Like, yeah. you can watch some guy just haul complete ass during the week and then suck complete ass on Saturday. Right. <laughs> you know, it's it's um it's tough. So I don't ever. I'm when when a kid like that comes back. What do you say? You know, when yeah, you've been knows. through it yourself. Yeah, right. yeah. Like you don't have to tell them anything. They yeah. know it wasn't good. Right. Uh, do you so. guys? So Charles, you're from Texas originally. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy, obviously from Missouri, but lived in Oklahoma. So, did you guys cross cross paths much? Yeah, yeah. He's Racing younger or? than he's younger yeah. than I am. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then actually, I was there the day that Jimmy got hurt on the factory Honda down the road from Millville. Oh, when other kids were riding on the bike. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. were there. Yeah, I showed up right as oh you were going God. to the hospital. And but then other people were riding it. <laughs> not yet. Not when I was there. And okay. I don't. I don't remember that. I don't know how it all went down. I certainly didn't write it. I would have if I knew that was an but option. Yeah. Jimmy, you yeah. said locals. Yeah. Locals yeah. are riding it. Yeah. Right? That was an option. Yeah, it wasn't. Oh option. yeah, locals were riding the factory Honda. They 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 were all taking a spin on it. It all was great. Yeah, um, Jimmy. But freaking that day was Phil and I. It's funny you mentioned that because we were talking about that day. I talked to Phil like this past Wednesday, and we were talking about that day. And and the reason why I crashed is because we had this like thirty second loop, and we were doing sprint laps, and we were doing on this thirty second deal. And I told Phil that I bet I'm I, I bet I'm at least three seconds a lap quicker than I'm in this thirty second deal. <laughs> and I remember I came across and I think I don't forget like I was either really close or I, for some reason I was like I'm gonna go again. And that was the time I scrubbed the jump too hard and caught my foot and dislocated my shoulder. So that was just oh, it was I deserved it basically. So. I deserve I, it, basically. I had it to me. <laughs> yeah, it's all, it, it all, was me it, just trying to. It was, it was just me trying to stretch my fucking pecker. It, it always know? boils down to like, Phil. It always boils down to Phil. Fault. Yeah, yeah, Phil uh, ruined my career, basically. Right, right, exactly. Um, you talked that about divorce, uh, Jimmy, and you're right. It is bad, and there's a lot of bad divorces. But DV here tonight is staying in the same room in Vegas here with his ex. He's in town for his daughter's basketball okay. tournament. And before you came on, DV's like, yes, I am sharing a room with my ex. So this is. Yeah, honestly, like, that's awesome, DV. I mean, I hope one day that I can share the same room as George. (laughs) I mean, obviously, like. As as DV's ex. Right now. As DV's ex. You wish you could share a room with DV's ex, right? (laughs) Yeah, I wish I could share a room with your ex, too. That's great. No, no. uh, uh, A lot of people (laughs) would like to. Like, it's. It's tough, man. Yeah. It's like um No, you know, you know what? I'm when, I'm when, lucky because all divorce went smooth. Right. You know, it's been six years. We we get along, we talk almost every day because of the kids. We're so busy yep. with their they both play basketball, so we always like uh here and there for that. So Yeah, you you're and, definitely one of the lucky ones. And then, you know, we never went to court, we settled, you know. Yep. I gave her money the house and that was it. Uh, and we're all good. Right. Um 
Yeah. Uh, Jimmy, what about straight rhythm? You going to be out here for that? No, I've actually I've been looking at trying to round something up for straight rhythm and getting a bike going and everything like that. Been working on a couple of different things. I think I can. I think I've got a RM two fifty two stroke right now, but um, I know that they're doing that. Like the all the magazines are doing yeah. the writers. So yeah. Pulp of X. I don't know. I was gonna put in a resume with you guys. Oh well, we can see. Yeah, writer. We can see. That's that's something we need to think about. Um, do you think you have anything for Stank Dog and Ronnie Mac? I mean, Ronnie Mac's a clown, and Stank Dog's Stank Dog's know, high as fuck. I, probably he doesn't, he doesn't even. Yeah, he's stoned. So <laughs> I think I'll be all right. It was an amazing final you know? to see those two go at it. I mean, let's face it; it's kind of like an LCQ. Like right. short racing. Yep. I was always good at those, so yep. I should be just brilliant at this. Be fantastic, yeah. Um, well, so. um, if you want to do it for Pulp MX, uh, we we're lining up something with Yamaha, I think, so we can talk. You got to ride a YZ though. I don't know if that conflicts wow. fl- conflicts in any sort of deals you have, Top Jimmy. But I don't have any deals. That's what happens when you're retired. Right. People just kind of like <laughs> forget about you. People so. don't answer the Great. phone or anything, right? No, no, I've had my, my same old sponsors that I had raced and have always been good to me. If I ever need anything, they always yeah. hook it up. So I've been lucky. No, nah, dude, you're not, you're not lucky. You're a good guy. You've made a lot of friends. You've, you've treated sponsors right for the, you know, and all of that. that. That comes back, I think, when you hang it up. Like that, that stuff, people remember that, you know? That's what I think, anyways. I know, like, honestly, I, I listen to other people talk around, like, and even, even some of pro racers, like, and you hear some of the stories that happen, and then you think, like, man, I really didn't put up much of a fuss at all yeah. like, with anything. Yeah. If somebody didn't want to do something, it was just like, oh, well, we'll go to the next. Like, we'll figure yeah. it out. Like, it wasn't like we ever sat there and smashed on anybody because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I think when you when you're a race team owner, you start to fully understand the industry and the lack of money there is in it, mm-hmm. and and it's like it's no big deal. You just find a way. I mean, we always found a way to work around it with the race team, and um, you know people couldn't do money, and we had motorcycle superstores as sponsor. Like we did product, yeah, and everybody's got product to give. Yep, you know, and and um, you know that was a way to get around that. So it was. It's just kind of all just finding the once you understand it more, then you then you're not so salty about it, you know. Right, right. Um, yeah, no, I, so. I I agree. Um, well, hey man, um, thank you for coming on. Thanks for uh, sharing your story and updating our listeners. I know we've got a lot of questions since January about what you've been doing and where you're at and everything else, and so I'm glad uh, I'm glad you're able to come on tonight and talk about it and. Wish you luck yeah. in whatever you're doing and uh, whatever you want to do next. Like I said, I think if the moment you want to go to some races and the moment you want to slide into the industry, I I don't, I don't see that being a problem for a guy like you. So, yeah, just uh, whenever yeah. you're ready, you know? Yeah, I will shoot. We're doing a deal right now with Straight Rhythm, right? Right, right. Straight Rhythm? Yeah. Jimmy Albertson. But On a Yamaha. I'm gonna call, Back to my route. I'm going to call Ronnie. Maybe Ronnie will get off that – Piece of crap, ninety-seven CR. I will say this: I rode that. I rode that freaking that new Yamaha of my brother's, and I really liked it. Yeah. I rode all the new bikes. Yep. Um, I really liked that one, and I liked that new Husky too. Yeah. Those are the, in my mind, the the Husky's the best bike. 
Yeah, like, I, I just like I, I like the ergonomics better than the KTM. Right. Yeah, I think I think most right. people would agree with that. Those are those are two of the best for sure. You know, uh, the nineteen Cowie is getting good reviews from a lot of people. Maybe maybe Castle you'll upgrade finally. Maybe. What yeah. You, what year is yours? I've, I've only watched. Uh, I've yeah. only really watched one race this year. <laughs> really? Like, fully through, and, yeah, that, yeah. and that was Red Bud. And the factor Yamaha Barsha man, he was like doing everything wrong on the last lap, but just you know he yeah. he was fit and he was like holding on to the bike. Dang that bike it. was yeah. working good. Yeah. No. Because if Roxon would have been doing the same thing on on his bike, it would have bit him. Yeah. You know, like and. Mm-hmm. So they they got something figured out over there. Yeah, wow. yeah, no, absolutely. You got great motors for sure. Um, thanks, Jimmy. Appreciate the time. We'll talk soon. Text me if you need anything. We'll talk about straight rhythm and all of that, man, for sure. Awesome, man. I'm stoked. Okay, well, good. It was awesome talking to you guys. Yeah. And yeah, take it easier tonight. Awesome, man. Thanks for the time, Jimmy. See you. All right, later. Later. Top Jimmy, everybody. Uh, Top Jimmy Albertson. Jimmy. Good to hear him. Uh, pretty honest interview about the divorce and everything. It's kind of you know. Like to hear that? As far as that goes, thanks for bringing it up. No, I, I asked him earlier if I could. Oh, okay. I said, "Hey, can I bring it up?" Because people want to know. Because Georgia was, you know, in the spotlight a little Georgia. bit. Georgia. So. We really dove into that. It wasn't like a just. It just went into it. Yeah, well, really. Sorry, it's, like you, he went well, all the way in. I asked him if I could ask him about the marriage, and he said yes. So everybody, calm yeah. down. All right, uh, Jonathan. What's up? You want to talk about Eli Tomac? Yes, sir. I want to start by saying I really appreciate you asking such questions, the hard-hitting ones. Yes, that's what I do, Jonathan. We got the, right I now. just want to hear motocross stuff drop. Can uh, I? Uh, uh, yeah, somewhere. So I don't know if you caught the, the gold in the press conference this week, which can be hard to find. I usually find them pretty stagnant. But um, mm-hmm. what's the name of the guy who facilitates those, the Daniel Blair of uh, Rob Bidas. All right. He asked Eli what he did on his off weekend and he said he headed up he he goes i think you headed up north i heard to go fishing and hunting yeah and eli goes uh i don't know anything about that or something to that effect but the real gold was roxon and moosegan's expression when he like refused to answer such a basic question did you catch that I haven't seen it. I did hear about it after the race. I wasn't at the press conference, but I had another media guy tell me right away that Eli refused to answer that about where he was. And honestly, I'm fine with that. Like, whatever. He doesn't. That's his personal life. I, I listened he wasn't to it asking too. Asking the guy where he went on a date with his girlfriend. I know, it was a very but simple life. What, whatever. I, I didn't see it. I only listened to it. It was an awkward pause. Yeah. Like it, it was like a kind of genuinely honest like just hey heard you had yeah, a good yeah. off weekend yeah. what'd you do yeah and he like totally looked like was just like uh yeah i don't know and then so then he's rob's like uh marvin what'd you do and then marv kind of backpedaled from the question <laughs> too because i know marv was at the beach or the lake uh-huh. um, from social media and he's like oh, i didn't really do anything just sat at the house right and then kenny in typical kenny fashion yeah. it's like oh i went oh, and did this and kenny. i got sunburn and i did this and i was worked on monday because <laughs> i couldn't do anything and like right. totally the answer you would want from a the thing, they don't say anything. Everything is on social media anyway. Right. So yeah, Eli's not a big social media guy. He doesn't post a lot of stuff. You know, he doesn't want to. And but you know, Marvin was with Kuzu on the yeah. boat. You know, but he, he was like, oh, a... I just stayed at home. We didn't. Know anything. Yeah. You see, all, I don't, I don't get it. I, I don't know, Jonathan. So you didn't like it, Jonathan. You thought he should have. You know, I see both sides. So like, I, I thought about it for a few minutes, and I thought if I had that guy's boundaries, my life would be so much better. Like very clear boundaries. Yeah. But also, I also see the point of, like, um, uh, just wanting to keep a private life. Yeah, you know, I, I get yeah. that. But once again, 
I just thought it was not a very uh, uh, smooth, you know, very smooth uh, question. Right, I mean. right. No, I'm with but, you. But Kenny talked about scalloping and getting sunburned or something like that. <laughs> right. and I thought well, that maybe, was cool. you know, hey, listen, Eli could be like, look, uh, if I say I hunted and there's people who hate hunting yeah. and killing animals, then they're going to get all over me or sure. whatever. Like, I don't know. You know, uh, I mean, I, listen, do I think it's, it's, it's weird or different? Yeah, probably, because everybody, I think 95% of the people answer it. But if he doesn't want to answer it, I'm fine with that, too. Like, that's cool. Like, whatever. It's your personal life. Like, that's yeah. one more One more quick question. Yep. Thought about on my run this morning after uh, really huffing and puffing at the track last weekend, wanting to get in shape all of a sudden. If you had to go on a road trip to Manitoba. Mm-hmm. With somebody who makes them over a million dollars in the pits, who would you take? You'd be spending a week in Manitoba with your family, a rider that makes over a million dollars a year. Well, Roxanne, yeah, Roxanne's a lot of fun. Pound beers and stuff, yeah. <laughs> All right, buddy, I appreciate uh, it. Thank you, man, appreciate it. Roxanne's, yeah, he'd be a fun guy to hang out with. Yeah, seems like it. I think he balances fun versus work. You know, and that's one of the reasons why I think he parted ways with Alden Baker. He was just like... I'm not having any fun. Right? Yeah, but you think he have to take a lot of things and just leave it. You know, sometimes they they want you to see stuff. You know, like I think it's it's not really candid. All the stuff you see on oh, social yeah, media. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, I think it's it's a Roxanne loves to take a stab at Alden mm-hmm. when he eats a yeah, burger yeah. or when he does sh- yep. shit that he's supposed to, he's not supposed to do. He doesn't do that all day, or maybe he doesn't eat that fucking burger. No, Maybe you take yeah. pictures of it. Yeah. His, yeah. his buddy ate it. Oh no, he's he, working his balls off. You, you know, know that. Yeah. you know, he's he, he's playing. Uh, he's playing people. I think with this because obviously him and Aldon with food and this and mm-hmm. that. And when he wins, he says he had candy or whatever or a nice steak uh, last uh, night. I think he had a, um, a uh, cold stone cold stone tweet <laughs> one time. What did he say? Like, after after Lakewood one day, he won. He said oh, I had a good steak last night or something like that. Was- Ice cream, I think. Oh, was time. that bad? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah. I think they're playing. You have to take a little bit and yeah. leave a lot. Yeah. You know, I don't think that's going to. No, Kenny doesn't get to where he is without, you know, oh, eating he's... right and doing the right thing. Yeah, you yeah. got to do everything right, right to but be at this level. Eli's the opposite approach where he doesn't take or leave anything. He's I just, mean, uh, Eli, told, uh, Eli told us on the show that he doesn't want to post any social media of him writing. He's yeah. very secretive. He does, yeah. He's never in California. Yeah. You never see him ride. No. Like, it's like he does his own thing. They leave him alone. You know? <laughs> Plus, MX is so like, you know, and I've said it a million times. The sport is so small. You know, everybody has so many secrets. Mm-hmm. Who cares? We know we're watching baseball here. We know everything about those guys. Their house, their, their salaries, their bonuses, right. they where they live. You know, who. You know, motocross is like, oh, no, I can't say. Mm-hmm. I, can't, I, I had a call last night. I, I, yeah. You know, yeah. I can't say. No, I and then say. you'll find out, oh, he, right. like Cooper Webb hurt his ankle before Anaheim won. Mm-hmm. And it didn't come out for like six weeks. It's like, yeah. what, what, Who what, cares? What, what would be the harm in saying, hey, I got a bad ankle right now? Yeah. Nothing. And I think back to DV's point earlier about um, stock bikes and riders. And, yeah. You know, all of that at the end of the day is not going to make you twist throttle more yeah. Yeah. on Saturday. When it's time to race, yeah, like no. whether, you know, Kenny watched a video of Eli testing at his house or Eli so, knew that Marvin was on the boat on Saturday. None of that's going to matter. Gonna 22 matter. minutes into the moto. It's, it's not, matters. it's not the playbook of the football yeah. team. You know, it's, it has nothing to do. Like, yeah. uh, the guys are way too secretive in, in, in motocross. Tyler, you want to know the best supercross to go to? 
Yeah, yeah. So I was just wondering, uh, you know, as, since you're in the industry and you've been to all 17 rounds of Supercross, um, I'm asking as a fan's perspective, you know, I've been about four different Supercrosses, but in your perspective, what do you think is the best round of Supercross venue-wise, um, dirt-wise? Which one? Which one? Which one did you go to? What's the full? Uh, I've been to I've been to Dallas. I've been to Atlanta. I live in Jersey, so I've been to MetLife, and then I've also been to Tampa. I went to Tampa this past year. That's some good ones. Yeah, Anaheim yeah. one. Anaheim one. I see. You, you know what's the best Anaheim ones? One. I think the seventeen, seventeen supercrosses. You got. You got to watch them. You got to go on your couch and watch them from your, from your couch. <laughs> it's the best way to watch supercross. Uh, Anaheim with one. a beer. With a beer. A, a cheap beer because you're going to pay fifteen bucks for a stupid Miller Light at a supercross. Uh, listen, Anaheim one. It's got the hype. It's got the fireworks. Mm-hmm. Most riders are healthy. It's it's a brand yeah. new year. You're you're thinking about who can do what. Best they've ever felt. Anaheim won. And then you're going to end yeah. up watching it on TV when you get home anyway. And the worst one is yeah. probably Vegas. It's a shit stadium. Everyone's hurt. No yeah, one- but after you can go to strip clubs with uh, Pookie and uh, and Steve. <laughs> you know. uh, all right. Okay. So and and Lopez. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, you can get I'm in. Lone Wolf. Which, Lone Wolf. Which races have you been to? Which Supercross have you been to, Lone Wolf? I've only been to Vegas. Oh, that's it? Yep, only Vegas. I thought you went to Cali, some Cali ones. No? Okay. Uh, I've been to Phoenix a few times, actually. But Phoenix is fun. Wait, okay, wait I've only been to Vegas. He said it three times. I goes, forgot. Oh, I yeah, I Phoenix. forgot. Phoenix, you went to uh, Bank One or you went to... Glendale. Glendale? Oh, yeah. stadium's nice. You're not OG, though. you got to be OG. You have to be Sun Devil Stadium. Were you Ooh. Sun Devil, yeah. <laughs> Birdwell made the main there once. I actually won there, bro. Uh, you also won in Bank One or Chase Field, chasing down McGrath. Yeah, the Phoenix same. was good fun to me. Shocking, McGrath ran down. Nobody ran down McGrath. Is that where you teed up Wyndham? No, Wyndham teed him up. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> All right. Uh, what else, uh, Tyler? Um, oh no, I just also going to ask. Um, I was wondering if you guys know any chance um, within. With 2019, there's going to be any new venues by any chance this year? Uh, yeah. Or maybe like Toronto or anything like that? I wrote about this in Race Racer X on Friday, and I tweeted it, so I'm glad you're really paying attention, Tyler. Don't read what you write. Thanks, Tyler. Um, Yes. Sorry. Uh, uh, St. Louis and Salt Lake City are out. Denver and Nashville are in. And it's going back to New York and losing Boston. They're rotating every other year. Hey, Tyler. That's that's what I heard from a few riders. Right. Atlanta is good. The pits are inside. Yeah. I, I was going to well, say I, St. Louis. TV is very much about convenience. No, I, I was going to say St. Louis, but it's not there anymore. Right, but right. it's also nice. Pits inside. It's kind of a, it's, Atlanta's kind of a ball up. You got to walk all the way. Yeah, because the, the new stadium, yeah. the old stadium was right there. The, the but new the stadium new one, is super yeah. nice, though. Yeah, really nice. Yeah. But all right, thanks, boys. All right, thanks, Tyler. Appreciate where it. Where are they? Nashville? They playing at the football stadium? Yeah, I would guess that's outdoor, isn't it? Yep, it's an outdoor. Uh, 702-586-7857. You got a question for David Villeman or Charles Kasselin. Uh All right, back to Eli Tomac. So I was saying in my review podcast that Eli Tomac is going to determine whether he wins or not, whether Marvin or anybody wins. Like he's – yeah. He's, do you agree with that? I mean, it's just – is his own enemy. Right. Like yeah. on his – he's not going to get beat straight up unless – I don't know. He's not feeling it that day. I, I don't know. Did, did I can we only talk see. A high point? I can only see maybe Washougal. Maybe Marv's good there. Yeah, but maybe. But Eli won last year. Yeah. And Eli beat Roxon when Roxon was almost uh, unbeatable that year. You know, it's surprisingly was it's good there. Yeah, yeah. Because he's so throttle happy. I would think he'd be yeah. awful there. Yeah, but um, is he? 
in your eyes, DV, and we've had a lot of comparisons on Twitter, is he like Stu? Is he the new Stu? Uh, not as bad, though. Not as rocky. Not as rocky. <laughs> He, he doesn't. What? Huh? DV loves he Stu. Does. Yeah, DV loves Stu. No, I think Stu was better and worse. Okay, right. Larger <laughs> gap. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, don't get me wrong. Eli is top yeah, notch. Yeah. Top of the sport right, right now. But Stu... Uh, his best. So Stu's lows were lower. Stu's highs were higher. There we go. <laughs> yeah. When he go uh, over the balls at um, High Point, Southwick. down the hill, Southwick, Daytona, Rick, <laughs> Daytona. Uh, <laughs> and then he jumps the wall. <laughs> when he jumps on on Ricky in yeah. in Unadilla, yeah, yeah. Uh, Big M time when they hit. Yeah. Yeah. There's many, 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 but, many races. But so Stu is. But it's kind of like a little. Yeah. A little bit the same. Yeah. Right. Yeah. A little bit. But Stu is, yeah. Right. Higher and lower. Right, yeah. right. And I think especially Supercross, I think Stu's ability to, to uncork those really crazy jumps and combos and things, even like wait until the main event or whatever. Like, Eli really doesn't have those, like, I balls out, jump something bigger than. Yeah, but other he does. Uh, one year I was doing that 3 3 3 in Phoenix. Like, nobody, not too many people could do it yeah. consistently, and he could. But there is a lot of stew in him, obviously. Yeah. He's not as mobile and technical and, and radical right, and all right. that. But they count the <laughs> same same family of rider. Yeah. Eli's more of a more of a bulldog. He really just bulldogs yeah. his way through whatever where Stu was like technically uh, I think her I miss I miss Stu. <laughs> we do I, mean, I do too. I mean, Steve's I do. going to find him. We're going to find him. You know. Me and AC. He, when Stu is on his A game, he turns me on when he rides. <laughs> Setting up a quad. Yeah. Yeah. Setting up a rhythm section. 125. KX125. Yep. Sit back and wait. Yep. I'm like, I never miss anything. When he was there, mm -hmm. I would stay and watch. It doesn't matter if he wins or not. Everybody. You know he's yeah, going to yeah. do something. Even if it's like three seconds out of a 20 line man, you know like this on those three seconds, it's out of this world. Right. You know, I something's going to happen. Loved watching time qualifying with Stu. Like, even later in the, the days where they weren't very pretty, you're still glued to them because it was yep. going to be epic. Yep. Like, at some point, yeah. something was going to happen and it was going to be either, holy shit, I've never seen anybody go through those whoops that fast. Yeah. Or, oh my God, he just jumped that triple with both feet off and he drug his foot on the tough block going off the face. Yeah. Yeah. But something yeah. was going to happen. Right. right. Every something. Time. Something. Um, yeah, absolutely. It's uh, to me, Tomac and Hurlings ride a lot the same. Long legs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they, they, they kind of like they, uh, same. They same manual type. stuff. They yeah. manual a lot of things. They keep the back tire on the ground, driving forward. You know, so which makes a good race coming up in uh, in Redbud with those two. Who do you pick? Uh, I, I, you know what? They're both <laughs> amazing riders. So whichever guy gets a start, like you know, I don't know. Like people want to yell and scream about who's going to beat who. Like whatever. They're both yeah. amazing. Yeah, it's going to be. Is Ferrandez on a French team? Who's winning? Is Ferrandez on a French team? I don't team? know what the French team is. What do you mean? You I, I'm, know? I'm not the, the, the coach. Well, Mar the, if I was the coach, I have my team right now, but I'm not. Who would it be? It'd be Dylan, Marvin, and uh, Gauthier pulling. You over Faber? Yeah, I think Gauthier. Flip a coin, right? Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's a pickup right there. Right. But I think Gauthier is more consistent with Stoltz and... Mm -hmm. Um, he's been in the last three or four that they won. You know, he's been in the team, kind of like the captain. Mm -hmm. He always delivers yeah, when he's no there. Yeah, he does. Yeah. You know? yep. So I think he has the, 
momentum to get the third pick. You know, obviously, I would hope the first two pick are locked up. You know, I don't. Yeah. What would you do? Or you, the well, only, they've the, left Marvin off the team before. Yeah, but the only option, if you Dylan starts like shit right now, so if that's a concern for me for you, then you take you put Marvin on the two fifty F. You think What's he would do that? What's the Enduro rider doing? Is uh, still, still Char- around? Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> we even won with the Enduro rider, so it would be fine. It's phenomenal. With Poleng and Fev, we'd be fine. Yeah. We should be fine. And an Enduro rider, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely unbelievable. So who the, wins? Who uh, wins? USA. USA. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Yep. Bring it back. Bring it uh, back because it's on a U.S. track. They're familiar with it. You look at Glen Helen USGP results. You look at Jacksonville results. You look at Bud's Lakewood Dilla in 87. Over here, the Americans are better. I like USA. I don't say without a doubt like Steve, but I I like USA's odds. That yeah. means the best odds we've had in yeah. 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 quite a while. Yeah. Stamp right. it. Uh, you almost won in Italy a couple of years ago. Yeah. And in France. Without, uh, with only one rider in the, in the last <laughs> race, you almost yeah, won it. Yeah. And uh, in France, I mean, French, the French guys were incredible, but USA whooped everyone else. You know what I mean? At, at Erne. So... Yeah, um, I mean, you know. Barsha had a bit of an off week. I think his starts are really bad this weekend in particular. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, looking at results, Baggett beat Barsha by significantly. Yeah, Barsha didn't get – he was nowhere – he had to come from back. So you're still so, good on that? That's, yeah. that's that's a pickup right there, too. Between the two of them. Baggett, uh, Barsha. Yeah. It's either or. I think I, I, I agree. But I think I go Barsha probably just because – I feel like, and I have no stats to back this up, but Barsha's had some really good rides at Designations. Win, win or lose or crash, I think he's like he's one of those guys that's really driven to be there and mm-hmm. kind of takes it on the shoulders of I'm going well, to say. Yep. Even yeah, like Honda unless, uh, Just uh, in Lomo, it wasn't very good. But, no, you know, no, that didn't. You can't really take that <laughs> in consideration. No, you can't at all. Uh, thanks to the folks at uh, W Wheels, WUSA.com. They're making wheels for half the teams uh, in the pits. If you need vintage wheels done or, or, or race wheels or a spare set of wheels, whatever your price range is, W Wheels can get you hooked up. Guts Racing as well. Pulpamex 2018 to save at GutsRacing.com. Works Connection. Uh, please check out the podcast I did, uh, the Fly Racing Racer X podcast with Eric Phipps, uh, great guy, and uh, did a whole podcast with him about how Works Connection got started. So it was interesting to, to hear. And um, Get Data, of course, used by Factory Monster Yamaha. Uh, Justin Barsha and uh, Cooper Webb use Get Data uh, on their machine. Uh, go to Sponsor Deals on PulpamexShow.com to get the, all the codes and everything you need about um, – uh, whatever uh, kind of deals you want to save or whatever it is. Um, let's do Lone Wolf. Let's do the X-Brand Goggle Tearoffs. Can we do that? If he's I look- can find the drop, we See, can do he's it. looking for it. We- Am I getting a song? Oh, no. Uh, yeah, you can have a song. Depends on how long you stay. Inste- instead of the Van Allen It's song? like the second column, Lone Wolf. I thought I was there. It's the X-Brand Tearoff segment. 15-second rapid fire fire. X-Brand Goggles! Charles, it's the choice of champions everywhere, Charles. X-Brand Goggles. Yep. Kyle Chisholm. <laughs> Kyle Cunningham. Champion after champion. You name them. Yeah. Ben LeMay. The list is... People champs. Uh, the Lopez guy wore X-Brand. Where's X-Brand? He's it's not here, say Lopes. Uh, Lopes. Lopez. No, um, the not not that guy. Felix oh. Lopez. Oh, I thought we were talking... No, 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 why no. don't you call him Lopes, then? It says Z. It's a Z. On the results. Ah, uh, now I got it. And he's the top scorer of Pulpamex Fantasy. He wears X-Brand goggles. <laughs> Never heard Can of Can we st- not, not talk about fantasy when I'm on the show? 
Uh, no, we can't. It's it runs our life. Uh, Lone Wolf, do you play Pulp Mix Fantasy? Uh, I don't play. I listen to the good, good, good. I listen to the podcast just because it's a podcast. To listen to it, okay, work, yeah, but yeah. I don't. I don't have the uh, patience to play. It is. Listen yeah. to the podcast. Doesn't play yeah. the game, right? Okay. Do you use the code uh, Pulp18 at Ride100percent.com to save? Should if I wasn't a sponsored athlete with a different brand, I would. Ooh. With X Men? No, we use Virals, which are they look about like hundred percent knockoffs. But you didn't hear that from me. What do you do? I have legal obligations. I can't talk about that. I'm a off road guy, desert. Ah, <laughs> uh, desert. Yeah, that's about all we have to ride out here. So like that's my ba- only option. Baja five hundred or whatever. Uh, I haven't been down to Baja, but best in desert. Heron hounds. What about Baker to Vegas? Vegas Reno. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I won the 250 Pro class last year. Baker to Vegas thing? It, it used to be Barstow to Vegas back in the day. He just dropped his win right there. Mark's never won shit. <laughs> he did a backflip. He, he, he did he, do he a backflip. Back back he did. And his chick could have banged Jason Ellis. Yeah, Jesus, I don't that know if that's story. a good thing. Uh, do, <laughs> that story. Did he land a backflip on Duro? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. In one day, right? In like six hours. Pastrana shot him. No chance I'm doing that. Right? No chance. No, I'm glad I didn't he, get the job when I found out about so that. He was so irrationally confident that he could do it. I'm like, oh, I'm sending you. Yeah. You're and going. Then, and then he started getting nervous. Like, wait, what right. if this guy Well, really Eddie Ray's hurt? like, he's going to die. He's yeah. going to sue you, and he's like, going to die. So, anyways, all right. Pulpamex Show 18 is the, it's the code to save at xbrandgoggles.com. If you don't wear X-Brand, you won't win. You will not win. Yeah, you like that? Absolutely, Heather. Uh, X-Brand Goggles. These questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Do you know who he is? Yes. Mm-mm. Oh, I don't. Do you? Seattle guy. Oh, huh. no. Is he from Seattle? Write that or down. I don't know. What? Write that down. Seattle. Seattle. He says. Okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so you got 30 seconds to answer these, DV and Charles. And I, uh, this for me too? Yeah. Even last minute? So yeah. you, you were prepped, huh? Well, yeah. I don't have. Uh, I don't have questions for DV actually. Good. No way. <laughs> I got I got questions for JT. That's not DV. Ask, ask him JT's questions. Yeah. Okay. He's okay. like JT, but better. Yeah, well, we don't talk about San Francisco. I don't, I don't have two religion jeans on. Uh, Do you know anything about fly racing, DV? Yes, yeah. I was one of the f- right there. Right. I was pretty much one of the first ones. To, All right, uh, let's do this, Talon. All right, Steve. Yep. Do you think? Do you think I have in any ex girlfriends that banged a C list celebrity? <laughs> uh, you? You mean you? Like Me. you? Yeah. yeah lone wolf. Uh, no, I do not think you have one story like that. All right, good because right. I don't. Not right. that I. If right. they did, I don't. Never right. heard about it. Right. Charles, how much do you think Oakley pays Roxon, even though he's head to toe fox? He wears fox goggles. Yeah. Yeah. Good job, Moser. So Moser didn't know why, why, Like a couple of years ago, he was. Yeah, yeah he's uh, been wearing Fox for a couple of years. And I think, I don't know the specifics, but I think oh. there was a time period where he was wearing um, the O brand um, for free because they were yeah. developing that Fox goggle. Yeah. But yeah. Nice job, Moser. DVs right. were in my second second email that he sent me. Oh, oh you do have DVs. I got the second, All right. yeah. All right. uh, what does Dylan do really well at and what does he need to improve on? Listening on Saturdays. Uh, first ten minutes, uh, needs to. I I don't want to talk about starts because it's a bad excuse, but get in it. You know the first ten minutes. No, get going at the halfway mark. What did you do really well? Uh, ride dirt bike very well. Okay, hmm. great. Gotta narrow that down. All right. All right, Steve. Describe the new Seven Deuce Deuce music video in one word. Beautiful. Beautiful. Did you watch it? Yeah, I watch it. It's good. It's look, I don't like rap, but it's good. It's, you watch, it's not my it's, style. It's a video? But it's, yeah, he made it's a video. Moto. Yeah, it's on wow. YouTube. It's on YouTube. Yeah. Send me the link. Okay. All right, uh, Cass Lou. Who has been the most... Cass Lou. No, no A. Everyone says that. 
I Castlu. Yeah, I did Lope, too for a long Lopes, time. Lopes. Oh, did you say your, <laughs> your name? Castlu. You say the T? I say the T. Don't put it in. like subtle. Yeah, subtle it's kind of all rolls together. Castlu? Castlu. That's how I say it, yeah. Who has been the most impressive privateer this season? Ooh, okay. Um, I think Lucrucio. Yeah, we go. Lorenzo. Lorenzo. That's Ryan Goggles. Lorenzo Lucrucio. I think Lucrucio, man. He's been good. Dude, he's good. He's, he's solid. Really good. He should be a soccer. With this name, he should be a soccer player. No? He's good. He's, I don't know. Where good, is he man. from? Where is he from? Brazil. Venezuela. Venezuela. Sorry, Venezuela. Venezuela. I've been there. I raced there before. Okay, great. Thanks, TV. Malacas. I thought you were, were going to tell us how you're half Venezuelan. No, too. No, 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 shut up. <laughs> Henry Miller was good this weekend. Ex Brown Goggles also. Oh, Jesus. There we go, Charles. The Lucrucio <laughs> went 7 7 in Southwick. He did. And like rode up yeah, to a 7th. Yeah, seventh. no, no. Yeah, like, rode to 7th. Like, I'm going. Um, yeah, he's been great. So. Lot of Sandy, Venezuela. Yep. Sandy. All right, uh, DV. How would you change Marvin's program if he hired you? Um. He needs to gain weight, be stronger, and take some outsides. Yeah. Good questions. Oh, All right, back buddies. to you, Steve. Where will A-Ray finish at Wasrugal? Sweet Jesus. Better than Redbud, I hope. Redbud went terrible for him. Uh, he's got to get points, like 18-16. 18-16? I mean, he didn't even make the fast 36 at Redbud. He put it in. How does he go from? How does he go from like twelfths? Factory bike, though. You know, oh, it's all in the bike. That's what he's gonna say. Uh, That's what the vital vital people are gonna say. This. Oh, yeah, yeah, What's this? Yeah. Five seconds in that. Yeah. Okay. Thirty minutes ago, it was point second and a half a second on a bike, and now it's all of it. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. <all right. laughs> that was all a right. joke, obviously. Uh, yeah. Uh, Charles, back to you. Mm-hmm. Whose rider has the hottest wife and or girlfriend? Wow. Coming, on spot here, Coming in hot. Hottest wife and or girlfriend. Get me divorced over this. She's not uh, listening. She's got two kids. She's busy. Yeah, you're right. She was watching you know uh, what? Facebook Live earlier, though. You know so. what? Let's go with the reigning champ, NYK's wife. Nicole. Uh, he's retired. Yeah, well, it counts. Okay. All right, DB. I feel like that'll keep me out of trouble, yeah. too. <laughs> Keep me out of trouble. <laughs> it would have been really awkward if you started talking about DV's wife, ex-wife. Yeah. Let me tell you, <laughs> back in the day. All right. All right, She's DV. Good, DV. Why didn't you come to Pookie's 40th birthday party? Did you get the invite? I wasn't invited. Me either. No? I, I did not get an invite. I didn't want to invite myself. Me either. Oh, what was that? And that's all uh, of her. The, the house was cool. I know, I rented it. I know, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know that. Like, yeah. You, remember, we you went there when I invited you to my birthday? <laughs> oh, wow. So, you rented a house, invited Steve. Steve rented the same house. You would not have and come then did up. And you? Took him, took him to a nice dinner. Five cruise uh, meal. And uh, drinks and dinner. And mm-hmm. then I wasn't invited for Pookies. But it's okay. I All didn't right. contribute near that much to our relationship, so I can't really. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Anything else? X Brown Goggles, everybody. Choice of champions. Please check them out. Great, great company. Yep. Uh, I like Rich. Nash. Gentlemen. What's up? How's it going? Good. How DV's are you, man? On. Great, great, great. DV's on. Yeah. Castle DV's here. Is, Sir. 
when DV's on, you just get pure truth. Just He's well, don't don't mis- don't mispronounce a name. I did not. I asked Lou. No, no, I was I on it. I know. All right, all right. What's up? I was on it. All right, DV. I'm here. Always, uh, glad to have you there. As obviously indicated pre- previously, it, do you do you honestly feel Barsha could ride a 250F? Is that a good move if you're the team manager for Team USA? Is that a thing? Uh, well, that's that's a something theory. that I brought up, but I don't. It's not going to happen. No. No, I think Plessinger will be a better choice. I don't think uh no Basha needs to stay on the he could. He could. And I think um how can I say that? Um as a rider he's a better two fifty rider than he would be a four fifty. Uh, the same, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh the way he rides he's a he'll always be better on the two fifty, obviously. Yeah. I think his mm-hmm. his riding style has changed a little bit this year, mm-hmm. I thought, mm-hmm. but not not yet enough. Um, he still rides way too much like a 250. He needs to, you know. At one point, and I tweeted something because uh, I read Bud. It was because of him and then a few other guys. I said, oh, there's a, the, I can think of a few 450 guys that would do way better if you take the first and second gear out of the gearbox, <laughs> you know. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Just take it. Alex Ray is one of them too. Just put oh, uh, Alex Ray in there. There's a lot of guys like that. Just DB, take. Maybe maybe Ray needs to have a return visit with you. That would work. I told him. I told. I was at uh, I was at Glen Helen, and then um, I you don't need to test, bro. Just put like a front sprocket, one tooth <laughs> bigger on the front, and then go right. The bike would be like suspension be better, engine be better, and lap times would be better. Just p- what was his response to that? And they laughed. They thought I was joking. <laughs> I was. De- <laughs> I was dead serious. I was not joking. <laughs> no, I, I told him, say, oh, just drop, drop a three or four teeth in the back. I said, and go ride on the same gear that you were, <laughs> and go ride, and right. then you'll see your shocks be like. It's going to be amazing down the hills. And, you know, your lap times will be better. Right. And then did all he, the guys with Shane Drew and all that, they all laughed. I'm like, ah. Did he crash when you were there, DV? He, he always crashes when I'm there. Oh, my <laughs> Just God. Just put it this way. Oh, my God. <coughs> always in front of me. <laughs> related but unrelated, DV, when are you opening up appliance repair? Uh, oh business. boy! Oh yeah! Uh, you know what? He's I never been proud so, of anything in his life. This I, I swear! I swear! Like I almost like I was prouder to fix my dryer than to win a Supercross race. <laughs> I was like, dude! I was so happy! Like I did that. It was like on a day off or whatever. I wasn't working. Mm. I'm like, I, I took it apart, and then uh, I watched a YouTube uh, tutorial. And then uh, I found the right belt and everything, took everything apart, went to Lowe's, grabbed the right one, the, the right length. One trip? One trip to one Lowe's? One trip, yeah, oh, wow. one trip. And I came TV back. Legend. I was like, dude. And that dryer is 15-year-old. I'm hey, like, I bought it. Like used to TV. <laughs> I bought it for a rental that I bought in 2003. Welcome to the Pulp Dryer Show. <laughs> <laughs> Great radio, bro. Yeah. Listen, you should add Veranda. You should have done a bet with Verandas and made him repair your dryer. Now, he, you know what? He doesn't even know how to put gas in his bike. So, come on. Yeah, I swear. It's like he has to have a, a mechanic 
every time he rides because he does he doesn't even know how to put a you know lube his chain. He doesn't know. He doesn't know how to it. open a spray can and and put a <laughs> stop the TV. <laughs> no, seriously, Dude, it's like awesome. he doesn't know how to open a spray can <laughs> and, and put a right. lube on his chain. No, he has to have a mechanic every time with him. I'm like, do it. Who, who, who else was like that? Was Sorby like that? No, no, he would do. Uh, he would do a shitty job, but he would do it. Uh, <laughs> right, you know, right, he would right. change tire. Right. And for me, it's tough when I when I see that. All my mm. career, only one year, my last year in the U.S. when I was a factory mm-hmm. Suzuki guy, that Roger said you have to have a mechanic with this bike. I'm like, I can mm-hmm. do it. What? Yeah. You know. I was my prax bike mechanic all the time. You I changed my tires, my uh, my top end, my my awesome, my, my clutches. Jeez. I would do my tires. I would I would lube. One time uh, I would lube my my filters myself, and then I have a funny story because I used to do that in Europe. You know, like we had like 20 filters or whatever, and then when we run out. All this, yeah. we would wash all yeah. of them, right. you know. And sometimes we put it, we had a washing machine for them, you know. We put in a washing machine and then, and then we yeah. all them, let them dry, put it in bag, and then they're ready. We used to do that. I used to do that. I know how to do it. And then when I first got to the U.S., I was a factory Yamaha rider, obviously. And um, I, it was the winter of '99 to 2000. Uh, I get my practice bike and I got a few filters, and uh, so I ride a month or something. And then Butler, Steve Butler was team manager on my mechanic. Said, "Do you need filters?" I'm like, "Why? You gave me three or four of them, you know." I'm like, "I wash them and then I re yeah, all yeah. them. I put and them on my bike." When, when they woke up from the hospital from fainting, <laughs> and then <laughs> uh, and they look at me like, "Dude!" But and plus they were those twin arrows, those two. Yeah, uh, no unis. You need yeah. the yeah. orange one. Yeah, the, yeah there's inside, yeah. outside. Right. So you have to do twice the work, basically, you know. But um, we would oil them and I will, you know, yeah. do my filter like at night. And then the guy says, no, we, we don't. We just throw them away. I look at them. I'm like, yeah, yeah, we are, threw you, them away. are you crazy? I never thrown away a filter in my life. I, I used to. DV is no prima donna. They, no one, prima day, donna. one day at Yamaha, they're like, hey, DV's bike isn't working that well. Can you go out and look at it and try to fix it? I'm like, okay. So I drive out to DV's house. This is mm. early in 2000. And I'm going to look at the reeds. I'm going to pull the spark plug out. I'm gonna, and I'm going to take the carburetor apart. Because it's bogging or whatever it was doing. I get there. The reeds are out. The carburetor's apart. The spark plug is out. DB's like, I don't know. I, I, I checked, you know, the air, the spark, the carburetor. I'm like, well, that's like, well, we're done here. <laughs> I better just take it in. Because <laughs> that's all I was going to do was just pull the, you know, check out the obvious things right there. And, and the bike was already apart. So, Steve, I have one final question before yes, I go. go ahead, Nash. So, Feeney is factory Phil's mechanic. Can yeah, Feeney is back. Can you get me some inside tip when I call in the next couple of times? You know, a little inside juice on did, factory fill action. Did you listen to the last pulpcast from from Millville? Yes, yes, I did. How many times did Phil say he was just fucking around out there and 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 Feeney's gnarly oh and gosh. yeah, it was just epic. Dude, it's awesome, and the fact that Feeney wrenched for the real factory fill, it just ties it all it. around. It is full circle. And I'll tell you what, Stanton. You know, I, I would hope that Stanton might get. Some some quality great Western Bank team members at, at that you know even though they weren't on the designation. No, Nash, but, she's um, not getting Great Western Bank for the designation. I, I think he could fly, he could chop her in. All right, we gotta go. Bye, Nash. See you. All right, later. Taco Tom. Yo. What's up, bro? 
What's up, bro? What you talking, bro mean? What do you want to talk to DV about? Uh, DV, I was in Phoenix when you won 934. What year was that? 2000. When he caught McGrath. Passed him. He caught McGrath? Oh, my God. I was so high up in the nosebleeds, I couldn't fucking tell who was leading. I remember the stadium being, like, silent because nobody <laughs> caught Jeremy McGrath late in a race. Holy shit. Was the place going crazy? I was like... No, it was no, silent. silent. It was silent. silent. I was yeah. there. My rider made the main event, and it was silent. I wasn't even boarding him. I was watching DV catch McGrath. Wow. What is wrong with uh, Phoenix? 2000. Is it because you're French? I'm not trying to be a dick, but... No, it was just the shock is. of... McGrath was the best. I yeah, mean, yeah. McGrath was just the man. Was happening. Oh. Everyone was freaking out. And it's it's That's not my favorite. It's it's obviously a good one, but it's actually not my favorite race that I had with MC. Really? really? My favorite one is wow. New, New Orleans 2000. We went at it for 18 laps. I don't remember that. Yeah, 18 laps. Did worked, you win? Worked you too. Yes. What? How was the crowd? So uh, silent. They didn't want DV to win. They wanted McGrath yeah, to win. No, nobody wanted. Yeah. Nobody wanted the French guy to win. It's crazy because now everybody roots for the underdog. But I, back then, people came to see, to see McGrath win. How did you, you feel know? about the finger that Marv got from the American fans? It's I was fine with it. You don't yeah. care? Nah, because I've, you know. From your soccer I've, roots? Nah. Like, yes. Even this, because in soccer, I flip and I insult every player that plays against my team. <laughs> oh. You know, I'm in the defense. We, you know, okay. we have fireworks. And when I go, it's like insane. I like I like <laughs> this vibe and I understand it. Um, so you got no problem with Marvin. And, and actually, I experienced it all my career. You know, and I was saying this with the... Uh, on the the big uh, you know columns or show that we do that, in yeah, in anyways. the French uh, yeah. stuff, um, I experienced it. You know how many times during a, a pre lap in outdoors or when you're waiting at the tunnel to go to a main event, there's always a small ass in the stands. Hey, I'll go back to France. You suck. You know, f you. Okay. You know we've you know we've heard I've heard it for ten years. It's okay. It's wow. a minority. What I really liked is the way, you know, Marvin handled it. Yeah. You know, that was fine. Just, you know, ignore the guy. He's an idiot. Yeah. You know? Wow. But when you beat McGrath, I wish you would have went back to France too. But. Yeah. But, <laughs> but you know, like this, um, I actually, everybody makes a big deal out of it. And, but it's the definition of a fan. The fan is like biased, is, is mean. Yeah, is give somebody is, a finger in their face. Yeah. I mean. But we grew yeah. up, you know. We grew up in uh, as soccer fans and friends, you know. It's uh, okay. It's not. A b I was like, fine, you know. He has to deal with it. Yeah. It's good for him. Yeah, you know. Okay. It's, it's good no for big, him. Yeah, it's good. Okay. You know. He doesn't. Hold on, hold on. He doesn't have to deal with it. I think it's pretty messed up because. But you cannot say. You cannot say. You know. You, you, you know. No, 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 we, we're not, gonna we're gonna be political. Or like we can be political no. all all day long. No, 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 no. But you cannot no, have all the, like American says. America, we won the the, the world wars with badasses with the best country <laughs> in the world and this. And then at one point says when an American does that, you know, uh, no, say, oh, this I guy is a fucking idiot. 
Come on, guys. Well, you know, I thought you were badass and everything. So it's okay. It goes with, you know, yeah. the territory. It's fine. And I'm fine like with it. We know we're French. Like we'll, never be, we'll never be American even. I could be American tomorrow. You know, Chad is American. Uh, right. Le Big is American, but he's French. Uh, Marvin might be American. I don't know. Christophe Poussel is has an American passport. They will can, never can be American. Him. You know, that's no, the point. Not. You know, yeah. so that's fine. But we, we'll never just, be at home. Really. Writer, Taco Tom, just let DV finish. God, Taco okay, Tom, okay. just let DV finish. It's okay. We, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You know, and it's okay. No. And I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Uh, it's it's normal. Uh, we uh, deal with hey. fans, and the fans, you know, uh, we're in America. They want to see Americans win. And I understand right. this, you know. Um, okay. And I have no problem with it. Seriously, I was like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. fine. No, it seems, like you, it seems like you're okay. With it. If you don't want this, you know, just go win. race a French championship. If it was for the win. And that's it. Yeah. You guys are professionals. It's the professional sport. It's for the win. And if it was Tomac, he would have done the same thing. And if he didn't, then he doesn't need to be on uh, that bike. It was a bit of a greasy move. It that. was a bit of a greasy move. Uh, in, you, in don't, you, you, don't see fi- win, you don't see fingers at a baseball game or at a football game or, you know, right. you're a Raider fan. Like maybe the worst fan in the country. Uh, maybe. You know? You think oh, uh, Brady gets a, a standing ovation when he gets in no. the stadium? No. 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 So. Everyone hates Brady. You either like them or you hate them. Right. So it's that's like, the same thing, right. you know. It's okay. it's same thing, the definition yeah. of a fan. It's biased and it's mean and it's like uh, Virgo right. obscene. Um, you know? hey, all right, all right. Taco Tom, you got a bike? Uh, no, my boy does. Are you want a pro filter? Ki- you want a pro filter kit for that bike of your boys? Uh, sure. All right, stay on hold. We'll get you the pro Hell filter yeah, I'll kit. Take it. Okay. All right, thank you. Thank you. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Do you understand where I'm coming from? Yeah, absolutely. I got it. Dark Taco, side. What's Taco up? Tom did not understand. Right no. no. What's, up? What's up, boys? Cass Lou, DV, how you guys doing? We're good, man. Good. What's happening? Cool. Hey, so I got a question. We've talked a lot this year about rider safety, track safety, things like that. You know, I got to see the Millville downhill for the first time in real life. That thing's dangerous, dude. If somebody swaps, it's fast as they come down that thing. Any, any thoughts on how dangerous that could be if somebody were to get to, you know, crossroad it and swapping coming down? It wouldn't feel good. I mean, <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's dangerous, but I don't know that it's any more dangerous or less dangerous than, like, coming down Glen Helen Hills or, um, you know, there's other sections of the track that can certainly be more, you know, I would say more dangerous that maybe aren't the same speeds or it presents a different style of danger. But, um, True. you know, typically, you know, you're somewhat in control even on downhills like that they're so steep you're you're not really on the gas you're on the brakes most of the time unless you're Aaron Plessinger um, yeah yeah and and I personally the the hill didn't go all the way to the top like it does now when I raced so it turned part of the way up um so I never went the full full distance of the downhill yeah that it I think is. that where we went is after that triple step up yep. we used to turn right here right right? and then go down yeah. I think so that's what they did yesterday for amateur day. That's what we did. But the going all the way to the top was what would just look gnarly, gnarly. You know, you, you guys always say TV doesn't do it justice, and there's no doubt that thing looks damn near vertical. Yep. I mean, what do you want to do, Dark Side? Maybe like put roll cages on these things or what? I mean, yeah, that, that might work. Yeah, nets. You should put nets in the bottom. <laughs> oh, nets. I like the nets. Oh, yeah. The Steve Mathis Memorial Nets at the yeah. bottom of the hill. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. Do you have a good time at Millville, Dark Side? 
I did, man. I, that place was beautiful. Uh, run, amazing. Had a blast riding. Yeah, it was, it was my first is time, it, and I want to go back every year. It's a, it was a great day, Saturday. It was beautiful. It was, it was a beautiful a, day. Yeah. Uh, but I, thought, I thought the crowd was kind of light. It was. Yeah, I was saying the same Very thing. Very light yeah. for Millville. The, yep, I agree. The, the crowd was? Is that what you said? Yeah. Wow, okay. See, that's my first time there, and to me it just seemed like there was a lot of people there. But Not usually. No, did, it was like, hey, um, I'm sure they've done double before. Darkside, how, how was the X-Bound goggles amateur day? Good? Clear vision all day, dude. It was oh. so muddy Friday. Oh, Clear vision know? all day. I, I ran the roll-offs, the first moto, and oh, then I ran uh, the regular second moto. Oh, oh, there you go. All right. Yep. Good job, Darkside. Carried me to a second place, man. <laughs> oh, nice. wow. Second Thanks place. To... What was the winner wearing? <laughs> he was wearing X-Brand, too. Oh. Uh, thanks, man. Thanks for calling. What's the All name right, of you your roll-off system? There's a cool name. Forecast. Forecast. Yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah. That's no, a cool I like name. Zip-Off myself. No, that's a cool name. I don't think somebody should clue um, Darkside in. I don't think roll-off's a usable term. Yeah, probably got not. That yeah. Kind of Why? Yeah. I think somebody's got it. I think so. Trademark patent on him. Tyler, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, how you doing today? Good. What's what's your question? Good. I was wondering, do you think, I know it might not be economically right to do, but um, with all, like, suspension being a big part of the new bikes and uh, riding in general, don't you think it would be smart to do, like, with buying a new bike to do, like, a suspension option to put your rear spring or your fork setting in it for, like, an extra $1,000 or something like that? Oh, like from the OEM? Yep. Like when you go and order it, you know, you ha- you can get like uh, oh, no, a little bit more custom. Dude, they're not going to slow down on a production line for something that they sell. I mean, I'd assume local right. shops have the capability to do that, probably offer that, I would think. Like, yeah. Just, you know, yeah. I would think they can put yeah. a spring in it for you. Yeah. They can yeah. off it for you. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I I don't like know about that. It's tough to put a spring in a uh, air fork, buddy. Yeah, I know a lot of them, but a lot of them are going away from that now, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. they are. Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, um, I, mean, like I, guess, a, I guess so. Just as like a, like a, a customized option right. instead of maybe buying the Works Edition or from Honda or the Factory Edition or the right. Rockstar Edition, right. you can buy uh, maybe your Spring Rate or something like that. Well, I would just cool go to Racetech myself. Yeah, know. that's true. Racetech.com. <laughs> so, oh. um, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yep. Uh, Mike, what's up? You got a mechanical question. What's happening? Yeah, it's more of like a, a rider and a mechanical question, kind of wrapped into one. Okay. Do you think Do you think that it's easier for a rider to switch brands or a mechanic to switch brands? Oh, a mechanic all day long. A bike's a you bike. Think? Yeah. So at the end of the day, it's no big deal. It's the bike's no, bike. no, it's fine. It's no problem to work on. They're they're the same. Yeah. You just got to learn oh, a few well, few tips and tricks with like. You know how to put a motor in and out because some of them you got to twist and turn and put the front end first or put the back end first or whatever. But you figure that out pretty quick. Huh. Well, you made quick work of my question. Yeah, yeah, no, no problem. But the, the rider has to adjust to a whole new chassis and a, and a feeling and a motor and everything. There's a lot of difference there. So. Oh. Well, all right. Well, thanks, man. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, Michelin Starcross Five. We had some Michelin ride days, and uh, some of the uh, quotes we got uh, from people who actually put on a set of Michelin Starcross 5s, it was the best tire around for them. Uh, Although I'm a sponsored rider with another company, I can't wait to get back to my favorites, which were the Starcross 5. And I just got off the Dunlop wagon and switched to Starcross 5s. They're like Velcro. What a difference. Uh, Castle, you had a a set. I did. You liked it? I did. Yeah, it really was good. I had never, or last Michelin I rode with was like, 
Yeah. 2002, maybe, right. or something. Right. It's significantly better. It DV really loves good. Michel- DV won races on Michelin's. The MS2, MS, what was it? Like right. I won. I won. Here we go. I didn't. Seattle, 97 Supercross. Uh, Phoenix, Houston, Seattle, 98. GPs, 125 to 50 with with uh, Michelin. And then if, uh, an advice for guys that um, ride Michelin. Um, they made uh, to also be ridden with mooses. Mm-hmm. So it's okay to put a little more pressure yeah, in the tire. That's very good. You're right. Don't, Randy from Michelin does say run a higher pressure. Yeah. He says don't, like 14 and a half or something. Yeah. Right? yeah. Don't, don't use... Don't do like, ah, uh, oh, I'm going to put 11 in the rear. It's going to have more traction. No, that's a myth. Okay. <laughs> you guys going to start with this shit. Here we go. And you're going to put. That's why I lost Michelin. So you're going to put two uh, star crosses on the bike. And you're going to put 14 front and back. And you're going to thank me next week. MichelinMotorcycle.com. There we go. Hard, medium, softer sand. Completely redesigned casing. More uh, pliable pleat ba- bead package for easier mounting. Thanks to Michelin. Run 14 pounds, like DV says, and you will thank him next week. Uh, hey, by the way, uh, we played the 7 Deuce Deuces new video coming out of that last commercial break. And if you want to win a signed 7 Deuce Deuce jersey, breaking news, I just got this, a signed 7 Deuce Deuce jersey uh, from the folks at Fly Racing, email contest at pulpamexshow.com. Contest at pulpamexshow.com, and you can win a signed 7 Deuce Deuce jersey. Speaking of Fly Racing, how long are you sticking around for, DV? I said two hours, but I've been okay. here for almost I know. three. I know. That's why I'm asking. Uh, I mean, I nothing to do. Okay. He's got nothing I got to go back to the room with With your ex-wife. <laughs> Staying with his ex-wife in a room. Yeah. Uh, speaking of fly racing, DV was the first highly paid fly racing gear athlete. After Jason Thomas. No, before Jason Thomas, right? I think he... JT, I, you hear? JT had like J- the shoulder pad era. I think stuff, he roared like. before me, I think. JT. First year you're in. I wore it, but I was I was not highly paid. No, did days. you wear it in 2002? Uh, the no, just 03. Yeah. Ah, uh, just like me then. Yeah. 03 too. JT was that, a SoCal gear in 02. That, but in 02, oh, yeah. in 02 there was uh actually the SoCal gear wasn't bad at one point. What? The, it wasn't bad at one point. At <laughs> one point in time. My little brother wore it for a little bit. It yeah. wasn't bad. The blue and white stuff, it wasn't bad. Come on. Oh, uh, I, I don't remember that. At that, that time, era. I think it looked better than Fly. It was, be- it was better than... At that than, time, JT. It Not was now. better than Ocelot. Correct. Okay, if that's, Correct. Your, if that's your bar, you are right. <laughs> yep. You are right on that. Uh, Jason Thomas from Fly Racing joining the show uh, right now. JT, so you missed the show earlier. DV said he's got zero problem with an American guy flipping off Marv. Does not care. Marv handled it great, and if you're any kind of sports fan, that's what you should be doing to people and teams that you don't like. It's a hot take. Yeah, that's the soccer fan coming out of them. They basically right. like commit murder in the stands. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. This, but you like uh, you're a French guy that comes to America to and win a race. You 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 should you know get that treatment. Okay. You know it's normal. I know. I'm not. Yeah. I wouldn't say anything to the guy. I wouldn't, you know, insult him back. I, it's normal. For me, it's like, no big deal. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, no. Hot take from DV. But, uh, yeah, it was uh, it was certainly a, a good conversation. And I agree with the points of what you said, uh, DV, for sure. Uh, JT, big weekend coming up this weekend for Fly Racing. Big weekend. 
Yeah, it's, uh, it's exciting times in the gear world. I think, you know, anybody who's involved with it kind of waits for this, these, you know, I think uh, some competitors of ours mm-hmm. launched their stuff last weekend and we're going this weekend. So it's all kind of around the same time. And I think most of us are all trying to pick a weekend where we're not going against each other too. So we can kind of have our day in the sun a little bit. Oh, see, I was going to ask um, you if it, if it mattered to you. Is that gentleman agreement? Well, I was going to ask you if it mattered, JT, that guys got it out earlier, you know, but not really. No, because not really because they won't deliver any earlier. They won't start shipping uh, most people won't start shipping till beginning of August anyway, so it kind of doesn't matter whether you, whether you show it last week or this week. Right. Most everybody starts shipping to dealers beginning of August. Mm-hmm. Didn't Fox and Thor last week? Yeah, Thor yeah, did. they went at Millville. Right, yeah. they both did. Yep. And to JT's point, I think a lot of the back of the you know back page work that's getting done behind the scenes, you know, the pre booking and whatnot's already done and locked in, so it's not really affecting. Yeah, you know, yeah, sales or yeah, yeah sales. Yeah, right, like right. The work JT did all the work months and months ago, not you know, waiting for tomorrow to yeah, start Yeah, because dealers saw this a long time ago, right? right. I'm yeah. assuming. Yeah, yeah. yeah dealers saw it yeah. and bought it. And so. I, did, I feel like Answer, did Bogle debut it at Southwick, maybe? It might have been this weekend, too. Oh, I thought Actually, it was earlier. I know he was wearing, or it looked like new stuff this okay. weekend. Right. JT would know more, but um, yeah, it might have been this weekend. Um. Are yeah, we, yeah, are we all... doing a rooftop and everything for the flight launch or what? No, we're not doing uh, rooftop, JT, for flight launch. Uh, we are on Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, but not the race. Like, uh, yeah, I ain't going, I ain't no, going up Wednesday. Yeah, it's here in Boise. Right. Yeah, Boise. Boise, Idaho. I, this, I got to get on a plane and get out early. I don't want to get too deep into this, but I think the gear brands, they all launch the gear. Like I know that the concept of July, August, whatever is new bikes are being purchased people can finance gear with bikes or mm-hmm. whatever the old school way of thinking was but to me it's like it should all be launched like anaheim one like that's the new year that's the new stuff that's the new gear yeah, like, well good luck with that yeah yeah but it's, <laughs> it's it feels like now the calendar year is like halfway half and half you yeah. know like, i mean it's not it's most not, of the most of the country's going into cold weather not riding season not most of the country, but a good chunk of the country, yep. you know, by October or so, they're not really riding dirt bikes anymore. So you're loading these dealers up, mm-hmm. you know, in I feel August like, or whatever. I feel like Yamaha started with the bike, early bikes, like a few years back. I remember Yamaha coming out like in June or something. Like yeah. you're like, what? Yeah. So I don't know. I think, I think ideally if, and most of the people I've talked to about it, if we could do it like November one and have it, you know, basically you get, your yep. delivery into dealers the first couple weeks in November. Everybody capitalizes on Christmas sales. Mm-hmm. And then the first time kind of the race, first race these guys would wear it would be Anaheim 1. I think that would be ideal for everybody because there's really no racing in November, December, so you wouldn't see it as right. far as yeah. having it at the races. But you could still get it for, for all the dealers to capitalize on Christmas. That, that would be awesome. Yeah. You'd have the whole summer and early fall to kind of – clear old inventory and it just unfortunately i think that's the way it used to be and it's just gotten earlier and earlier and everybody's trying to beat each other to punch a little bit yeah is it it, that's it's a competitive thing i think right is how it's kind of been right it's competitive and it's also just trying business strategy like if i get get it into the dealer sooner they're going to want to have something to sell right so it's just everybody just keeps on earlier and earlier and earlier and the dealers only have so many you know open to buy dollars so and look at the le stuff that we never used to get any le like here it is for the year like that's it that's all you get i remember like in canada like the fox stuff would come out and it would be gone by the container would be sold out by whatever january february and that's it you would never be able to get the stuff again 
That's it. You're done. Yeah. That's it. No, no LE stuff, and not not any, not even any restocking of the of the gear. Yeah. So not it's, too much different than that now, to be honest. Oh, really? Like if you're if you're out, you're That's out. The goal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it depends. I mean, Fox's strategy is a little different than ours. Um, with us being a distributor, you know, owned by a distributor with what WPS. Our, I think our outlook's a little different where we want to carry inventory longer, uh, where Fox is not really set up as a distributor as much. Uh, so I think they would rather be out earlier and not carry inventory because they don't have all the warehouses across the country like mm-hmm. WPS or Parts Limited or Tucker Rocky does. Right. So I, I think it's just a, a little bit of a different approach right. and based off of their, you know, bigger business enterprises. Right. Uh, Aaron Plessinger still coming up on the show later on, everybody. Just uh, dominated Mailville, one-one uh, again. Damn, he was good. He was so good. This he weekend. was so I was good. Really, I was really impressed. I mean, Tomac was better, more impressive, but they, those two were in such a league of their own. JT that, down the down the hill. Uh, just, that was sick when he was like jumping far over the the bumps and stuff. That was I yeah. was impressed too. And, and I don't know if you noticed JT, but how easy was Aaron getting over that uphill triple? Like just. Dude, ridiculous. Yeah, they, uh, I, I was standing right at that jump for the second 250 moto. Uh-huh. And, yeah, you could tell that the Starbikes had a lot of, you know, I, I want to say power, but I think it's more torque in a, on a jump like that. Uh, they looked like they were having pretty good success with it, and the Pro Circuit bikes were pretty good too. But everyone else was struggling, mm-hmm. whether it was Amart or uh, Suzuki 250s or whoever, Huskies, those uh, the Yamahas and the Kawasaki's look like they had, and and a lot of that you can you know gearing can change that stuff. Uh, so it's not always just like who has the fastest bike, right? You can mm-hmm. manipulate a bit of that yeah. stuff, like whether your second gear is going to pull longer or third with gearing or yep. fuel map or whatever. But they definitely had that jump dialed in. I'll give them that. I I swear I saw Forkner do it from the inside line. Yeah, they were doing. So yeah. a lot of people. A lot of guys were. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Unless you have the Suzuki and then you'll just double. Just <laughs> no, go, I watched. Just it. go two for the double. No, I watched. They were getting over it. They were getting the over Lopes, it. Lopes, Lopez, Lopez, and Dakotas were getting over it. I was, I was. Lopes was having a hell of a time. <laughs> it's it's Lopez. TV yelled at us earlier. Yeah. Big argument. Big argument earlier, JT. Lopes. Um, hey, so uh, Justin Cooper second this weekend. He had a couple of bad uh, weeks, um, but he's certainly been impressive this year. I. There was a lot of preseason Justin Cooper hype, mm-hmm. Castle, right? Yeah, I mean, some speed. There was some hype, and like it's early right now. It's the Pulp MX show in July, JT. But I gotta put Cooper as one of the favorites for a title next year uh, Ooh. indoors. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Wow. No, for real. You can, you, uh, okay. Why? You gotta you gotta slow down, buddy. Why not? What, what <laughs> you, you gotta t- slow down. Title outdoors, yes, but Supercross, come on, slow down. It's it's a different sport, dude. He's podium almost all the time now. Yeah, and the, you know what's uh, for? The, I don't know if I can say it or not, but um, nobody listens to this show. Yeah, I know, but I don't want to get in trouble. Would um, you say Covington is a Supercross title threat? Also, no. Uh, what's the opposite of that? No, no, no. What's, the, what's the opposite no, no, of no. that? I would, you know what surprised me this weekend in hmm. Melville is uh, Justin Cooper had a problem for practice deal right. Yes, I saw that. Yeah. Um, actually. Is uh fuel line came off. Okay. Okay. Um do you know right first practice? Second practice he goes and then uh fastest lap. Yep. You know, two thirteen 
and only I don't I think Savachi was 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 right there. Everybody else was like a second or two seconds slower. I was I thought it was pretty amazing. The guy yep. did like one one or two laps maybe in first practice. Yeah, figured it out that quick. He never rode that track ever. He never walked the track before practice. Oh, insane! Okay. Is that? So yeah, he super showed cross, up. Supercross favorite. He showed up. He showed up. Did not go see the track. Right. Just rode the truck two laps prime with his bike go yeah. back to the truck second practice goes yeah uh fastest lap time that's the kind that's, of, that's pretty sick though that's the kid i'm talking about that's my supercross champion jt no uh i don't i don't think so i didn't really see the same that same level in supercross that we did outdoors i'm not saying he won't do well some but i think right some now, days right now, some days he was really outdoors. really good he was really up and down but some days at the Yamaha track, he looked really, really fast, really good. And some other days, uh, not so much. A, bit, a little bit inconsistent. But outdoors is flying. Oh, okay. All right. Well. Yeah, I need to see more Creedy, before I go there. Greedy disagree right now. Um, uh, JT, Baggett had a better day. Good starts. You know, um, I know you're close with that team and, and – and all that. Uh, Benny Bloss uh, had, a, had an okay day, but Baggett uh, made the podium in the first moto. It's got to feel good for those guys. Yeah, I think uh, the the goal was just to keep taking steps forward. You know, I think the first moto, they were definitely happy to get uh, a third in the moto, but you kind of look at it, and, and the goal right now is to be on the podium at the, at the end of the day for an overall. And the way it laid out, you had Marvin in fourth, and you kind of knew in the back of your mind that Marvin was going to have a better second moto. And then you start looking at, okay, well, who I got to beat somebody here to keep my podium spot. Uh, and that's kind of how it played out. Marvin had a better moto, and then Blake was shuffled back to fourth. And I think that was a little bit of the fear going into that second moto, is that was kind of what was coming. Uh, they, Yeah, he just can't seem to find his way onto the podium overall yet. And, uh, I think they were happy to beat Barsha. Mm-hmm. Um, I yep. think that's a, that's a step forward because obviously with the motocross and nations talk and, you know, everybody, Barsha has been better than him. I would think that's been pretty, um, you know, most people would agree to that. Yeah. So I think that was the first step is, Hey, we need to be beating Barsha week in and week out. Um, so they accomplished that. And then uh, past that, it's just, yeah, how can we get on the podium? And then obviously they want to win races too, but, I don't think you can just go from fourth or fifth to the front and, and win right away. So it's just, you know, continuously improve and get better and try to try to get up there by the end of the year. Is he, is he still injured, though? Baguette? No, he's good. He's fine. Uh, I thought he has a problem with his hand a, or something. No, he did. He had, like, a nagging wrist and thumb injury from Atlanta and uh, finally got that better. He was He wasn't really practicing at all. And that slowly got better and better to where he's not going to have anything worked on or fixed or anything after the season. So that's good. Uh, and then he crashed at Mount Morris on the start and pulled some muscles in his neck. So then he wasn't riding again. Uh, but yeah, for the last couple weeks, he's been he's been riding and training and everything's normal. So if he's not good right now, it's it's all on him. It's he's he's 100. percent And for for like this Carl. for this nation, it's only only one more race to prove yourself, right? To be on the team. They're going to announce. Yeah, I think that's probably our, that ship's already sailed. But, you know, if, uh, if someone was to get hurt or something was to change, then obviously he wants to be 
waiting in the wings and ready to go, right? You want to be yeah. the first alternate or whatever. Yeah. So, um, so it's for it's for sure Tomac and Bosha. That's what I I think so. I think so. When Anderson comes back and it looks like Unadilla, where does he slot in, Charles? Right. Puerto Rico. Let's build a Puerto Rico team that goes on on the podium. I mean, I don't know. Baguette, what's... Anderson, Amok. Let's do it. Okay. I don't know what's going on. I, I try, uh, JT is going to coach the team. Come on, we'll do it. Let's go. <laughs> I, I'll be. I, they I, don't want my I, advice. I'll be uh, assistant coach. Assistant coach. Wow. I'll make them jump rope uh, before the extension the races with an extension yeah. extension cord. Yeah. To warm up. Okay, Charles. Um, so. I think I think Anderson slots in right where. Somewhere between Baggett and Barsha, whatever mix they are. Okay. I think he's off those lead guys. Yeah, he's off Roxon and Marv. Yep. But he's four, five, six. Correct. Ish. Has yep. he been riding a lot? I don't I know. I have no idea. Yeah, I'm I don't even know if he's yeah, riding. I haven't, yeah. I haven't seen any riding. He's yeah, a lot at the beach, I saw. And, <laughs> and I think it's, if he hasn't been riding a lot for right now, and we're, what, two weeks away, you know, I'm a little over two weeks away from Unadilla. Man, he that's that's a big that's a tall task. Because a lot to ask out of someone to jump in and go right. well, with those guys right away. So if it's not Dilla, it'll be the next one. Bods because I know they they Feeney is now working for Phil because Scuba's got to get yep. ready. for He's going to come back from you know. Did I, there's a weekend off after Oshuruol, so yeah. he's going to have time. He's yeah. going to do the last three, right? I would I think mean, if so. you don't come back to you know Dilla, why even come back for Bods? Oh uh, uh, yeah, I'm with you. So why not build a, a like? A B team, a real B team with Puerto Rico. I don't know, Evie. You asked that. I don't know. I, I, yeah, they should. Absolutely. Or Canada. Everybody's here. Or Canada. Everybody's yeah. here. The trucks kind of yeah. could go. Right. And Puerto Rico used to say, hey, you got to have a Puerto Rican on the team, but they don't care about that anymore. Yeah, obviously. They had Tara Geiger. Then, they had a guy that was getting autographs from other riders in staging one time. <laughs> he was about right. He was in staging getting autographs. You know, friends did it at this nation 88. They had Demaya, his brother, and another one, uh, another 125 guy that was French champion at that mm -hmm. time. They uh, raced for Andorra. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yep, Andorra. So, yeah. but that was, they sucked because uh, stuff happened. Yeah. But that was a good team. Yeah. Had know? an Andorra rider last year, too. Yeah. yeah. Did. <laughs> um, so, JT, where do you think they slide? Where do you think Anderson slides in when he comes back? Is, are you with Charles on that? I don't know. It's so hard to tell because until we get real info on how much he's been riding, who, who the hell knows, man? It's like I said, it's hard to come off the couch for as long as he's been off mm -hmm. and get out there and go with those guys because, you know, I know that Barsha and Baggett are getting beat pretty badly by Eli and Marvin, but they weren't that far back this weekend and they're going really fast. So I don't know, man. I, I'm going to reserve judgment just because I don't quite know enough, and I think they've been pretty coy as far as mm -hmm. how prepared Anderson is or isn't. Um, my biggest thing is, man, if you're not ready, like really ready, what's the point? Like why go out there and get your ass kicked? Like, yeah, there's I, no upside to that. I think he was hoping to get back soon enough for MXDN, but, you know, that didn't happen. So, yeah, you know. Right. I'm, yeah. I'm, I don't think that's going to happen. Right. If he comes back and does really, really well, I still think they pick Barsha first. Yeah, I agree. Um you know, the only, the only I guess, caveat to that is the same thing with Baggett. If something happens to, to Blake or Eli, or I'm sorry, uh, Justin or Eli, maybe he's the, the first alternate if he comes back and performs really well. But 
there's just so many ifs there, man. I, I, it just seems weird that we haven't heard anything about him riding, right? Whether it's mm-hmm. in Florida or in California or anywhere. I haven't heard one word about yeah. him riding. Well, maybe he hasn't. Yeah, maybe it's this week or something. Maybe. Um, Josh Grant's coming back this week, going to debut the new fly gear. Where does he finish? JT? I'm going to say... Uh, I'm going to say he's in that battle with Phil and Pike, so six, seven, eight, and Bloss sometimes too. Mm-hmm. Do you yep. pick I him? Think in- that's a, that, I think that's his spot either way. I think even if he was right. coming in healthy, I think he slots right behind Blake and and uh, and Justin Barsha. So yeah, six, seven, eight, depending on how ready he is. DV, do you pick him in Publix Fantasy? <laughs> no comment. DV hates fantasy talk. JT, it's not 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 a fan. <laughs> Why? Come on. What's I don't the deal? know. I, I never got well. You're a gambling man. There's a lot of money involved Yeah, here. you love gambling. You yeah. Know, but this weekend we gave away an Amart jersey. Think about if you won and got an Amart jersey. What about Jerry? Did he do good? Oh, Jerry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Depends on what your definition is. I have doing. no idea who that guy is, but you guys keep talking about it on Twitter. So Right. Well, Poor Jerry. 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 J- Jerry almost scored max in, in the first moto. Max points. What's, what is max points? 50 points. Uh, if he scored a point or something, or what is it? Uh, well, it's off a handicap system. It's a long story, but yeah. Max is 50 points. The most Marvin could get on the day is 50 points. The most Jerry could get is 100. Yep. Jerry ended up with like 40-something. 40 42. Yeah, so he almost got as many points on the day as Marv. So right, J- or Eli. So, JT, did Jerry, did Jerry come through? He got handicap okay. and all that. He went 21st, 37. That 21st was glorious. <laughs> it was beautiful. I um, think Jerry's... Jerry's expectation at this point is so low, unbelievably low, that, yeah, it was a success. I think if you picked him, you got very lucky to get 42 points. Yeah. Yeah, really, right? Oh, geez. Um, so, yeah, okay, JG, what do you think? Yeah, you guys are with Charles? DV? I say, yeah, somewhere that, nine, nine, ten, something like that. All right. I think he's a little behind that group that, right. that JT had him slotted in, but right. I think he's certainly ahead of that he's next gonna, group. He's going to ride with Phil, right? It's JG. Well, Phil got fifth at Redbud, so I don't know if that Phil is showing. JG's up. good at JG's good at Washougal, though, man. I, I just think he's in that mix. I mean, okay, ben, so Benny got yeah, ben, this week. Benny, Benny, Benny wasn't Phil, good this weekend, Justin right? Hill, all those guys. Uh, JT. So, um, lots of tweets. Talons probably saw them over there in, in the in the deal. We tweets every week. Savachi's going to 450 Cowie team alongside Eli Tomac, right? He's going to replace JG, and there's a lot of tweets yep. about people being. Why would they do that? Savachi sucks, blah, blah, blah. I don't agree with them, but, I mean, I think it's fine. I understand it. Savachi's won seven nationals in his career and, like, probably as many supercrosses. Doesn't have a title, but those are certainly a lot of shit. That's a shit ton of wins. And he's moving up for the bikes. And I get it. Josh gets hurt a little bit over the years. It's better to get somebody that comes from the 250 anyway. Okay, but I'm a 30-something so, guy. Anyway, I'm fine right? with it. Are you are you fine with that, DV? Yeah, you gotta you gotta roll the the second guy. You know, if he hasn't, you know, the guy's. You know, I like JG. I think he's a great rider. Getting a little old, hurt. You know, how old uh, is Jay? How old is Grant? Probably 30 something. One. Oh yeah, no. something. Is Bray- Brayton's older? Brayton's older. Yeah. 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 But, you know, you got to put pro a... pro 04, so... You got a pro in 04, to, let's say he was, what, 18, so it was 32? Yeah. So... Um, so, Charles, your thoughts? Swap, I mean, swapping out uh, Savachi or Grant for Savachi? Yeah, I'm okay with it. Um, I think, you know, it's delaying the inevitable if you're Josh, even if you did stay next year, right? 
Cowie's just waiting for AC to move up to a 450. So you bought yeah. yourself an extra year, yeah. right? I think. But if you're Joey, are you like, hey, I'm only that's in a for tough a year? Spot. It's a real it's tough spot. It's only a one year deal. Yeah, and I don't know for sure, but we think so. Yeah, I would assume so. Yes. And if you're advising Joey, you're like, that's a tough spot to put yourself in because you know their long term play is to bring up, you know, AC. Yeah. yeah. So AC. if you're if you're Joey, you're on a one year deal. It's feast or famine. You either put up results on the board and get a job somewhere else or you're out. Except, Charles and JT, I'll ask you this. Like, look, AC is not going to point out next year unless he wins a title. Okay? He's got to win the title to point out. I'm sure that's the plan. If he wins the title, he has to move up? Yes. I thought you could defend. Not if you're third year or something. Not if you're past your third year. Uh, Right? JT, is that right? Yeah, that's right. No, you can't defend. Just like I don't uh, know, they change it every year. Yeah, that would be different. Uh, They'll change it again. No, they might change it so, for him. So yes. yeah, yeah, no, that, that, that could be true. Uh, by the way, do we know Savachi's wearing goggles or go- gear? Does, do we know what he's doing? I don't know. Okay. Anyways, um, JT. So like, I'm with Charles that they're waiting for AC, and it's very possible AC comes in there in 2020, and Joey's out after one year. But dude, I that is not a for sure sure thing with AC. He's a couple crashes away from riding 250s again in in, in 2020. I don't know, man. I I think for Cowie and I think for Adam, like if it, it doesn't happen next year, yeah. <laughs> I think it's just the natural progression right. to move him up. But who else would you pick in in nineteen to go to Cowie? Who else is on the market? JG. <laughs> <laughs> um, who else? I, I, How I'm much are we that. talking? How much he's gonna make? Weimer, Bogle? No, no, they're not even on the list. I mean, who's doing themselves more? favors or more. I'll tell you what I would do. I think it's too late, but I might, I might throw a bunch of money at Aaron Plessinger who's coming up here on the show. It's, and it's in too late. Second. Yeah, it's too late. But. Yeah. Seeley? No, he's going to be uh, yeah, he's going to write 250 again next year. That's a big paycheck, Aaron. though, I think, compared to Seeley? JG. Uh, yeah, but at one point, at one point, Seeley's going to have to take a pay cut. Right, I think this is the year. Are, guys, the are you guys not surprised that... I'm, I get a little surprised sometimes that nobody... Uh, has made a move and tried to get Weston as their number two guy. Yeah. Try to get him away from JGR. Yeah, he's solid. He just. Yeah, solid. Yeah. I think he kind of has that. Yeah. But it's it's been the same for a while. I think he needs to change something or, you know. He is what he is. He's a number two guy. But I think. That's what I'm saying. I, I, he just seems yeah. like he would be a perfect fit for HRC or Cowie or. Someone could come in and say, "Hey, we'll put you full factory. We'll, you know, you don't have to be in North Carolina. You can be in SoCal. You'll be, you know, it's pretty lucrative deal, I would assume. Uh, I, I don't even know if he's been I, offered that. I so think, I'm surprised. I no think, uh, and Pike, we know him as a, you know, tough rider, kind of like um, not very technical, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I think, I think otherwise." When I see him right, I think he's pretty technical, and uh, he hasn't hit his potential at all, I don't think. I think he could be way better than what he does, seriously. I think he still has a margin to go up. As of CD, I think he hit, you know, I don't think Uh, CD will ever be better than that. I don't think JG will be better than it's been. But I think Pike... Okay, let me has who this. let me ask you this. We forgot about Dino. Mm-hmm. Would you hire Dino, Seely, or Pike? How about Mookie too? And Mookie. Same money. Same money. It, it, Mookie. It, it all Seeley, depends. Pike. Who, who are they or gonna James, number seven. You know, or Dino. James. 
You know, with, with guys like this, with guys like this, I don't want. I want know, the answer. There is. I want the no, answer. No. Who are the options? But there is something you have to say. Um, it depends with who they're going to work. You know? No, this it helps tremendously. Like you, know, you? Are, you trying, no. are you trying to get a job here? No, no okay. I don't. I don't give a shit. But I don't need money. I don't need a job. It's I don't. I'm I'm not looking for a job. You know. You got a Toronto Blue Jays hat on no. though. So <laughs> Team USA on. hat on. I'm not saying no, but, but let's let's okay. be serious for a second. Okay. You know, you got to see who they're gonna pick, and if you sign one of those guys, yeah. you have to ask them who are you gonna work with. What's your program's gonna be like? You understand? Because I, I, look, I, I don't think it matters. Yes, it does matter because you know James Alden, Stephen Curry, yeah. Tom Brady—they are coached, coached by good people. You know they have trainers right. and this. You need to know who's going to work with you. Okay, but I, I don't have, think teams ask that now. Yeah, but they have to. For do you think they do? For they don't. Right. But, okay. but they, but they yeah. have. To. I think Roger does. Okay. They have to. They have to. They have, and team for a B rider like this, you know, they're not gonna make Tomac or Marvin money. They're gonna, you know what? Just give them, you know, fifty or a hundred grand less. Okay, so it says, all- you know what? We're gonna pay this, but we're gonna bring this guy, and he's gonna help you all year long to hit your full potential with a factory bike. Don't yeah. give him four hundred grand and let him do his deal because. But that's what they in, do. In yes. quote, in quote, oh, what I've been doing has been working. No, if you're uh, a second rider in any wanted, team, I just wanted a name. Uh, if if you're a second rider yeah. in any team, what what whatever you've been doing is not working. For Dino, for Pike, for Sealy, for JG, all those guys. Mookie, I said to Mookie. Mookie, you know? the same thing. All, all of them. You know, all those guys. They're not. Uh, Top three guys when everybody's on the line, because the the, the goal is to you know mm-hmm. try to go and ride once in a while with yeah the big three or the big four of the, of, Which of the class. We saw Sealy and Pike do that this year at times. Yes, short for but, short bursts. Yeah, good circumstances, good start, a track that they like. Yeah, you know, a guy lose the front. One of the top three lose the front or crash on the start. Yeah, you're going to be there. You're going to be on the podium or fourth. But to be on a regular, be like a guy that, you know, going to push mm-hmm. a top, the, the big four, which is Eli, Marvin, Ken, Anderson. Mm-hmm. When they don't have like a, a, the best days, a guy that, a second tier guy is going to beat that guy. Can I, can I get a name? But. Has Barsha signed with the Yamaha? But you not need, yet. But, but yeah. you need, that's what you need to do. Okay. If, say, I give you this much money, okay. but you know what? Let's say they all we're going to take a yeah. hundred grand on okay. the side. Yep. With the hundred grand, we're going to pay the salary of the guy who's going to help you okay. and his expenses. Okay. And you know what? Go to work because we need to get you to the next level. Uh, we don't I want think, a top think, six guy or top five guy. Right. We want somebody that pushes. I you think you're, you have an excellent point. I think you're right. The teams do not do that. I don't think they but care. But you have, yeah. Can I get a name? Today? Yeah. If let's say, let's say I'm helping one of those yes. guys. Which guy do you think you could help? And, and he's going to do exactly what yes. I say. Uh, well, Mookie won't, but everyone else might. <laughs> the guy that has the most yep. potential to improve, mm-hmm. I'll take Pike. Okay. Huh. Uh, Charles. I'll take Pike. Okay. 
Run me through the names again. Oh, God. Okay. Gino, JG. Uh, no, 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 no. Mookie. Mookie. That's uh, four names. Seely, okay. Pike, Dino, Mookie. Devious coach, all of them, whichever. Like, yeah. Man, that's tough because they all bring a unique point to the table. I mean, Pike's putting the most results up. Right, and I don't think he's hit. I don't think, think we've seen the best. He's not doing. He's not Seeley doing has everything one, you Seeley has won Supercross races in the 450 class. Pike is telling you to pound sand, DV. I'm no, telling no, you, no, Seeley but, has won 450 Supercrosses. But at one point, he's like, "What do you want to do? Do you want to be a I top, know, but f- top six, seven guy?" Pike's not listening to you. And then you want to do like riding school after you're done riding because <laughs> you know you blew all your money buying right. shit. Right. You know. Okay. Right. What right. do you want to do? I did that, you know. It, let's say, let's let's rewind. Okay, well, just re- can I get a name? No, no. Nah, nah. Let's rewind. Okay. We're here on the show. We're okay. trying to be. Do you want to be serious? Do you want to be do. in a serious show and talk about serious shit? Yes, I do. Okay, absolutely. All right. Two thousand, I come here. Yeah. I work with my dad. I win races. Two thousand one, I'm alone. I get hurt. Shitty year. Okay. Two thousand two, I'm like, I need to rebound. I need to do something. Oxbow calls me. It says we're gonna pay uh, shit money for gear. Yeah, and ugly gear, by the way. Yeah, but I uh, shit money, you know. Yeah. Let's say hey, I was I gear? was getting mm-hmm. not good. over three hundred grand the following year at fly. At Oxbow, I took one twenty-five. Okay. But they say there's Jackie Vimon. Yeah. Jackie's gonna come. I know him. I've worked with him before. He's gonna be here every day. He's gonna make you work. Make do something you don't want to. But. Yep. He had the races. He knows what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, deal. I lost 200 grand. Jackie cost me 200 grand. Yeah. And I'm like, let's do it. I go ahead. I work my ass off during the uh, mm-hmm. off season. Yep. Um, I win the first two races. I'm leading the Supercross first half of the year until I get hurt. That's what. You made team- that 200 grand back. Yes, yes. But that's what teams need to do. For the for the second guy, mm-hmm. they know they're gonna be, they they have a, a race winner potential. Every team, the top guy, yeah. can win every race, uh, any race. Okay, except for JGR. But yeah, but it's not really yeah. Except with JGR, maybe. But the second guy, if you want the second guy to perform and not be here as a fill-in because you need two bikes, you need him to perform. You have to bring someone. And and, yeah, and, I, and and coach I, him I and, love and it. to make it better and and those guys are not doing it or where whatever they're doing uh, and they've been doing the same thing over the with the same guy you know City's been working with Wardy uh, uh, Pike with maybe Enchines I don't know uh, other guys it needs to be somebody else right I don't think the factories care that much they should especially for the second guy yeah. They don't, they don't. If they cost them the same amount of money, cost them the same amount of money. Right. You take it uh, uh, on the on the rider's money, yeah. basically. Yeah. They say, you know what? Yeah. We we'll give you a package because down the road right. you're going to make it back and even more. Right. I'll uh, go Sealy indoor and then oh, have stop have, it, have, stop have, it, have no, Phil no. as my fill in for outdoors. Oh, no, I actually I'll take that. I'll take that answer. No, no, no. Uh, JT. Well, What's your thoughts on? I'm still trying to. I'm still trying to fully understand DV's point. What do you mean? I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. I, I, right. I'm cr- clear, crystal clear. <laughs> okay. I'm oh, I see what you mean. Got right. it. Okay. <laughs> um, I was like, "How do you? What are you not getting?" Uh, uh, all right. So, 
I pick Mookie. He's good in Supercross. JT answer he, this? Heat question? races. But I don't think Mookie wants to do outdoors. And I don't think Mookie wants to listen to, to anybody either. Yeah, I don't think he wants to lose 30 pounds. No. No, yeah, I don't know. That's the thing. Yeah. I think maybe, man, I'm, I struggle between Dino and Weston. I like Weston because he doesn't care how – like, he's hurt right now. He has some mm-hmm. serious ligament and tendon problems in his hand mm-hmm. that he needs he needs surgery for. But he's like, eh, F it. I'm going to race anyway. Like, I really – I like that about him. He, mm-hmm. He's hurt all the time, and he just races anyway. Yeah. But I think that Dino has a really, really high ceiling as far as talent level. I think if – I don't know what it would take to get it all out of him, like kind of what DV's saying. But I think at, at Dino's absolute very best level, he is tough to deal with for anybody. Uh, so that would be that would be interesting to try to work you know work with and try to get out of him. Uh, so yeah, between one of those two, I, I guess. think they all this they all are the same spot right now. It all depends what they do to get better, you know. Mm-hmm. And then the amount of you know, what they want to do, they want to. Eat grilled chicken and broccoli all every day. Wake up at six o'clock. Go to, for like a run. They are they ready to 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 do that? Because what they do That's now. That's what I do right now. I'm what, not even racing. That's what I do. What they do now. I, I don't. What they do now, <laughs> doing like two times twenty five laps at the supercross track, is not fucking working. Right. Because oh. it to work, you got. You know, I think a Western could be or Dino. It could be like a. A race winner, potential race winner. If they do, you know, they have. I don't like the word talent because. Yeah, you don't like that word. I don't like that word because it, it for me it, it doesn't exist. You know, the the talent is you work it. You know, Baba yes is oh so much talent, Wyndham, but they rode so much. They learn how to ride. They they have so many hours. You know, Baba just rode every day when he was on the Pee and the sixties and you learn by yourself. You know. Mm-hmm. The talent for me is that the the intelligence the intelligence you have to learn a craft. You know? You're not born with it. You know. Tiger I think, was I think Tiger was not born a golfer. Tiger was a golfer before he was born, as well as the Serena Williams sisters. He, you know, Tiger was a golfer before he was born. Go ahead, JT. Yeah, because his dad oh. wanted him to be a golfer, right. so he had a, a, a golf club in his hand when he before he could walk almost. The Serena, the Williams sisters, the same thing. They were they were not born with the gene to play tennis. They the the dad wanted them to be tennis player. So they did the work to do it. And that's, yes, they get whatever you call talent, they, they got it because they, they practice and, and, and you know, work on their craft and skills from, from the get-go. That's why I don't really like the, the word talent. Talent is like almost an excuse for people that don't have it. Don't have it. So, but it's too talent. good. Right. No, you got, a point. Yeah. You, got, you got a point. I, don't, I, I, go think, I think that talent can be... It can be uh, construed different ways because I think it's the coordination. And if you take that coordination and uh, sports ability, whether whether James Stewart wanted to be a motocross racer or play baseball, I, I think he had the hand-eye coordination and the, the balance and a lot of skills that 
some people, I don't care how much they practice, they're never going to be that good at dirt, at riding dirt bikes because it doesn't they matter how much have, they ride, they just don't have they don't have the intelligence the, to to understand the 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 craft. Basically, I think if Bubba would have played uh, as much baseball as he did as uh, motocross, I think he'd be in major league right now. Uh, I agree. That's what that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think you have to. But I think you have to have some sort of athletic ability or hand-eye coordination. Some of that has to be there. Genetic? Because uh, I've seen people I, that they I, ride and ride and ride and ride, and they are just god-awful. I, I agree with you, JT. Um, I think you are born with something. And whether you you, you still got to work your balls off at some point. Yeah, it's just where you yep. apply it, right? Yep. Yep. What you're chosen Because craft. I look at a guy like JoJo Keller, and I mean, seriously, the stories about JoJo and how he could wheelie, and ride a dirt bike and play tennis and, and apparently now JoJo is a golf pro uh, or a caddy and he golfs like he kill he's a zero handicap he's out of shape he's fifty something years old whatever he is the stories of JoJo are amazing and a guy he just had it he has it the the, the hand eye the quick twitch whatever it is JoJo has it James has it elite athletes have it but they still have to work their balls off. To do. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yep. so. But, and I think when I talk about talent, I always try to put it like my story. When I was, when I started riding bikes, I was so horrible. Like, back. Yeah. I, I, you know, the first race I did, I think the first motor I did one lap, I, I was crushing everywhere. I was not born to do this. But, yeah, you know, you were. by practicing mm-hmm. and by understanding and, and, at, at first, all the way until I was uh, almost 10, I rode on my own because my dad was still road racing. He was doing this. I was just riding in the dirt mm-hmm. next to a, uh, a road race track, you know, yeah. on my own. And I learned on, by myself how to do things and trying right. stuff, you know. But the first races I did, I was horrible. Like, you see me like in 60s? There's no way this kid's going to win a Supercross race. There's, right. there's no <laughs> freaking way. Yeah, like nobody's looking at you and being like, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, interesting stuff, for sure. Good good conversation. Um, all right, JT. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate you coming on. Flyracing.com, big launch this week. I'll be covering it on uh, all my social uh, media channels, channels. So stay tuned for that. The new gear is coming. Some exciting additions to the fly line. So, uh Pike and Baggett and Osborne and Bradshaw are going to be there. Bradshaw. If Bradshaw's coming, I got to go. Can we get DV there for Bradshaw? <laughs> Bring it. Yeah. 15, 15 year reunion of uh, DV wearing uh, fly. Beaker. Be- it's my old time. Beaker asked me at the race if he could be Papa Mex correspondent for the launch. I said, probably not, Beaks. But he was wondering. He was wondering. Beaker's always welcome. <laughs> He's like, can I go cover it for Pulp MX? I'm like, ah, if you want to, Beaks. I'll see if I can pull some strings. Um, yeah, we should get DV up there, and, and maybe Alan Picard is around. We can get him come out and good old times. Yeah, I, I text with um, Alan from time to time good. still. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so, yeah, JT, very exciting week for you, and you're wide open there, I'm imagining. Yeah, I mean, it's it's fun. Uh We've been looking at this stuff and working towards this for so long. It's fun to be able to share it now, for better or worse. you know. And there's always going to be some people don't like this or some people don't like that. But I think overall, uh, I think that our design team did a great job uh, with this year. And it's a, it really is a team effort. There's a lot of back and forth between design and sales and everybody involved to come out with the best product that 
mm-hmm. consumers are going to like and want to wear and our athletes are going to want to wear. So, uh, yeah, it's it's finally here. And uh, you'll be time. you'll be in studio on Monday night, one week from the night. I will. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've uh, we've also got that other project that we'll be releasing next week too yep. that we collaborated on. So, and all uh, kinds of exciting stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, and uh, Max Steffen's also coming in, so should be good. We'll do. My, yep. I'll try to put my agent hat on again. Get get a deal done. <laughs> no gargoyles, bro. We're out. Oh. We are officially out. Listen, we can make it happen. Uh, flyracing.com. When can people see this? Friday? Uh, we will probably have some teaser stuff Friday, but Saturday is really good time for uh, for us and for retailers, too. Oh, so, so, but if people go to this website Saturday. It's on there. Yes. Yep. Okay. All right. So, yeah, peep it up. Check it out, everybody. Yep, yep. Fly Racing 2019 line, uh, flyracing.com on Saturday. Friday, we'll have some teasers. The riders will be wearing it this weekend at Washougal. I'll be at the launch this week. Very exciting. Thanks, buddy. All right, guys. See you. All right. All Appreciate right. it. Jason Thomas, everybody. I was going to bring up San Francisco. I decided not to. DV, I'm maturing. Full ones. Yes. I think that's maybe the only time you did bring it up. I I know. I'm I'm maturing, everybody. Hey, the folks at Ride Engineering, uh, ride-engineering.com, pulpmx-20 is the code to save with Ride Engineering. Uh, Cool company, lots of cool products with them. Chomo. Uh, (laughs) Is it still there? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Adrian is there. Uh, MX101, guys. Jess Pettis up in Canada, dominating MX2 with uh, Ride Engineering. Uh, Clamps, Team 5150 uses them as well. And uh, I tweeted this out, or I put this on Instagram, I should say, earlier today. It's a real cool uh, deal. This is so typical ride engineering. They take a product that comes on the bike, and they just try to make it better. And what they've got uh, this week is they've got this button. Uh, it can be a kill switch or it can be a starter switch. It replaces the bracket that holds your cl- on your clutch lever or brake lever on the handlebar so you can clear up some clutter, and you can use it for the electronic launch control on the RMZ or KXF by adding an extra part. It's pretty cool uh, considering a new electric start. YZ450 has three strap-on buttons on the bars. Imagine if you can eliminate two of those and make room for handguards or a stopwatch or, or whatever else. It's $54.95. Comes in black or silver. It looks pretty sweet. Engineering behind it is pretty neat. And uh, and please check it out on products as well. A lot of brands and everything else. PulpMX-20 is the code to save. Uh, go there. Uh, punch it in and save. Please check it out if you want to combine a button. Uh, they make it. And uh, it's something I hadn't really seen before. Um, Charles, you're holding their, their bar mount in your hand right now. Uh, it's strong. It's uh, lighter than stock. And uh, yeah, it's fantastic. Got the eight eight the, inch bolts. The caliper yeah. is there too. Yeah, yeah, the caliper as well. Yeah, are you going to tie this one or? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's something that you never, you always bring up. You never are you forget. Gonna, are you going to tie yes, this one? Yes, I will one tighten up? that one, DV. Oh, uh, okay. Did you hear this story, Castle? I did. Oh God, almost, I almost died. You almost <laughs> ended my career. Thank, thank, well, you, thank God you just took a slow lap, not like Chad. Thank God. Uh, RideEngineering.com, RideEngineering. Lone Wolf, yeah. do you use Ride Engineering stuff in the desert? No, no Ride Engineering for well, us. Does anybody ride use it? I'm sure they do. I think they're more moto-focused. Listen, you tore your ACL. I doubt you tore your ACL if you had a Ride Engineering product on that Maybe bike. that was a secret. Maybe, they, Maybe I should try it. The caliper, the, the handlebar, mount, anything, something. Are you a pro, bro? He won uh, 250 Pro earlier. I mean, he said he won 250 Pro. Drop that. 250 Pro, what race? Uh, Vegas Reno last year. Is that a big I mean, race? pro. I mean, off-road pro is not like super cross pro. So, who did you beat? Did you beat somebody I know? No, probably not. Gary Sutherland wears X brand, and Ricky Brabeck. Mm-hmm. Who, who's who's the the top dog over there? Is the guy that does the, the three sixty? So that, right? uh, that's Colton Haker. He's more like enduro cross, but enduro? he does he has crazy bike bike skills. Who, who, who's the best in uh, 
In uh, Vegas to Reno. Uh, Brayback, probably. x goggles. Never heard of them. But, like, Taylor Roberts, pretty much the best on the West Coast, Never I would say. Kind of and Caleb Russell on the well, East. What, what kind of goggles does Taylor Roberts wear? Do you know? 100%. Okay. Yeah, I think it's 100%. Yeah. <laughs> what about... Um, Robbie Bell, does he does that? Does he kind of goggles retired. does he wear? He has a race team. He's retired. Uh, he's retired. Yeah. Kind of goggles his, does he his wear? Goggles put him into retirement. I heard potentially. <laughs> um, Robbie Bell, good job, good pull on that one, DV. I know because who I, knew DV would know who <laughs> Robbie Bell was? Yeah, because I used. To, he's he still on the rides. sign at Glen Helen, the twenty-four hour sign. I used so to ride. Really, I used he's to seen ride. that sign enough times. <laughs> I used to ride. Uh, when I used to ride, it was it's a long time ago. So I, I understand he's retired now, but he, he was always around. I was yeah, riding he's, a local track. He still rides. He, he, like you said, he owns a race team. All right. We got some uh, Aaron Plessinger's coming up, even though he hasn't uh, he has not uh, texted me about what's going on to, come, to confirm, but hopefully he's coming on. Uh, but, David, you've been on hold for a while. Uh, you, you got a question about training. Not really a question about training. I actually just wanted to tell you the story. I've been meaning to call in for a while, and I haven't. Okay. Um. Towards the end of Supercross season, I want to say maybe maybe the last round for Vegas or prior to the last round, second to last, um, you know, I go to the local SoCal tracks like Milestone and so forth. And most of the pros, you know, they get there as soon as it's watered and groomed, like DV always says, that they shouldn't do. Well, this particular day, I want to say about 2.30 because they close the track at 3, I'm heading back to my truck, and I see a sprinter van pull up. Opens the doors, pulls out a KTM. It's Alex Nagy showing up to the track at 2.30. Nice, Nag Dog. Nice. I like it. And I asked him, I said, what's your reasoning for coming this late? And he told me, when I come this late, it's half off. So that was his reasoning. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That sounds about right for a guy who slept in his van for a few months. Yeah, so I just had a quick question, actually, besides that, though. Uh, is uh, planning on going to this motocross to nations, hoping, you know, my wife's never been outdoors, obviously, like most of the guys out here. Done Supercross, not outdoors, but we are trying to go. What are your recommendations? But now I know you said to stay in South Bend. Yeah. But is there certain flights we should take coming from 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 SoCal that you would recommend? Is yeah, just go to just, Go to Chicago. Yeah, United. No, United direct to Chicago. No, I, United American. Go to Chicago and yeah. drive two hours. Yeah, I don't. You lose. You lose an hour driving to the track. Yeah. From the airport, just a heads up. No, not from not from South Bend anymore. It's Chicago. I mean, yeah, from yeah, the Chicago, airport. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, fly to Chicago because it's cheapest, and by the time you pay for the flight to South Bend, you could have already driven there with the connection mm-hmm. time. So, fly to Chicago. It would be like flying to you know get a call LAX up. and driving to right. San Bernardino yeah. instead of flying to Ontario. It's uh, it's two hours, two hour drive. Mm-hmm. Stay in South Bend. There's plenty of places to stay. Uh, if you it, you probably can't find well, any. You can stay in Mishawaka. Yeah, you can stay there. There's that. It's right there. <laughs> um, so you can. St- you can stay by the um, by the freeway. It's a little uh, better drive in the morning. But if you want to, there's plenty of hotels by the airport in South Bend. You can stay there. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit of a drive, but uh, yeah, tons of places to stay. Good places to eat. And downtown uh, South Bend is pretty good too. Yeah, yeah. So is there, is there certain hotels you guys would recommend over any other? You know, uh, any other one that you guys stayed in the past? Or? Yeah, I've stayed at a bunch of them. There's a uh, the Inn at St. Mary's is where I'm staying this year. Yeah, we've been staying there for 20 years. Yeah. There's a Marriott, I think, downtown is pretty good. Downtown is okay. good. There's good uh, places. You don't have to – you can walk to restaurants and yep. stuff. It's really nice. Yep. And, uh, and any rooftop bars, DV? Uh, I doubt it. <laughs> DV is rooftop bar life. Yeah. 
And, All uh, right, fellas. Well, thanks. And I always stay in Chicago on Sunday night or Saturday night because I fly out the next day. So I don't. I I, I, no, if you I go, drive to Chicago after you, you can actually, you know, um, fly that night. Um, I know. I did this year. Especially yeah, because yeah. you get the, the extra year. hour yeah. headed to the airport. Yeah, my flight yeah. was nine thirty, and I was at I was checked in and mine was, sitting in the lounge. My, mine was eight twenty. Oh yeah, made it. I was so, at, at uh, twelve thirty. I think twelve thirty. I was home. Yep. Uh, all right, and thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Have fun when you go there. Are you all right, thanks. You guys have a good night. Yeah, uh, are you going to uh, root for France or what? <laughs> now I'm going for Puerto Rico. Ah, uh, okay, good. <laughs> nice, nice. Good choice. Good, good job Assistant on that. Assistant coached by yeah. DB. Oh. Uh, hey, thanks for calling. Uh, hey, by the way, if you want to use the same sprockets that Monster Yamaha uses with uh, Barsha and Webb, VortexRacing.com. Email Jake at VortexRacing.com and uh, mention Pulpa Mex. They will give you a hell of a deal, whether it's on the MW3 chain, whether it's on the V3 bar, 29% stronger in the competition. Uh, Vortex Racing has got you covered. Brake lines they got and bars and sprockets and, and lots of uh, different sizes of bars, 7 eighths, oversized, whatever it is. Vortex Racing. Email Jake at VortexRacing.com. And you got the same sprockets that Barsha and Webb uses and, and Alex Ray uses as well, which he's racing this weekend. Yeah, watch Google. Uh, so we're thanking Vortex Racing because they are bringing our next guest on the line. This guy... Simply unbeatable, uh, four straight moto wins, uh, and just a, a force in the 250 class. He's got the points lead. Aaron Plessinger, what's up, man? How are you? I'm doing great, Steve. How are you doing? I'm good, man. Thank you for coming on. Um, are you a dad yet, or what's yeah. going on with that? <laughs> Not yet. Hopefully soon. Okay. Hopefully soon. <laughs> Dude, that's, hey, you're in the middle of your first title chase, and your, your wife's having a baby, your first baby. Like, What's more stressful? I feel like Aaron's not too stressed. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not too stressed. I'm. I'm. I'm waiting on him to get here. He'll. Uh, he'll arrive soon. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, hey, congrats on the recent success, man. It feels like not that long ago we were writing about, hey, what's up with Aaron Plessinger? Like, what's what's going on here? He he either wins or or you know he doesn't. Or he finishes further back. But man, you're on a roll right now. It's got to feel good. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Uh, thank you. By the way, yeah. I um, I don't know. I just everything's clicking right now, and everything's uh, feeling really good. And I don't know. My bike's like perfect right now, and yep. uh, I'm having a lot of fun. If you, you know, you won your Supercross title this year. Of course, uh, you've been in the hunt in previous years, and and had some disappointment um, last year. And you 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 told me, or I think it was me. I think you told me that it kind of carried the outdoors a little bit. The disappointment uh, of not being able to win that, and this year. You closed the deal and you got it done. Uh, was that a part of your outdoor success? Just just having that first title and 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 being so happy and being so full of confidence. Do you think you would be where you are right now if you hadn't won the Supercross title? Um, it's hard to say. I I, I definitely think the the confidence from the from the Supercross title definitely carried over into outdoors. And uh, now that like I got my bike right and everything, mm-hmm. I think everything's clicking i think that definitely helped me with this um what's going on right now and yeah yeah i think i don't i don't know if i'd be in the same place if i didn't win the championship i think i'd i'd be in a state of depression uh, three years <laughs> in a row close but yeah cigar <laughs> yeah i know for sure 702-586-PULP if you got a question for aaron plessinger we got a few people on the line already uh please give us a call and uh, you can ask ap yourself about what's what's been going on um did you know uh charles that uh aaron after the race he gave credit to will hahn for testing a fork setting so now we got to hear nonstop <laughs> from will hahn about how big I, you know i heard that how big of a deal this is for will hahn 
can't, get, can't get any bigger. Braces right. come off. Yeah, braces come off and fork settings. and yeah. Still no chicks, though. Aaron, find, for him. That's what I was going to say. Did you find a chick yet? He's got no chicks. <laughs> like, what's Poor up with well. that, Aaron? I, I'm not sure. I, I, I mean, shoot, if I, was, if I was a chick, I'd go after him. <laughs> right? I mean, like, he's a Supercross champion. Yes. He, he's a former factory rider. Like, he develops fork settings. He has no braces anymore. Seems yeah. like total package now. Got a dog. That yeah, is the full package. <laughs> he, he, he works out. <laughs> he works out. Yeah. Um, hey, a- AP. We were asking Villaman earlier here. Of course, he's working with Dylan, uh, your teammate, and everything else. And we were kind of asking him about you know what you're up to and everything else, and and how you are around the team or, or how things are going. And to no surprise, Villaman said that uh, you're always happy and you look like you're always having fun. So I guess that's the key. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I try to have fun. I try to keep it. Uh, keep the pressure off of me and um, try to keep a smile on my face. That's pretty much how I've always been. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I like having fun, so I'm, I'm trying to do it as much as I can. <laughs> Are you sometimes underneath your tent and you can't believe that the guy that beat McGrath is is sitting right over there with sweats on teaching for horrendous? Like, <laughs> yeah, I, for sure. Are you, are you kind of like, oh, my God. It's a little before your time probably, but. Uh, yeah, definitely a little bit. But uh, still, to me, it's, it's – uh, it's crazy. I, Did, I wasn't really into motocross at, at that time, but like yeah. you know, yeah. So like, to think the, back about the, it. <laughs> did you look? I mean, your dad's of course a GNCC champion, and you grew up in the. Did you look up to GNCC guys? Like, were, it was was those were, was that your McGrath hero? That yeah yeah pretty much like I Scott Summers I knew, or, yeah Scott yeah, Summers. I knew Scott Summers, uh, Barry Hawk, Rodney Smith. Um, oh shoot. Yeah, Doug Blackwell, um, so th- Fred Andrews, everybody. <laughs> so those were your guys growing up. Like that was more important to you. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really know anything about motocross until like probably 2006, 2007. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> this is funny. I I went to uh, I got invited to the KTM Challenge. Uh-huh. When uh, McGrath was still on Bud Light KTM, okay, and he was signing autographs, and I actually had no clue who he was. Wow, <laughs> that's, that's, KTM, that's TV. awesome. That's that's 2003. <laughs> yeah, 2000. That's awesome. Um, yeah, that was that was crazy. And you know what? I went to I worked at Yamaha for a while, and we went to one of those intros, and. Um, uh, the new YZF quad was out, that 450 race quad or whatever Yamaha put out. And Red Dog was having a battle of death with Barry Hawk out there at, at Sunrise, I think it was. Where were we, DV? Were you there? Was it Sunrise? Where was that launch at? Gorman? Maybe Gorman. Anyways, so Red Dog's riding this quad, and Barry Hawk's all over him. Like, and they're, they're, they're motoring down, and then they get done, and Red Dog's like, hey, you're a pretty good rider. <laughs> And, and Barry Hawk was like, well, I race these. And Timmy's like, oh, really? Like, no People idea. Yeah, like, no idea that Barry Hawk, who, who was like a quad guy. I think guy. that was Gorman. Gorman? And yeah. then and then was a uh, two-wheel guy, and then too. And then he switched to two-wheel. Yeah. I, I think Hawk won both on one day a few times. Aaron, no? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure he did. He was a, I think he was a nine-time 
quad champion and yeah. then a couple time bike champion. So yeah. he was he was pretty successful. Yeah, and Timmy was like, "Oh, you ride this thing pretty good." Like, <laughs> he was like the best quad guy in the world, or at that point, or whatever, was all over him. So, um, hey, we were talking earlier, and I know I talked to you after the race. So I'm sorry for if you're going to repeat some stuff, but um, oh, okay. your, your speed down the hills. We were all marveling about that earlier just phenomenal Aaron. like just and, and, and we had a we our buddy dark side called in and said that, that he raced the amateur day and they only went halfway up and the downhill scared the shit out of him and and, <laughs> and and you know obviously you're much better than him but dude the skill down the hill i mean come on that was pretty phenomenal yeah i mean i don't know i i just said it one time and i I knew I could go that fast, and I mean, I was so confident with my bike on on how it was working that day, and it was just, yeah. I don't know, I was, I was hitting my marks and and pinning her down the down. I think I jumped halfway down it one couple times, and uh, yeah, I would just send it into the corner and and hope that I would I would make the rut. <laughs> I actually, when I when I passed Justin Cooper, I I actually yelled because. I did not think I was going to make it into that rut. I thought I was blowing the rut. Right. You're like, oh, boy. <laughs> I was like, oh, here we go. I mean, so we can really credit this whole thing to Will and his fork setting. That's oh, what it boils down to. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I guess you could say that. <laughs> Speaking of, of Justin Cooper, how much do you get to ride with him? Is he? You're on the West Coast, obviously. Is he out here or is he back east? Yeah, he's actually out here. We, um, we ride every day. I mean, he was... He was uh, hurt for a couple weeks and um, wasn't riding during the week. So um, he started back <clears throat> this past week before Spring Creek. And, uh, yeah, I mean, before that, we were riding every every day we ride. We ride together. Um, what do you like about the kid? Uh, we had him on the show here, Aaron, and, you know, it's his first year pro. He's pretty quiet. He, he didn't say much. He, he seems like a nice guy. Don't get me wrong. But um, he didn't know anything about the New York Islanders either, despite growing up on Long Island. He didn't know anything <laughs> about the Islanders. But what, what do you like about the kid? What do, what do you think about him? I like him. He's uh, he's a really cool kid. You got to get to know him before mm-hmm. he uh, before he opens up. But you know, he's uh, he's really down to earth. Um, I mean, he's got a this one of the sickest riding styles I've ever seen, and he's so smooth. And uh, for it being his first year pro, I mean, yeah. he's he's doing pretty well with it but yeah i mean he's uh he's pretty pretty good to me <laughs> did, you, did you know dv that justin cooper was like the number one mad skills person in the world no idea yeah do you know what mad skills is yeah yeah, yeah. no right no uh, isn't he like number one in the world or something? yeah yeah no he's crazy he went to i think he went to sweden or something what? for uh for a competition yeah Huh? Yeah. He's amazing. There's mad skills competitions. Yes. And Justin Cooper is the best. Yeah. Esport is pretty big. Yeah. Um, It's it's amazing, really. Uh, So hey, um, for the uh, for Washugo, what do you would you like the place? Uh, It's it's some some guys like it, some guys hate it. Uh, What's your thoughts, Aaron, going into it? I think I like it. Um, Last year, last year I won a moto there, and then (laughs) me and me and Zacho. Got into it a little bit, and I went down in uh, the second moto. But, oh, yeah, I do you know. remember that now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I uh, I actually like the place. I like um, I like where it's located in, in the middle of nowhere, and I and, uh, like where we're racing through the trees. It kind of 
brings me back to the roots a little bit. <laughs> also, Pleasanger hangs a right. He's off in the woods. He's off in the woods. Um, we got some phone calls for you. Uh, Tyler has been waiting a long time to talk to you. Uh, Tyler, uh, welcome to the show. And what's your question for uh, Aaron Plessinger? Hello? Yeah, hi, Tyler. Hey, so my question for Aaron Plessinger is I have heard some words around the Woods community. Will you be at the Ironman GNCC? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna try my best, but uh no promises yet. <laughs> we'll see we'll no see after this uh, season. It's it's after the nationals, right? It's after it's a few weeks after. Yeah, yeah. after that yeah. more. I think it's after it's, Destinations. Uh, in October, it? I think. Oh, yeah. is it after Destinations? I think okay. so. Oh, so even better. Because we think you're going to Destinations, Aaron. Do you have any word yet or no? Uh, I haven't had any word yet, but okay. um, hope so. Well, uh, I, I, I we'll like, see about that. I like your odds. Yeah, I like the chances. Um, <laughs> so you might, if everything works out, Aaron, you could return to your roots if it all works out. Um. I hope so. Wow, that'd be <laughs> I've been, cool. I've been wanting to do. I've been wanting to do a GNCC for a couple of years now, and, right? And uh, this this would be the year to do it. <laughs> yeah. There you go, Tyler. Aaron, I have kept an eye on you ever since the GNCC, and it has been awesome to see you come through the ranks. So this is badass. If you can come back and race an Ironman, that'll be awesome. That'll be that'll be sick. I appreciate it, man. Um, and, uh, Steve, I got a question for you. Yeah. I was one of the ones that had a poster at Redbud that said, can I kiss Pookie? Oh, you, you were, remember me. I do remember that. That was awesome. You guys had that. That was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Super so creepy. So I will creepy, have the funny. can I kiss Pookie at the Iron Man GCC. Well, I'll be that guy. <laughs> Fantastic. So, uh, so can he? Can he? Uh, no, he can't kiss Pookie. That's super weird. Um, but, Damn it. All right. But thank you for that sign, buddy. I appreciate it. Thank, thank you. you. Um, wow. Look at the, the, he's want, he didn't want to ask Aaron about Supercross title, <laughs> about the motocross. He wanted to know if Aaron was racing GNCC. And if he could kiss Pookie. Yeah, and if he could kiss my wife. That's it. Um, Randy, uh, what, do you want to, uh, what do you want to talk to Aaron Plessinger about? What's going on, guys? Hey, AP, I just wanted to say, way to go, man. It's been super fun watching you race, and uh, I really think it's cool watching you up on the podium, man. You're super fun to watch up there. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's cool seeing someone as positive and just, like, really outgoing towards towards the community. I think it's really neat. Yeah, he jumped in the creek. Did you hear about this, Randy? No. What? <laughs> At Millville. Did you hear about this, DV? No. You were gone by then. You were you were disgusted with Dylan's for no, performances. No, I left after the ceremony. What happened? Uh, Aaron, you jumped in this creek with kids. Yeah, yeah. We uh, we actually <laughs> we had Bobby Reagan drive us over the creek. Me and Justin. We actually made a deal before the motos even started that uh, if me and him went one two, we're we're heading right into the creek, and that's what we did. Full <laughs> gear and all. <laughs> yeah, right with his gear and everything, Randy. Uh, Aaron and Justin Cooper are in this creek with kids, high fiving them. So Dude, that is awesome. Yeah, pretty cool. Uh, thanks, Randy. Cool, awesome. Maybe I'll see you guys at Iron Man. That'll be sick. Sounds good, man. Thanks. Uh, next call for Aaron Plessinger is from Sam. Sam, welcome to the show. What's your question for Aaron Plessinger? Uh, Aaron, I know you probably get this a lot, especially after what. But what was the hardest part of managing your Supercross win, like all throughout the season? You know what I mean. Um, the hardest part, uh, shoot, was probably, 
trying not to think about it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I I didn't want to I didn't want to think about the the points lead. I didn't want to think about how big of a gap I had. I I just wanted to uh, to ride and be myself and and uh, keep a smile on my face through all the uh, through all the intense moments. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Cool, um, man. Anything else? Well, I was just saying I'm from Ohio, so it's awesome to see someone from from Ohio make it make uh, it so far. What about Brock Sellers, bro? Back in the day, Brock Sellers, Ohio zone. I'm I'm too young. Oh wow! <laughs> oh wow! So hey, uh, Sam, were you uh, Aaron fan when he raced GNCC? Also, um, honestly, to be completely honest with you, I'm just starting to get into it. Okay. A lot more. Yep. So, um, I watched Aaron at Detroit Supercross a couple, two years ago, and mm-hmm. he's just a cool dude. So I started watching more of his stuff. And, oh, cool. Yeah, you're yep. right. He is absolutely. Uh, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thank <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, thanks, man. Thank you. Uh, uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, definitely, you have a cool attitude about you, Aaron. I think fans are going to get behind you. Um, you know, as you progress and and win more uh, titles. And speaking of that, so someone told me like. You're going to be back in 250 Supercross to defend your plate, but maybe 450 Outdoors. Obviously, it's early, but what do we what do we know about next year? What's your plan? What do you what would you like to do? Um, right now, I mean, I, I would obviously like to uh, like to ride 450, but um, right now it is uh, 250 Indoor, and okay. then and then I would want to ride a 450 outdoor i mean if i can yep uh that would be that would be the plan yeah and then and then full-time 450 in 2020 you got it yeah definitely i think aaron uh, to me charles and dv aaron you know i I think he can transition nicely to 450s riding style body size everything yeah i think the body size is not a big deal i think the the riding style is right we'll see we saw with uh, I always take Barsha, poor guy. Yeah, <laughs> you have been hammering on Barsha a little. <laughs> no, bit. <laughs> no, I'm hammering on him, but right. you know the riding style, which we which is is a is a very 250 like yeah. riding style, and Aaron is you know uh, smoother, and then you know I think the transition would be way easier, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think the current crop of 250 talent I, I think if i'm gonna double down a bet on somebody to succeed on a 450 i think i go i go aaron yeah and not just because he's on the phone right yeah. right okay or that he wears 100 percent. or that he wears 100 percent. hey 100%, listen charles uh 100 is really backing aaron like that's one of their yeah, guys like, like you yeah. guys are yeah we're officially we're a star racing team yeah. sponsor so kind of we sponsor everybody the same on that, that team but yeah we certainly um believe in aaron and feel that he's going to be successful long term on a 450 for sure. I think he did some ads with just Aaron in it. Oh yeah, I believe. So, yeah. That's I mean, what, that's what I was kind of getting at. So yeah, right, we right. we've uh, yeah, Aaron and, deserve, and, deserves all the attention that, that he gets. And also too, Aaron uh, FMF is a part of our show. They've been for a number of years with Little Donnie, and and I've had I've talked to Donnie about you, and man, he just digs everything about you, yep. your work ethic. They seem to be putting like you know specific. Uh, packages together for you like an fmf guy and casual and everything else that's got to be cool man like they're huge fans oh yeah definitely i think i've <laughs> i think i've been on fmf since i can remember um yep. coming through from 50s all the way till now i don't think i've ever ran a a different pipe and yeah i've known donnie and yeah. and uh them for so long right now and it's it's awesome they're they're one of the best sponsors i 
have Easy. ever had because Easy. I mean they're so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> better than hundred cool. percent. Better than hundred percent. Yeah, you said that. Yeah. Oh, it's it's a tight it's a tight battle, you know. <laughs> but no, everybody at FMF so so down to earth and so cool and yeah. uh yeah, they've they've really uh yeah, and themselves to be one of the one of the big sponsors that I have. I said something to little Donnie. I'm like, hey man, you guys are really like showcasing Aaron a little bit. Like, I, I, you know that that's cool and whatever. And then he would just he couldn't shut up about you about how cool he's you were and how much he liked you. Kid. Yeah, he's, yeah. Like yeah, he's, he's just. But they, even stupid stuff like jumping in the water after he won in Seattle. Like people love it. People, right, right. You know, he's a real dude. He has real emotions and, um, like DV said, he's always happy. He's genuinely happy to be there and having a good time and right. people people are drawn to that like it so. yep yeah i think so i think we have some guys in the classes uh aaron that uh, it's a job for them it's a grind they, they don't always open up to the media or fans and that's fine it's cool it's a lot of work what you do off the bike and, and everything else but for somehow for right now you've really captured it like hey man i'm having a blast racing motorcycles right now and i think it's showing yeah definitely i uh i just think like you know I'm I'm doing what I love and and uh a lot of a lot of people have it worse than me so I um I appreciate every moment that I'm in and mm-hmm. I'm uh I'm living living it up to the best that I can and and yeah I'm having fun every day. And in a and in a way I'm guessing like you never thought you'd be supercross and and winning nationals like like you said like GNCC <laughs> was was your goal like you never thought you'd make it this far right? Um, no, definitely yeah. not. Like well, even like what I would say in 2013, when I won my well my my first and only XC2 race at Steel yep. Creek, that was that was the highlight of my career. Right, I, right. I couldn't have been happier. And then after that, it was like everything changed and mm-hmm. went motocross and. I think won a couple of titles that year, and then everything just started falling into place for uh, for me to be up here now. Um, is your dad at every race? Is he? How, is your dad gnarly? Is he one of those, you know, kind of demanding kind of guys? I mean, he was a champion himself. He was a great rider in the woods, and I'm sure he's a great rider on motor track. Anyways, like, what's he like? I, I've never spoken to him. Read about him a lot, he's, but I, I mean, he's he's <laughs> he's one of the coolest guys I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> He's uh he's not like too demanding but you know I mean definitely he he sees what other people see in me and and he wants me to do the best that I can and wants the best for me so mm-hmm. when I'm not doing the best that I can he he gets a little concerned and and uh definitely has some words to say but you okay. know yeah. all in all in good nature and and all in for uh the, the right Best of my intentions. Sure. I mean, he his dad's one of the cool ones. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of them. His dad. There's his a lot of nutty one. ones, dude. There's a lot of nutty ones. Yeah, I've, I've <laughs> known Aaron and his dad right. for years, back to even you know 2010 probably or yeah. something. Um, and his dad's always been really cool. Still right. is. But so Aaron, you talked about wanting to do the Ironman GNCC towards the end of the year. Is um, kind of the long term plan of you know obviously you're doing Supercross and Motocross and that's the sole focus for now, but um, post Supercross career, do you plan to go back to GNCCs and have a kind of second wind? I wouldn't say no. <laughs> I would. I would. I mean, obviously, got to get done with this right. first. But you know, 
I would love to, honestly. I uh, I miss trail riding every day, and uh, that GNCC is the best trail riding you can ever get. And and racing while you're doing it has that having that adrenaline mm-hmm. is uh, the best thing I can probably ask for after after motocross and supercross. Look, uh, everyone, 2028, Zach Osborne and Aaron Plessinger will be going at it for XC1 titles <laughs> in 2028. Because Osborne says he's in. Like, he's in. 100%. So, I'm um, down. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> you guys will be going at it. Um, Aaron, uh, listen, the uh, the straight rhythm is coming up for Red Bull Straight Rhythm. And each media outlet gets to uh, gets to have a guy on their bike. Uh, I'm sure Star and Monster and Yamaha wouldn't mind you riding the Pulpamex YZ250 as straight rhythm. Can, can we make that happen? What do you think? Uh, you gotta talk to uh, old Bobby Riggs. Oh boy, one. good luck. If uh, oh boy, hey, if he if he says yes, <laughs> I'm down to do it. He drives a hard bargain. Bobby, I don't think Bobby really likes me. Okay, because <laughs> I made fun of their team for years, and they went through a lot of team managers and. Look, I, I made fun of them. I did. They ha- but they have a good program now. They've had one for a number of years. They've had solid people in place. So I speak highly of them now, and that's it. So I Bobby comes up to me this weekend, Bobby Reagan. He's like, I just want to tell you, and I was with Button, Jimmy Button, and I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> like, I, I thought, like, he was, you know, I'd said something dumb, and he was going to yell at me. And he goes, I listen to all of your stuff, all of your podcasts. And I'm like, Okay. And you're you're really good. You do a good job on those. He's like you're spot on a lot of the time. I'm like, oh my god, what's it's, happening? It's here? so intense. I, I thought he was gonna beat it's me up. So intense. Yeah, I thought he was gonna punch me. Like I, I have a radio during yeah. the, the races and stuff. Oh, I did. He's more intense than any anybody really? on the radio. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. He's, he's like he's yelling at the mechanics. Yeah. To push the riders. Oh jeez. Like yeah. Justin Cooper, like uh, I think he he lost a couple, like a couple position maybe in yeah. second moto or uh-huh. something. He says you gotta get your rider to go for it. He has second overall. It's twenty grand. Come on. <laughs> yeah. He's yelling in the radio. I'm like I'm laughing. Dude, I'm if, like this guy is so intense. If I'm a mechanic, I'm like bro. All I can do is pit bull. <laughs> all I can do is hold the board. I don't have this much room. Right. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> so, so he's yelling at his mechanic to push him. Right. To get second overall. I'm Dude. like. And then, you know, like, they're all, like, um, counting, calculating yeah. points, yeah. who's yeah. going to get second. So it's like, hey, Faulkner is there. You know, he's going to get second. He needs to get uh, – Justin needs to get aim off. Yeah. And then Faulkner gr- grenaded yeah. himself somewhere. Right. And he's like, oh, that's it. We are second on lockdown. And then and then wow. uh, Bobby was happy and stuff. But when uh, at one point, virtually, Faulkner was second overall – and he was like He's he was happy. losing it. I heard <laughs> I heard one of Webb's years that Bobby I heard from a pretty good source that Bobby said, If you don't jump this jump, I'm parking you. <laughs> and I'm like, What? Like Cooper Webb? You could just park him for the day? Like that's okay? So I'd heard that from somebody on the team and I'm like, I don't I don't know, but that's pretty gnarly if you did that, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's pretty intense. Uh, hey, everybody. I can, I can believe it, definitely. Really? Yeah. Uh, hey, everybody. Cooper Webb's out for the day. Uh, the team owner has uh, parked his bike. He didn't jump triple. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I was surprised when he said that to me. I was like, I thought he was coming in with, like, I did something dumb or said something dumb, which is totally possible, you know? So, um, well, Aaron, hey, thanks for the time. I know we just had you on a little while ago, but the, the way you've been riding is just 
simply phenomenal, and we had to get you on. We spent 20 minutes talking about your speed down the hills earlier tonight, so we we had <laughs> no, to down the down the the, the, the big downhill. Yeah. That was sick. Like, uh, or, or you were like jumping over all those right. bumps. Like, can I just say that? No, but okay. you, you didn't see it. <laughs> oh, I didn't see. It? You, you don't have the eye of a rider. Like when okay. I saw that, well, I only I got four Manitoba titles. Four he Manitoba was jumping titles. like 10 feet, 10 or. 12, 15 feet farther than everybody else. You know what? 450 included. It was okay. like in the first motor was insane. I said we said that we talked mm. about all of this already. DV, you got no, but you have to see like the, the okay the I did, technical right. side right. of it Fantastic. how to do it. Sorry, Aaron, I didn't see the technical side of it. Now we do. Now we know. So, um, thank you for coming on. Like I said, we just had you on. You just killed it, man. And thanks for the time tonight. And uh, we really appreciate it. Good luck at Washougal. We'll we'll see you there, man. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me on. I always have a blast on here. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you at Washington. Sounds good. Thanks, man. Bye. Uh, Aaron Plushy, everybody, brought to you by VortexRacing.com. We're going to take a commercial break here. Is that Plessinger or Plessinger? Plessinger. I'm saying it wrong, but he says he didn't care. I only know that because... Plessinger. When he does, like, the, um, hey, it's Aaron Plessinger, you're watching yeah, Lucas yeah. Oil Promoter Cross, he uh, says Plessinger. One time he told okay. me that he didn't care, so I yeah. just rolled I don't think it. he cares about much, no. Steve. And I don't think he knows the technical aspect of jumping down the hill. I think he just jumped. That's how well, far he jumped. And well, I was no, no, saying was it sick. in my post-race, or did I say it tonight, about how he has a laugh every time you ask him yeah, anything. He does. He just laughs. Everything. You're like, hey, man, we'll talk about that pass on that. I look <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he tells you the story. Like, he just has a giggle. And so. Yeah, he's it's, a... It's, uh, He's one of the coolest to be around. Yeah. Like I don't really interact with, yeah. you know, but I see how he acts around people and stuff. Uh, it's, even if he has a bad moto, he has a yeah. had a bad motos. Like when I was there, I'm, it was like he's fine. Yeah. Same, he doesn't change. Yep. You know, it's, that's um, why companies like FMF or 100 yeah. percent are highlighting him out I, of the, the star racing. Team. I asked Will last year. I said, hey, I don't really know Aaron. Is he? Do you, is he intense enough to be a champion? Like, does he want it enough? Because he seems. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just, he's just laughing, and, and Will's like, no, 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 like, the dude works. Mm-hmm. And we're seeing it this year, but I honestly was like, I didn't know anybody right. who knew him well enough to ask, like, is this kid, because we've seen his skills. I mean, two years ago at Unadilla, in the middle of the moto, he's ripping off lap times that are four seconds better than everybody else. He's like, in, he goes from, like, ninth to third mm-hmm. in the middle of a moto, and you're like, look, that's, that's something that you can't. Special. Special. Yeah. So I'm like, but if you do, if you only can do it every fourth moto or whatever, and so I brought that up with Will, and Will's like, no, no, the kid works his ass off. He really wants it, and we're seeing it now. But, but so anyways, uh, all right, Lone Wolf, commercial time. Can we do that? You know what? Let's do this. Race Tech ran of the one thing in okay common. or not? When it comes we'll, to you know what? We'll just go to commercial. Work. It's okay, Lone Wolf. Let's just do that. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade. Due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices, from motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen i want to tell you about my two favorite things in life van halen and fly racing flyracing.com they make much more than just moto gear mountain bike gear snowmobile gear hard parts 
They've got it. Flyracing.com. The F2 Carbon Helmet. It's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Kennard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Everybody knows Race Tech is the number one place to go for your suspension. Everybody knows that if you go Pulp MX 17, you get a discount at Racetech.com. But besides that, did you know Race Tech? They are now the home of engines as well. Race Tech suspension and engines, great guys. They've done a lot of great work for the, uh, a lot of privateers and, and different riders in the pits with their motor work. Precision engine services are dyno, flow bench, and then track tested to provide maximum performance and reliability. The Racetech engine services use the industry's most desired state-of-the-art equipment and a championship-proven experienced team. They're really pushing their engines, and they're really doing a good job down there, those people. What, think about how many years they've been doing incredible suspension. Well, they've added engine work to their program with guys that have been around the sport for a long time. Pulp MX 17 gets you a discount on their engine services, whatever it is. Rebuilds, performance, they can do it. Got four-stroke motor problems? Racetech.com, everybody. Check them out. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Live in 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is a code to save. Hey, it's Mathis. RoostMX.net have been a big part of us, our show for a number of years, and we love those guys. A whole Pulp Nation section on their website. Pulp Nation code saves you 20% on there. They can make custom pulp graphics for you. Uh, they can also do shirts and hats of anything you want. They can make custom graphics for your bike if you don't like pulp. And why? I mean, maybe you don't. Uh, they're also the official team sponsor for the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. And we have Alex Ray here in studio. Alex, uh, you love these guys. Yeah, love them. Shirts, hats, pit shirts, car wraps, yeah. everything. If you take some Cycle Trader uh, graphics off your motorcycle, will they stick to almost anything? They will stick to everything, bro. The best quality. 
graphic out there. ARay91 is the code to save, and we thank those guys. And again, check them out for the whole custom line. And uh, Alex, Ray, you got one more thing to say? ARay91 is the code, and if you don't use Rooster Max, then fuck you. I'm lost in Hi, Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the listeners for voting us as Pulpy Award winner for Best Sponsored Commercial for 2017. Dude, that's so funny. <laughs> I hope the Pulp Nation likes this year's commercial even more, and I'd like to share some information on our newest product for sport touring riders. That's old news, right? Actually, no. We still offer the Michelin Power RS for sport bike riders that we introduced in 2017. What I'm talking about is the all-new Michelin Road 5 tire. It features our latest patented technologies and is the new benchmark for wet grip in sport touring tires and provides maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. Visit MichelinMotorcycle.com for complete product information and third-party independent test results. Documentation. Proving that Michelin Road 5 tires outperform its major competitors in wet grip performance. Simply put, it's another innovative, industry-leading product from Michelin. I just want to hit a motocross stuff. Uh, thanks, Gringo, for interrupting me, just like Mathis does his guests. Uh, I just wanted the Pulp Mech Show listeners to know that in addition to the Michelin Starcross 5 tires, that Michelin also makes quality, performance products regardless of what type of motorcycle you ride. From cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, adventure touring motorcycles. You are bringing the ruckus today. Whoa, easy, Gringo. Yes, Michelin even makes tires for the Honda Ruckus, as well as many other scooter applications. I'm certain the Pulp MX Show listeners know the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and how they're specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain and are available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions because there's one thing for sure. If you want something to get out, you tell Mathis. In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the Michelin Starcross 5 tires feature a bead profile that makes them easier to install. In fact, there's a very high chance ability that you can install a new Michelin Starcross 5 tire in less time than it takes for a pizza to be delivered to your house. Easier mounting is always a good feature. True. Basically, even a retired racer who almost won a championship can almost install them himself, if he just would. Thanks again to the Pulp MX show listeners who've purchased the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and given great feedback on them. If you're still thinking, I don't know, just ask a rider who has Michelin Starcross 5 tires on their bike. Follow us on Instagram on at Michelin Motorcycle and visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase Michelin Starcross 5 tires. Thanks, and I hope you enjoyed our new commercial. That wasn't good or, or awesome. Well, I definitely was not going to let you sing. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Chad Reed and Cooper Webb on the factory Yamaha Supercross team at Rock of Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 to get 40% off your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex Athlete Support Team for 2017. For more information, call 800-440-3559 or visit VortexRacing.com. 
Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for talent and kite hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JDR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts, they all trust of ya. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch 
through 22-inch diameters in 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. Back in 1989, Works Connection owner Eric Phipps was trying to find a skid plate for his own bike, but he couldn't find one that was as cool as the ones he had seen on the factory bikes. They say that necessity is the mother of invention, so he decided to build his own, and as they say, the rest is history. 29 years later and still located in Northern California, Eric and his crew are still supplying factory-level racing parts to race teams, pro riders, amateurs, and everyday riders who demand the best. Tested and trusted by JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Moto Concepts, Babbitt's Kawasaki, and Hep Racing are just some of the teams that rely on work connection for their racing needs. From their pro-launch start devices, radiator braces, hour meters, and of course, skid plates, along with a ton of other cool products, Works Connection has you covered. Check out their all-new website for 2018 at worksconnection.com. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta, and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National, and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high-compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today.
Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. That is David Villeman's song choice. I love that band. You, you always come here with nobody knows with a new band, like some sort of weirdo band. Yeah, yeah. I like it though. Um, it's a very bluesy. Yeah, where'd you where'd you first hear them? What what what? Uh, where'd you? Uh, I don't remember. I shot them them somewhere. I uh, they're not the they're not French. They're no, I think they're from the south somewhere. Oh, okay. The, the, the singer has like it's a huge beard, you know. There's a bunch of people in the band. I really like those kind of bands. Yeah, that's my uh, jam. TV's always bringing something weird to the show, music-wise, and I like a lot of it. Um, hey, everybody, uh, we got a lot of people on the show saying, "How do I get into the industry, Charles? How do I get out of the industry? I want to be in the industry." Just, just be a plumber. You make more money. Okay, but if you don't want to be a plumber, uh, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Plumber? Came to my house, changed a valve in my guest shower, stayed 12 minutes, 200. I'm sure the power was like... You talked about fixing your dryer, maybe you should have fixed that. Yeah, I didn't want to... I don't even know how to shut the water off in my house. Okay. Can I go or no? Be a plumber. Okay, if you're not going to be a plumber, though, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, the number one source for power sports companies looking for employees and candidates looking for employment opportunities. This is a real cool site that... Uh, it's my uh, boy, my boy, Alex Balin. Oh, you know him? I know everybody, Masses. Wow, Come TV. on, Alex Balin. Yeah, Alex Balin, the yeah. only job board specifically for the motorcycle industry. Upload your free resume today. Huh? Are you going to ask me how I know him? How do you know him? Moto Nation. City, oh, city, you used to work for City. Oh, okay. Huh. Um, you should do this 100%. Should put on their job. Okay. Uh, uh, Aren't you on Malakai or something? No, they do. Malakai does that too. Like, they uh, do. Bit. Huh? Yeah, they do. Hmm. <coughs> Let me know when I can be done. Okay. Okay. I try. I tried to. I, I, I put a here. resume. I never had an offer. I have a LinkedIn. Uh, I had this. I think. I never get an offer. What, what did you want, DV? What were you trying to get? No, I just... Okay. I was All bored. Right. Uh, MotorcycleIndustries.com, uh, IndustryJobs.com. Go there. Check them out. Alpine Stars is soon to be listing some uh, j- some jobs available on there. We had a Leot job on there. This week, the featured job of the week, uh, it's in Ohio, in KTM. It's a, a dealer service representative of a DSR responsible for assisting dealers with all technical and selected parts questions to the dealer-only 1-800 phone line. you got to move to Amherst, Ohio. That's I believe. A great, great place. A lot of rooftops, the beach, everything. 
<laughs> yeah, located in Ohio. Okay, so go there. Uh, you want to get in the industry, this is where you start. Uh, go to MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, post your resume, try to get hired, or go and search companies. Lone Wolf, if you're looking for something in the industry, you didn't get the producer job full-time. But if you're looking, go to MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. I know where to look. Yeah. Go there, and uh, please check all those guys out, and uh, we'd appreciate it. Um, great guys on there. And way to get your foot in the door. I mean, you are not going to be national sales manager at 100%, like right off the bat, like Charles. I was not right off the bat. Right. What yes. did you do? How did you go up? Raced. I uh, grew didn't up. Get, didn't get a point, though. No point. Um, I got the Asterix Mobile Medic card twice in Supercross. So, the gas card deal. 200 bucks. Uh, two fifty, maybe. 250, yeah. And I would rather have had the big check. They wouldn't give it to me though. They, oh, yeah, it's for the podium only. Right. You never made a main. No supercross mains. No, he's, <laughs> he's like disgusted. You never <laughs> That's made why a main. I, I only did it two years because it's like I'm not cutting it. I'm done with this. So outdoors, I made a uh, bunch you, of motos. You took the hint uh, I gave to yeah. the other guy. It was pretty clear. I did um, a few years <laughs> of outdoors. I made a bunch of motos, but I never got any points. Never made a main. So. I moved on pretty quickly. And I i mean, I knew the whole time. I Maybe that's part of the problem. I knew I wasn't going right. to retire from racing motorcycles. So um, I made it a point to, you know, get to know people at brands and always try to represent myself a certain way. And I did like these really in-depth race reports every weekend. And so I got to know the guys at Answer and MSR and Pro Taper pretty well. Oh, is so, that where you started? Yeah. Right off the bat? So then yep. when I was done racing, I went into Dave Casella, the director at the Times office and had a resume and set up like a meeting with them. And I think I approached it in a very unique way for a, a writer in yeah. my position. So, and he you know, was like, I don't have something for you right now, but sit tight. I'm going to come up with something. So it worked out. I was only jobless quote unquote mm-hmm. after steel city until maybe like October. Or something. Oh wow. So, so, yeah. you, so you quit racing yeah. steel city. Yep. And he, and uh, so one month, one yeah. month. Yeah. It's not bad. I actually saw him at the U S open and he was like, if you're serious, be at the office Monday morning at nine or whatever. And I was uh, there waiting to go. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Well, it started off just answering the phone, customer service oh, for that's cool. a couple months before I, I moved up to well, writer support. Certainly check out MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. I, just, I don't think this was around then. No, or I would have done this. No, absolutely. Liot had a job. Alpine Stars will soon have jobs there. KTM's looking for a DSR uh, and uh, lots of things going on with those guys. Uh, Honda World Downey, thirty minutes anywhere from LA. Love those guys. Please check them out. If you're looking for a new used Honda, go mention Pulp MX down there to my buddy Steve, and he will get you a hell of a deal. You can be just like Adam Ettingnap. Vince Freeze got a on truck. The, on the crunk? On, yeah, on the, on the crook. On crook the is the insult uh, that people use. Uh, unfortunately, they don't realize that it won the mid-sized truck of the year in two different shootouts. Um, can you tow a spaceship? I cannot tow a spaceship with it. Okay. It's not made to tow a spaceship <laughs> with it. But if you want to tow a spaceship, like those commercials, Ridgeline is not your truck. Okay. Uh, go, go to a Tundra or an F-150. Uh, so please, 30 minutes anywhere from L.A. Free, fr- free, free first-time oil change for anybody who goes there and mentions um, uh, Pulp MX. Like if I drive my truck there, I get a four-year oil change? Huh? It's like not I- a Honda. It's a Honda? No. you got to have a Honda. Oh. you got to have a Honda. Uh, so please go there. Honda World, Downey. Love those guys. Uh, also to BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Racetech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Starcross 5, Maxima USA, FMF, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Brace, W Wheels, Guts Racing, Get Data, Pro Filter, Honda World, Downey, Ride Engineering, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. And uh, before we go to the Racetech rant of the night, let's go to Cody. Cody, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, Steve. Uh, I was just wondering, who do you think will take each uh, single-digit number that they have left? Yeah, we just talked about this right on Thursday on the yeah. Fly Racing Moto 60 we, show. Uh, yeah. Charles was on the phone. We didn't even ask uh, Aaron. 
Um, we didn't. We should have. That's a little. They, they, you know, guys would, wouldn't say like they're not going to say. But we could have if Marvin wins four fifties. Anderson's already getting one. Aaron wins. That's three. Is Anderson taking one? I don't know. He has the option. I yeah. guess. Yeah. Probably not. So five is open. When can eight we, is open. Nine is open. When can we go back to the old? Number? I don't think we're ever doing that. The old number system. Yeah, I don't think we're doing that. I liked it, but just me. I'm okay and too. And yeah. number seven is open or not open or what are we doing here? They gotta give it up. They have I, I, to give it up. I don't, don't care. I don't care do. what Big James says. No. It's over. Baguette shouldn't have number four. Should be retired. Nobody should have seven. <laughs> wow. Retired. Hot take again by DB. No. Hang the number plate no, up in the rafters. Seriously. <clears throat> Five. About number, you're good with number two. Uh, number two retired. Okay. Pre Villapoto, right? No, Vito, uh, number yeah. two is Villapoto. It's oh. not MC. It's not MC. MC is okay. not number two. M- MC is number one. <laughs> you know, it's almost kind of like MC like doesn't have a number. Right. His number is one. Right. You see MC, you think number one. You don't think right. number two, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know, wins. Cody. I don't know if, if it's me. I'm taking seven. That's a cool number, and I'm, I'm making I'm making sure it's open, and I'm taking seven. Lone Wolf, what do you take? Yeah, I think that's what, what I would like? take too. What about five? Uh, I don't know. They've all kind of already been marketing with the numbers that they've had for a few years, so they'll probably just stick with 21, 25, Market market with what? They sell shit. Does it really help them to have a six or, I don't know, an eight? If Uh, if LeBron goes to the Lakers and take 23, yes, take 23, obviously. But do you think, like, so if Jason Anderson was Marvin sells a sells t-shirt and thing says 25 on it? No, he doesn't. Nobody does. But is he going to sell it with an 8? Oh. Yeah, obviously he will. I don't ah, th- right. this not the, the merchandising in Moto is so small. Yep. It's very, very small. It doesn't matter. You ah. know? Yeah, Brady's look, 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 number 12 and, and look LeBron did, is... Cody. Look what you did, Cody. You got it's, where you going now. <laughs> no, there's, like there's, there's no market. You think Aaron Plessinger is marketed at 23? Uh, I bet. Or El Hombre at 21. <laughs> Give him whatever number. That's, That's what fine. I'm saying. Is it, It's not worth it. Changing to a single digit isn't really going to help them no. be more marketable. No, so why but, not just stick with what but, people but already know? If them any of these guys reach the level of a Chad Reed or a Ricky Carmichael, not saying they are, but if they do become one of the greats, then it's a marketable number. Four is marketable with Ricky. But 22 Chad's is marketable. 22, and he's, I mean, he's a double-digit, and he's made that work. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I'm saying whatever number you pick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it can be marketable if you turn out to be one of the all-time greats, which is a very, very slim chance. I bet Aaron selects a single digit. I think um, Jason has put a lot of effort into branding himself and doing merchandise and such, so I could see him sticking with 21, 21 but Marv, I don't know. I, can but we, I would bet Aaron can we stop single. having uh seriously can we talk about t shirts and people that sell t shirt? Huh? What? I know when what? I see like Tomac on social media or go to the website buy a t shirt. Does he does he really need a twenty bucks for a t shirt? Uh, I don't know. I mean I sell Pulp Mech shirts. Why did you know, after Dungey retired you could buy a mug with number five on it, he retired. Yeah. And then he's marketing a, a website after he retired. Yeah, I saw that. What's that, up that with that? That was a bit weird. That's a bit weird. What's yeah. up with... Yeah, you just... That? The he, day after he retired, he launched a site, like a merchandising site. I'm like... Is it like the leftovers from... He I didn't sell I don't know. Racing? I don't know. <laughs> I have All no right, idea. Cody, anything else, Cody? Uh, yeah, one more thing. Um, who do you think made a bigger statement, uh, Tomac or Plessinger? Well... Oh. Uh, 
at this Millville. At Mill- I, I mean, both to me were equal. Alex Martin, that was Alex Martin's house. He's podium there. He's won there. I think he's won a moto anyway. He's never won the overall. But, um, yeah, and Plessinger just beat him straight up pretty badly. So I'll go AP. That was AP's best race ever, I think. I think so, yeah. I think it was better yeah. than Redbud. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Cody. Thanks, man. Uh, thanks. Uh, 702-586-757. If you have a, a question, race tech suspension, uh, please check them out. Pulpamex18 is the code to save with the race tech engines and suspension service by those guys. Love those guys. Uh, Tyler Medaglia uses race tech to win a Canadian national a couple weeks ago. Lots of microphone touching going on right now between my I'm, two I'm eating a Rice Krispie. And, um... Racetech.com has got you handled. Uh, get your get the right spring rate. Get the, get it revalved. Get your bike set up for you. You'll be much much happier. Get your oil changed. Get new bushings, people. All right. Get all of that. Uh, this is the Racetech rant of the night. Normally this is supposed to be me, but you people have been leaving some uh, some pretty good voicemails. And so once again, we'll uh, we'll let you people determine the Racetech rant I mean, of the night. Huh? We were looking up numbers and that are irrelevant to your rant, but Weimer um, twelve should be up. I would think. Why? Can I take you back? He he's not retiring. I mean, even if he retires, it's good for a year. Well, he only but, got five points this year. Yeah, but you're allowed an injury exemption. Like if you get injured, I mean, I fine. really like Jake. I hope he holds yeah. on to twelve. But no, technically, no, you're fine. No, he, if, if, if injured, he applies for yeah. the extension, like Stu yeah. got for a couple years. Yeah, and if you're hurt, they give you they, they let you keep it. He only got five points, I guess. Right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. He only raced three races or four races, right? But I guess you get a new number. All right, easy. <laughs> All right, can we do the race? Tech? That's DV's race tech round of the night. Baggage should get a new number. And and go back to the old number system where number one's number one, number two's second best, and it's it's Lopez, not Lopes. That is also DV's rant of the night. Let's uh, let's play this rant of the night. Here we go. Here's your goddamn race tech rant. Okay, I've called about this before. Stop fucking asking how people are doing and stop fucking asking Steve how he's doing. No one cares how anyone's doing. Fuck off. Also, quit calling Kiefer and asking him if he approves of your fucking gear combination. Fuck off. There we go, everybody. Race second round of the night. Everybody love everybody! Yeah. Come on! Yeah. Um, I, I've had that people tell me that before, like, because I say, hey, man, how's it going? Like, on the show. When they, what are you supposed to do? Just have dead air? I think you just go... Uh, right away. Oh, so we, uh, Charles, what's your question? <laughs> I think that's just what you do. That's what talk shows do. You're Canadian. Right? You're polite. That's I know. That's what I think it is. Yeah. So uh, uh, that guy's very angry though. And stop no, asking this, Kiefer if you're this listening. This guy has a problem. <laughs> he, he does. Yeah. Like like you mean like in life? No, he had a he had a bad day. Yeah, he did. So yeah. Find, find out his chick uh, cheated on him with a right. neighbor or something. Right. What was the guy that used to call in? Um, Jimmy Albertson fan. Sinjin. Sinjin, yeah, he was very angry for a while. Yeah, he was. Reminded yeah. me oh, yeah, of that he a was, little bit. Uh, he was very... We haven't heard about him. Uh, he called in a couple months ago, I think. What Just about Black and Yellow? Red and Yellow. Red and uh-huh. Yellow. He was had... Well, it said Black and Yellow. Uh, Red and Yellow. What happened? Is he alive still? I don't know. He... Yeah, he's alive. I think he had surgery of some oh. sort. And James hasn't been working out very much for him. And, and, and he went to Cooper Webb, and that didn't work out That's either. So... I think he's just, he's just done. Where is he going next year? Raining yellow? No, no. Oh, Web. he's a janitor, so. Web. Uh, KTM, I think. Yep. Whether or not he joins Alden's program, I guess we'll, we'll have to see. Uh, BTOsports.com. Whether you are blasting a UTV 
on a bicycle, on a street bike, or uh, ripping a, a berm on a, on a dirt bike, they've got you covered. Uh, use the code PulpMX when you call in or put PulpMX in the notes section to save at BTOsports.com. This is the BTOsports.com Tweet at Talon segment. What is the jingle? Tweet at Talon. It, it says it's playing. <laughs> We gotta call Gibbs. Did I mess it up with these no, drops? No. Play okay. anything. Play something. I can just start pushing buttons over here. No, that's different. Great radio. There we go. That's actually good. Great radio. It <laughs> actually works out. Uh, is the is the, the gray box down there? Uh, it's got a cord on that gray box down there, Charles. Let me try to close oh, it. Sorry. Wait, what? No, just hold on, Talon. Is there is there a gray box with a cord? Yeah. Stuck Sometime in when you live. Is there a red light this, on it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay, great radio. It says uh, it's great going radio. Again. What? It says it's going again. Okay, all right. Um, this is the right BTOsports.com uh, tweet at Talon segment. Uh, these questions are submitted to at Pulp Mech Show on the, uh, on the Twitter account. And Talon, Lone Wolf over there, goes through them, picks the best ones for myself and Charles Castle and David Villeman. Plays the jingle, and, and then we uh, answer. And let's go. All right, uh, I got one before I get started with okay. everyone else. Did you guys see the uh, hurlings, like when, from last weekend, the video that was going around where he's going through the corner and it kind of like had a hook in it and he jumped from the yeah he's like the outside and bake maybe jumped in and, yeah. he, and he saw yeah easy that's how I'll do it on my tennis shoes with your tennis shoes no helmet. I don't, yeah. I don't think that's tough to do. Yeah, I did. I mean, it was cool, but yeah, I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't. Is. I wasn't blown away. But I'm yeah, like, oh yeah. my god, yeah. It's nothing. Right. People like are crazy about it, but right. I saw it, and like, somebody sent it to me on Facebook. I'm like, oh look how sick is. I'm like, what? What is it? He jumped like a. The edge, right when he's on the edge, and kind of like. Yeah, he jumped yeah. the bank, and it looked like he kind of like used his legs to keep yeah, the bike on the trail. Yeah, I don't think track. I don't think that was like super. Uh, Right, uh, he's done like way, way sicker stuff in his life. Ah, uh, that's it. Mathis right. is going over there trying to fix it. Bump MX wants to know: Can we just start calling Eli the Hulk with how he flips a switch and goes superhuman psycho? He's sponsored by Monster. Come on. Sure. <clears throat> I think he. I mean, he clearly has that ability to wick it up and then go that extra kind of aggro. Um, level and and typically Eli, you know, when when he's pissed off or you know things aren't you know clicking in that sense, I think that's when he kind of can ride at his best. But the problem is when things aren't going to plan in his head, that's when things unravel and start to um, snowball in the wrong direction. But certainly the ability to wick it up a notch and grab an extra two, three, four seconds a lap and do it in a very bulldog aggro manner is, is right in Eli, Eli's playbook. What I saw this weekend, I don't think it was like uh, super amazing. He just rode like Eli, right? Just take the outside, how he passed uh, Marvin. I don't know why Marvin was still going to the stupid inside. You know, I've been telling Talking about Marvin for like five years, even more. Mm -hmm. Like tracks like this, just stop with the freaking inside. In Redbird, you got to stop. It, on those track insides don't work. Just take the outside and, and go fast. Especially when you have a... How long is that stupid uh, appeal? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's long. Yeah. It's like 
almost half a mile. Yeah, you, <laughs> you mess up, up the inside. You you're struck. You're the thing for is, it what forever. a quarter of a mile at least, yeah. right? Yeah. It's like yep. super long. I'm like, why would you go on the inside? Um, but yeah, he's uh, on tracks like on tracks like this. It's like when he has to, you know, carry speed and take a lot of outsides and. You know, when it's like rough down the hill, he can mm -hmm. hold on. You know, he doesn't have to to use the bumps like Marvin. You know, he's not as strong, so yeah. he has to find another yeah, technique to do, to do it. Yeah, yeah finesse yeah. stuff. He doesn't really think about it. He's just go for it. Uh, next question. All right. Uh, Tanner Hall wants to Hey, know. put your mic, uh, or Talon, just move it towards you. Just pivot the mic straight, horizontal. Yep, there you go. All right, Tanner Hall wants to know, is there too much beef to bury between Webb and Marvin if they become teammates? Steve, I know you say this stuff doesn't matter, it but doesn't there was matter. heated moments. It doesn't between matter. The two. None of it matters. No. 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 Factories are going to sign who they want to sign, and that's it. It's. I mean, I guess if you're Roxon or Tomac, if there's some major beef, you wouldn't sign a guy, but they didn't. Webb and Marv didn't have. No, uh, Webb was pissed at him cross jumping yeah. a couple times. Can we talk about this for a I second? I'd like to with JT on the line because JT drives me crazy with this cross jumping thing. Is that that bad? Does apparently, it do, does he do it on? You know, apparently the one, Marvin needs to the, be strung up and killed. I, no. I am not on that. Page. No, uh, Redbud. When uh, was it Redbud? Where was it? Bosha that you know jump and then on that tabletop. Just before yeah. where, um, no, that yep. was Roxanne, right? Yes, Roxanne. Yeah. Yep. Just before where Tomac broke his bike. Yeah. The jump, yep. that jump. Coming, yep. It was like first lap or second yeah. lap or something. But no, Mark did not that, mean to that, do that. That wasn't on purpose. No, no, no. no, he, no. He went on, yeah, he hooked. Yeah, he hooked and right. went on the side. Yeah, no. Yeah. And Roxanne just happened to see People were mad to, about that, but and no and everybody, yeah. you know, I'm not, a, I'm, I'm never really on the team oven. You know, he's yeah, French, you know, he's anybody. You know, I'm not. I'm not biased. I'm like, but everybody online on vital. Sometimes I go look and then they talk about it. They, you know, I don't think he cross jumped that bad. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, JT is him and I and will, will battle because Webb. he just, I'm like, you're in front. Webb, you can ride yes. your race. Web in Daytona. Yeah. Before, oh, yeah. No. before, before you get parked yeah. by Eli. Yeah. That's cross jumping. Yeah. That's like, you know, shutting the line kind of dangerous and you know i said before it happened he's done he's gonna go over a burn yeah, somewhere yeah. but marv rides insides outsides he flows the track and then everybody's accusing him of, of cross jumping he's in first he controls the track he yeah, controls the play. Yeah, I don't. Like, uh, I, I don't. I'm sure Marv has done it. I'm not saying Marv does not ever do it. But yeah, a lot everybody of does. Do it. everybody does. Everybody does. Plus, what 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 kills me is. <laughs> Uh, in Supercross, there's Hemig. Hemig. Yeah. Hemig is talking about yeah, it. I know. Hemig was God maybe bless. the worst on the planet. Yeah, he was. Of cross jumping and brake checking. Yeah. Everybody. Uh, you know, and then he, and everyone, then he gives who race, you, everyone who raced Hemig is like, oh, dude, he was bad. <laughs> he was the worst <laughs> guy in the world. Right. And then now he gives a lesson about cross. Come on, bro. Come on, <laughs> look at the videos in 95, 94, 96. Yeah, no, people, McGrath was one guy that was like, oh, my God, it was so dangerous. You know what? Yeah. I raced with Emig, like, when he was at his top, 97. I was a private cheer, 125 guy, and I actually raced with him in Genoa Supercross. And in the main event, I was fourth or fifth, 
and I was behind him and I couldn't pass him, I was faster than him that day. Yeah. The guy would go right and left everywhere. I was like 19 years old. Yeah. The guy is supercross champion in yeah. front of me. I couldn't do anything. You know, I was scared kind of. Half the thing you're freaking out because you're racing Jeff Emig, and half yeah. the time you're freaking out because you're pissed off. Yeah. And the guy is brack shaking me and, and cross jumping. I'm like, what is he doing? He's not letting some guy with King's gear, whatever the hell you were wearing back then. First gear. First, first gear, yeah. yeah. All right, next question. All right, Zach McCracked PVC pipe wants to know. <laughs> Charles and Steve, I have a pretty large beak, and most all goggles smash my schnoz to where I can't breathe. Any recommendations, or should I try the nostril magnets? Get a nose job, buddy. I don't know how the nostril magnets are going to help, but um, you know, I would say for something like that, I would, I would, as weird as it sounds, I would probably sway you towards the more entry level priced goggles because they typically don't have as much stuff going on they don't have all the features they don't have a plastic uh, uh guard yeah, they don't have yeah yeah they're a little more pliable um but so i would say go to that and they kind of flex a little more around your nose but sometimes also they you can cut the foam a little bit on the inside yeah and that'll you know relief a little relieve yeah. a little of that pressure it, it's so funny because there's so, so many helmets on the market now that mm-hmm. are made all over the place and so many goggles are made all over the right. place some people's faces just yeah. They're better with some combos. And I, you know? that's a great point. I would say if you're you're tight with your local dealer, I would go in and try on a variety of helmets with goggles and find something that's more yeah. comfortable. I actually like the Acura line, Acura Eye line better. The Curry. Yep. Curry, just because yep. it's like more, it's a cheaper goggle that you guys make. Yep. It's not like the higher end and the frame is more flexible. And I, thought you were, I thought you were using an other brand, bro. Viral, I've, ran bro. Them, I've ran them before yeah. in the past, but ah. almost any goggle, I don't so like you, their... Uh, so you're using 100% goggles with uh, another <laughs> strap, huh? That's what you're saying? Uh, <laughs> yeah, so the Akuri that he's talking about is the mid-level, which, it's funny, I mean, like, you know, Marvin only wears the Akuri goggle because he's you a little smaller why? face, a little no, smaller No, but head. there's also because um, the strap is on the goggle, yep. not on the bracket. Mm-hmm. I never liked the strap on on bracket. Yeah. I always liked yeah. same thing. I I used the old frame, like the crowbar, like mm-hmm. back in the day. Okay, I couldn't. I didn't like it. I liked only the old frame because yeah. the yep. the, yeah. the strap yeah, it, was on the goggle. A lot of it has to do with helmet port yep. size because some helmets you can't wear. You need the outriggers because that dirt will get in if you because yeah. the stretch the, the strap will be stretched out. It's de- it depends on the, the yes. width of the yes. helmet. Some, yeah. some helmets you have to have outriggers. Some some work better without. So. Yep. Uh, you our, call it what outriggers? Outriggers. Mm-hmm. You know, like talking about goggles and and fit. Now you have like high hand sunglasses, Prada, Vuitton, all the high hand. They do two type of goggles uh, glasses, like regular um, Caucasian mm-hmm. right? and, and Asian, and Asian yeah. also Asian yeah. sunglasses. All yeah. of our all of our sport performance ones come with a alternative fit nose pad, or not all of them, but most of them yeah. do. Yeah. We call it alternative fit. I think it's politically Asian. correct. No, but it's, it's, it's actually better than Oriental. No, it's it's A. It's it, yeah. There's an A yeah. on the right. Prada. Yeah. Is yeah. for yeah. All right, next question. All right, this one's from Warren and MX, and this is about uh, Warren MX. Alex Martin, obviously. Okay. Is tire choice truly the difference between seventh and second in the 250 class? I don't think it's the difference, but it helped him get a start, and that was everything for him. Helped him off the long start and a sandy start. So what? That made the difference Where's for him. that? So not 95% of no, the track, but just no. that first. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Alex Martin made uh, took the scoop off for the first moto yeah. and didn't get a start and didn't ride that well and had trouble passing. Second moto, he put a scoop on and got a good start, and he said that was the difference. He needed, he should have put the scoop on for the first moto. Nobody 
not not a lot of people uh, uh, ran the scoop. No? Not okay. the, top, the right. top guys, no. Yeah. yeah, and I don't think he was, like, throwing that out as, like, the ultimate excuse. No, I think no, no, he no. was yeah. like, hey, you're asking me for yeah. what happened, and this is my opinion on what happened. Because yeah. I, you know. I think the start is everything, yeah. right? So. Most, most of them, they, um, they did the first practice with the scoop, and then uh, we switched to the regular, and then some of them didn't. In the practice, they change. Um, because it was really all pack yeah. uh, at spots. And, and I think that uh, uh, with Amar, he doesn't have the raw speed to rip through guys. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have Plessinger speed or, or Justin Cooper or whatever. Like He, he needs a start to, to, to put himself in the spot. You know, the start is not as deep as Redbud, Eye Point. All the track I've been this year, yeah. Melville wasn't that deep on the start. All right, next question. All right, this one is from Icaro Nascimento. How much better would Charles' career have been if he were X-Brand? I mean, 50%? He might have made a main event. I don't think yeah. X-Brand made goggles when I raced. I don't think they did either, but you would have had some clear vision. No, when was the last time you raced? 2008? Yeah, yeah they had goggles. Yeah, they had, yeah. Eight, eight, they? Yeah, they had goggles, I think, in 07. Huh. Maybe you would have scored a point. Maybe. Yep, maybe. Potential. All right, yep. this one is from Steve Stovepipe Mathis. <laughs> Do we see Bowers back on a bike next year, or is he hanging it up and waiting for a fill-in? Yeah, good question. There's going to be some guys. Like, what's Mookie going to do? Like, no one's going to hire him that I can think of. He has to only wear seven, so he can't get hired by teams of gear deals. He doesn't. Two years in a row, he has not started Supercross. Like, I, I mean, I, what, I guess. What does he get money from? How does he eat? Great question. What does he eat? How does he eat? How does he eat? How does he pay rent? How does he... And maybe yeah. seven pays him a little, but that yeah, can't I, be much. I, I don't know. Right? I mean... I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm fa- the family BTO? Money, I guess. Yeah, BTO? I he was in Belgium or Holland for that Italy. race? Oh, he went to Holland for Zwart Zort- Cross. Hmm. He went to Italy last weekend. So I've seen you know, BTO He'll do markets him some, yeah. so yep. I think yep. BTO pays him a little bit. But I, I mean, know. enough to... That's, that at one point this gonna have to fade, right? I don't know. This income. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. This one's from Warren MX affiliate. Will Kenny be at one hundred percent for A one? If so, does he beat Eli? Also, we need more tits versus Travis. Yeah, we've we did that for a little while, huh? Tits versus Travis. Um, I don't know. I, I would. Kenny's building on next year. Kenny's talking about how this is all just building for next year. I mean, we're in the middle of July here. Yeah. I mean, but I'll go on a limb. If if Kenny has a healthy off season and yep. things go to plan, I say there's no doubt if, in my mind Kenny can't win it. To anyone. me, if Kenny had not been hurt, him and Eli would be unbelievable right now. Like, I don't think Eli is doing to Kenny what he did to Marv this weekend or at other races. No, I would agree. I think Kenny is just as good as Eli, 100% peak, like, pre-injury. He's that bad. I agree. Yeah. yeah. But what's the state of his injuries? Is the arms going to get back 100% or I, I, is, I don't, I don't it's know. as good as it's going to get? I don't know. We don't know, right? Uh, no, we don't know. And we probably, if we asked them, we wouldn't, he wouldn't tell us. Yeah, obviously. Right. We, we, we don't even know what's their eat race bonuses. So <laughs> how are we going to know that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, this is from Eric Harvey for Charles. Interesting to see the sponsorship of Peter Sagan. Does 100% have plans to go deeper into cycling sponsorship like a team deal? And has Sagan ever ridden some moto? His MTB skills are crazy. Um, I 
I'm sure we will um, dive into more sponsorships and more endorsements in the cycling world. Um, I don't know specifically about teams um, relative to that question, but I'm sure we will, just like we do in moto. Um, that guy is uh, he he puts goggles on his neck. Yeah, like when he wins bench stages. He's gnarly. I'll be completely honest. I didn't know who he was when we first signed yeah. him, um, but he is a legitimate global rock star. Yeah. I mean, the dude is huge. Yeah, huge, tons and tons. Over a million followers on all social media platforms. Um, he's currently got the green jersey at the Tour de France, and I mean he's he's the media guy of Tour. You like know what the green jersey is? Uh, sprinter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good job. Um, yeah. I don't know that. I think he's in the moto. I mean, I know he's into moto, and I think he's ridden some, but I think he's not allowed to with his yeah, specialized no, deal. No, no shit. <laughs> all right, and this will be the last one from Brandon Gross. Who and when will be the next rider to win on a Suzuki? Two. Justin Hill it's next two. year. Alex Martin. Two fifty. Uh, Outdoors. Nineteen. Seriously, I'm telling you, a, a Suzuki two fifty will not win. The new bike next year, a little bit better motor. It's every year. It's new bike. Okay, I think he's not having this. DV is not having this. The, uh, uh, the bike is Malcolm Heat Race. Who else can they? Does that count? No, <laughs> I was thinking I mean, Hill could Hill. win a heat race. I think uh, I, I would say the 450 is way more competitive, right? You know, I mean, who else are they going to have on a 250? Like, what's the if A Mart's going there? Great. Do they have the money A-Mart's for another there. another good like top level race winning type guy? Or are they so. like, I think they're looking at Dakotas and Peters yeah, and you know that kind of, that guy, kind of which guy, which is fine. It's great, yeah. but that, yeah. what, they're not going to win. But you see, A Mart has one of the best bike, right? It's oh, good, yeah, yeah. Is it what? Top, I don't think it's a star Yamaha. Top three? Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's better than the Geico, you uh, think? I don't know. Yeah, it's probably whatever, toss-up. I don't know. You I mean, think? J-Mart was making a Geico bike look pretty good there for a bit. Yeah. But you think A-Mart with a bike that's not as good as what he is, he's going yeah, to Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, listen, I'm just trying to throw some sunshine on Suzuki here, RM Army. I think the, the base in the... F- in 250, to have a good base is important. 450 is not as important. Right. I, don't think. I, I would agree 100%. Yeah. Um, all right. Anything else? Uh, no, that, that's oh, it. Okay. BTOsports.com. Tweet at Talon this week. Everybody, thanks to uh, supporting BTOsports.com. Use the code PulpMX when you uh, sign off and uh, or when you when you enter, uh, go on the code in the notes section. I don't know why I said sign off. Oh, I put sign off in the um, in my AOL right now or Slack to you. Um, Thanks, everybody. I'm rattled right now. BTOsports.com. AOL doesn't exist anymore. I know. Um, all right. Uh, I think we're done. Uh, Aaron Plessinger, Jeremy Albrecht, J- uh, Jimmy Albertson on the show tonight. We were going to try to call Alex Ray. We are going to try to call uh, Seven Deuce Deuce, but never really got around to it because David Villeman came in studio. Thank you, DV. Did you have fun? Yeah, I was. I was supposed to stay only two hours. But... Uh, you did say that. You said two <laughs> hours. Um, Charles Castle, thank you. Problem. It's a fun time. Um, here, DV, are you ready? What? I am going to name off our sponsors, and I want the first thing that you think and of. It got me in trouble one day. Did it? Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you the story every time. Dude, wake up. All right, Charles, do we have to name our sponsors? Sure. Okay, can we can we do like uh, back and forth? Sure. Oh, yeah. Okay. Paul and I did that one time. Oh, you did. I, okay. Yeah, but you... <clears throat> the thing is, is with another company, it has to be... Uh, 
politically that's correct. Fine. That's and, fine. Uh, yeah. You know, I'll see. He, he's, he's good. All right. Here we go. Uh, I'll start with you, DV. No, no stop it. Okay. BTOsports.com. Butler Brothers. <laughs> good pull. Fly Racing. Cobra Edition. Yeah, there we go. Race Tech Suspension and Engines. Michael Lessey. <laughs> I would say the same thing. Vortex Racing. Um, Team Yamaha Sprockets. Gear Alloy. Michael Lessey. <laughs> What's gear alloy? What do they do? Wheels. <laughs> For what? Trucks. Ah, okay. So, I knew uh, that. Roost MX. Uh, great Radio Bros t shirts. Yes. Yeah. Um, Vertex Pistons. Stock and KTM and Husky. <laughs> Two strokes. <laughs> Two strokes. Uh, X Brown goggles. If you won't, you won't win. You won't win. Yes. <laughs> Michelin it's, it's not like if you <laughs> Michelin Starcross Five. Um Randy Richardson. All traction, right. traction. Maxima USA. The dogger. Dogger. That's the standard dogger. issue. Everybody says yep. dogger. The dogger. And that's fine. Yeah. Vote dogger hall as of fame, you, everybody. As you should. Uh FMF. Megabomb. Uh Works Connection. Steve Lamson. Oh, good one. Atlas neck brace. Noof. Coming in a few weeks. Noof's going to be in who's, studio. Who's Noof? Who is that guy? Uh, Noof is a legend. Uh, he won a Canadian National. What's, his, Canadian what's his real name? Ryan, Ryan Lockhart. He's Ryan Lockhart. a brand manager at Matrix and yeah. Atlas and Atlas Canada. Uh, Matrix, the, like the stands and stuff? Yeah. yeah the Canadian version. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he got, he got thir- third. In the he <laughs> got third in 250 Arena Cross uh, this year in, Can- in Canada. While Canadian. seeing dealers on the way to the races. Yeah. <laughs> what about in, in the U.S.? Did he ride? Did yes. He, he never made any main events. Oh. But he rode. That's familiar. <laughs> <laughs> like Charles. Okay. be teammates. Yeah, but he's better than me. He won stuff in Canada. I didn't do yeah. that. Yeah. Um, all right. W Wheels. Who were we at? I forget. Oh, W Wheels. Uh, is that John Anderson? Yes. Guts Racing. Velcro seat covers. Yeah. Very sweet. Yeah, Velcro, apparently yeah. they have ones with Velcro. Oh, yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. That's sick. Yeah, I've sick. never seen one, and but Phantom, sounds good. They have uh, seat foam that weighs nothing. Weighs like a paper plate. It's fantastic. Um, uh, get data. Uh, what's this guy that I, I beat up poker all the time? <laughs> Dan Truman. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm joking. Oh. But you probably we, played a lot of games with poker. No, we played poker. I like layover or coming from like... Uh, um, overseas supercross. Dan will uh, gamble on anything <laughs> at any time. At any point. At any point. Uh, pro filter. Uh, DV wouldn't be throwing them away. He'd no. Be washing them, yeah, oiling them, be. putting them in bags. Uh, Honda World Downey. Pop MX. Free or change. Ride engineering. Uh, this neat brake I got here. Caliper. Yeah. yeah. Um, Motorcycleindustryjobs.com. Alex Balin all day. Alex Balin, DV's buddy. Uh, Lone Wolf, you have fun? Yeah, it was fun. Thanks Good for stepping in. in. Yeah, a few little errors, but it's all yeah, right. Yeah, well, it, I mean, it's been two years, bro. It's been a while. It wasn't like you're going to come back in there and just, you know, kill, kill it. it. No, it was fun. <laughs> where's where's um, Marks? I never got to the bottom of that. Marks uh, is out of town. He's in his truck. And Tits still is still dealing a, with some uh, Jason t- Ellis drama. Yeah, yeah. Tits is sleeping in his truck somewhere. T- Tits is on a lake somewhere. Sleeping in his truck. 
Tits on a lake. Who doesn't like that? And Gibbs was busy. <laughs> Gibbs was busy. Okay. Um, but thanks, man. Thanks, thanks, Wolf. We'll appreciate it. Yeah, nice to know you can come in. And, Maybe you know, it won't be two years before. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, exactly. We'll have what, to. Uh, what's the. Um, I miss the Gubba Gibbs. Gubba Gibbs, Gubba Gibbs, Gubba Gibbs, Gubba Gibbs. <laughs> I mean, Lone Wolf, good luck with your ACL, too. Reconstruction yep. thing going on. You got going on. Are you going to therapy and everything? I start uh, this Thursday. I go yeah. back. I haven't even had my post-op appointment yet, so. Yeah, you gotta, Still pretty fresh. You get on it. You, usually, it's three days after, or you got to Yeah, I have a machine that I put my leg in, and it bends it for me. Yeah, but I haven't gotta, actually started, like, physical, real physical therapy yet. You got to push on it. If not, you won't get the range. What do you, what do you work? What do you do for a living? Uh, I have my own pool business. So how are you getting around with that? I'm supervising right now. Oh yeah, trying to pool business. Or you make pools or you? No, just clean them. Oh, yeah. Pool boy. You do like uh, in porn movies and stuff in the speedo and shit. Nah, uh, no, no. It's not. It's not Kiefer's pool business. <laughs> yeah. Huh? <laughs> um. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Great job. Yeah, thanks for and, having me. And uh, thanks to Swiss Corps, Moser. Thanks to Pookie. Thanks to our guests tonight. Thanks to you people for listening. Charles Castle, David Villeman. All right, you got the drop ready. There's something Wee's I want out. To get See off everybody. Chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff and I was totally nude and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho. I just wanted you to know that if you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.